time doing a pre-stream you know doing a post i get the stream key all set up before and of course we have streaming difficulties and now somehow before i bring our guest on the stream has the wrong title so obviously the right key so that's why it doesn't say and skyper is going crazy what a crazy night already already we're off the rails just starting off i hate that we're getting off a start like this but we're gonna have a very wild evening a very long evening a very deep dive down the metaphorical rabbit hole and now they're saying the audio is bad oh my gosh okay hold on rt is the audio that is the audio that bad let me try to test it on there and now they're saying the audio is bad it is oh all my gosh. God. hold on what, what microphone is it what is going on Wow. RV, with that, let me just bring our guest on. RV, let me unmute you. We're having some technical difficulties at the start. The audio is choppy. Everybody's saying, I don't know why it's all choppy. Yeah, sometimes uh, logging off and logging back in might help. Maybe maybe I should do that on my side. Sometimes that might help. So... Oh, uh, let me see. Oh, maybe it's because let me let me do this. Let me try this. Let me actually try this. Let me do this. Let me see if I turn this off. But I think it's something to do with this. It's my my video, my graphics card. This is why we couldn't stream earlier. 
My graphics card failed. Let's see how the audio is now. RB sounds fine. How did how how do I sound now in the audience, guys? In the chat, I know they're they're saying your audio is fine. It's something to do with my microphone. Here, let me see. Okay. I have, a, I have another microphone. Let me try if I put in this microphone. Let me try. Here we go, microphone. Of course, we're having technical difficulties. This is so. Uh, this is terrible. One, it's because I use this software, RV. Do you you use StreamYard? Is that correct, RV? Yes, exactly. StreamYard is pretty pretty good, pretty uh, consistent. It's a uh, baby truther computer you got going on over there. <laughs> no, dude, we're gonna get into baby truther talk, but it's baby truther all the way right now. I don't know why it's like that. Uh, uh, why the audio is like that? I I don't know if I replace my I so I actually replaced the graphics card myself on this Dell computer, and uh, they're saying it's not terrible. Maybe it's a little better. Okay, here, let me let me test audio. Let me listen to it back playing on the stream myself. On this well, Alex, when I first joined in, you know, off, you know offline, of Maybe course, it's... your audio is perfect. Maybe if I go offline for a second, can I do that and come right back and maybe some type of reset would yeah. happen? But they're saying your audio is fine here. Let me let me let me change microphones. Let me do this. Let me go to okay. properties. Let me see if it sounds better. How did, how does this microphone sound in the chat? Let me test that on the on the, let me hear on the, the feedback. How did how does this microphone this sound? This sounds better. Okay, this microphone's better. Yeah, I think this one sounds better now. This one's better. Okay, good. Now we're good to go. This, this sound sounds better. This sounds better. Okay, perfect. I don't know what the something's wrong with the with that microphone. Of course. So we have a microphone issue and a streaming issue, RV. What kind of night is going on? We cannot uh it's like, you know, when you're in the Super Bowl at the beginning of the first quarter and you fumble the ball on the first drive. So we really got to make up for it. So with all that, now that we're rocking and rolling, guys, at the we got to remember at at about the uh let's see the audio didn't get fixed to the six minute and 30 second mark. So if you're fast forwarding this in the future, that's when the audio is good to go. Okay, so with that, RV, welcome to The Conspiracy Castle. I'm The Conspiracy Castle. Thank you for your patience this evening. How are you doing, my friend? No worries, brother. Yeah, you know, we'll just roll with it the best we can. And I appreciate you having me back on the show. Of course, I was um, on with you, was it maybe five, six months ago? I lost track of time. Maybe not that long, maybe three or four months ago. I'm, I'm not quite sure. But again, great to be back on. And thanks again for having me back on your channel and everybody else listening in, uh, your subs and my subs as well. Yes. And so we had to start off with the baby truther thing. And RV, I have to say, I love it. It's like a badge of honor. But let me tell you something. It actually relates to something that's going on with my channel. So there's people, you know, uh, it's I'm new to being a broadcaster. You know, I haven't been doing it as long as you. You know, you're one of the original gangsters, as they call it, the OGs. But you get fans. You get people that like to call in and be a part of the show. And I encourage that on my show. So it's funny, RV. You and I come from a similar mindset that kind of when you hate somebody, or like when the football coach was tough on you, that meant they kind of liked you, even though they, you know, didn't may not agreed with you. Just the fact they gave you attention kind of, you know, it was like a badge of honor almost. And so I, that's how I look at it, you know, like a, as a really good thing. But some of my uh, uh, listeners, one of my listeners who I kind of teased, he's mad at me, RV. And I was just doing it because I like him. I teased him because he doesn't like to sh listen. This is why I got to ask your opinion. He doesn't like to shower. He likes to boil a pot of water and go in the bathroom and wash with a washcloth. 
And I said I thought that was highly unusual, and that's where we had a falling out. So what's your opinion on on that situation, RB? Yeah, the whole the whole baby truther thing could be taken two ways, you know. It could be as someone could take it as an insult. Um, but you know, a while back I even said about my friend PK, you know, I've known PK forever. Uh, you know, but he believes we live on a spinning ball. Uh he also believes John Lennon's some type of hero. I I said PK's a good friend of mine, but he's a baby truther. You know, so that's yeah. that's how I see it. Uh, with, with anybody, I mean, it's not like, uh, you know, we I can't be friends with someone that I disagree with, and yeah, it's it's a, just a funny jab, you know, type of thing. So it could be used as someone like you dislike it, or even a friend. You know what I mean? So it it's uh, like a I don't want to say the word universal, but it's like a universal word for a friend or an enemy. <laughs> so it could be used either way. Well, there's levels to this RV. There really are levels to truth. I mean, whether you want to call it, I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, how would you describe truth? Like how, what was, you know, as a, as a man of your stature in this arena, what was your original awakening? I think I've asked you this, but you know, and I know you've, you said you've seen it for a while, but what was the first time that you're kind of like, well, they're really lying to us. Yeah. Alex, you know, your, your volume is so low. I can barely hear you now. You're kidding. Okay. Hold on. I mean, now. Yeah. I, I could barely uh, hear. Audio you're, settings. You're, uh, Let's asking. see. Right now. Can you hear me okay, now? Now I can hear you fine. Now. Okay. Now it's good. Gosh. Sorry. Sorry. And I'm in the microphone. Let me see if I turn the gain. Okay. We should be better. And the audience can hear me good. Okay. So you can hear me. So I'm saying, you know, and, and that's kind of whatever. Maybe that's a baby truther question, but how did you lose? How did you become a baby truther to a manly truther, RV? How do I become, how do I uh, evolve from a baby truther to a, a, an adult truther? Yes, well, there it was, you go. It was definitely a, a gradual process. You know, I've said this uh, story uh, many times on my channel where, you know, as a, as a young child, you know, just watching uh, the Reagan car debates at five years old with my parents on TV and, just look at the politicians, looking how plastic uh, they appeared to me at a very early age. I couldn't articulate it, but I could see something was off. It was just very, very fake. Um, you know, I just looked at that and just say, these people are just um, basically telling you what you want to hear, again, at a very early age. And again, it's the progression. Uh, you know, you see that, you see how, uh, you understand how, you know, the, the, the stream flows from, from downhill. If you have corrupt politicians, you're gonna have, you're gonna have a corrupt system. So that's basically. But I didn't know the extent until uh, years went years went by. Definitely the whole moon landing thing obviously stunk to high hell. Um, but the real, you know, like most of us, the the one event in the uh, the Northeast that month of September really um, opened my eyes to many things, you know. And after that, you know, the events in the Middle East. Uh, a lot of things were suspicious that didn't make sense. And again, the, the gradual um, opening of eyes, uh, of course, happened more or less. Um, I would say just after, you know, basically YouTube started, you know, I would say about 2007, I really, uh, 2008, I, I started to really, really uh, get into it more. And that's when I, that's when I started making videos on YouTube and basically mainly, uh, the starting point is, of course, the event in, in New York and going from there, um, you know, a lot of people involved with truth back then, they would focus on the, the moon landing hoax in that event in New York. And I moved beyond that. I see I was seeing things on TV that didn't make sense and I was covering it um, at the time. People didn't really get it. Um, and fast forwarding a little bit, like 2010, 
uh, the, th uh, the trap 33 minors. And I started getting the numerology around that time with a 33 and um, yeah, it just progressed. And then really 2012, when things really, um, you know, the floodgates busted open with all these, um, these, I, I just call them bang, bang events. Um, you know, that's what, you know, the, the event, that one school in the Northeast United States. I appreciate you using the code words, you know, tonight. And we have to because I get so many strikes, RV, and you're becoming like a professional at being able to talk about this stuff in a, a non-detectable or at least less detectable way. Because, listen, they don't want us on these platforms. So that's the that's the main reason we should stay. Even though the rules are terrible, even though our digital footprint's terrible, the fact that they're making it possible for us to be here is all the reason we need to stay, in my opinion. Um, how do you feel on that? Yeah, absolutely, man. And that's one thing I've dealt with, you know, man, I, I lost count how many times over two dozen times easy uh, being shut down. And sometimes you, you know, enough's enough. You know, I had, uh, you know, two combined channels with 150,000 subs. And when that all gets wiped out, you just want to quit. You don't want to, you don't want to continue. But of course, uh, we, we recharge our batteries. We just start back up again after a week or two and just get back into it because even if we wanted to to leave and just give up we can't what's your eyes roll? you just can't just you can't just walk away from this stuff man it's just it's impossible even if you want to you can't and i tried and i find myself right back into it so definitely brother you gotta just you know stick with it and you know um yeah it's just it's like a duty it's like you can't um the analogy i always use is you know you're seeing people walking over uh, a cliff from a distance you just can't you know just watch it and not say anything you gotta say something you gotta try to help people and that's just um you know that's you know it's got to be within you to do that well see you know why you like to tease me too is because rv if i'm speaking my truth i'm what you call a selfish truther because like i like to you know unplug from the matrix but at the same time, you know, I have a I have a dad who's really plugged into the matrix. I mean, I have to yell, you know, yell at him. No way you're going to get the VAX or, you know, uh, you know, and, and but I have a mom that's pretty awake. But what I'm saying is I I'm very unplugged. But at the same time, you know, I sometimes like to look at entertainment, you know, to have some sort of distraction from a terrible mindset. Because RV, when you think about the satanic ritual abuse, you think of Marina Abramovich, you think of like these occultic rituals behind closed doors. It can put you in a really negative mind frame. So sometimes, as much as you want to unplug from the matrix, you almost want to go back into it. You kind of want to put your TV back in the screen in that black sphere to escape from you know the sinister things that are happening. Yeah, well, I look at this one. I'm just going to be very blunt with in this particular case when it comes to uh, people creeping back into the matrix. Uh, you know, it, it's easy to get pulled back in the, all the hoopla, like around the uh, the election time. Everybody's talking about is the big thing. It's it's where all the center of attention is, and people just it's within you know uh, I don't know the human psyche, whatever it might be. We just get attracted to big events. We want to be part of it. That's why whenever a big event happens, everybody says, "Oh, I know someone that quote passed from that event. Oh, I have a family member that was there. I was there." And people just want to get be part of the big stories. They want to feel a part of society, and they don't want to be like isolated away from it. So it's it's own, our own ego sometimes. I'm just being honest with you, Alex. Our own ego kind of get conflicts with us, and that's why we kind of jump back sometimes into either sports, 
uh, whatever the talk is around the water cooler. So yeah, that's that's something I understand. But here's the thing: is gradually over time, uh, the more and more you get involved with this stuff, the more and more you want to just uh, remove yourself from society. But it's difficult because again, people are social creatures. Um, you know, you know, people like uh, to be around other people, of course, and it's it's not an easy path to go. So you kind of have you know one foot in truth and one foot. Some it's kind of fun to be around people. Uh, I get it. So that's why. Uh, a lot of people remain in, in that kind of mode of, of like kind of slipping back into society. Like, like you, Alex, baby truth, Alex going back to I'm King baby truth. I own it. I love it. Well, I'm saying because, because RV gets in an echo chamber. If, if I don't get in some sort of real life connection, I know that's maybe selfish again, but then I feel like I'm just talking to the truth community. I'm just talking to David Weiss. I'm just talking to Jaron and I'm just talking yeah. to people, you know, and, and, and I love those guys. They're my best friends and the best guys to talk to. You know, sometimes on the street, I don't want to talk about how they're faking the International Space Station and that the Earth isn't going 1,100 miles an hour on the equator. And, you know, Einstein yeah. married his cousin. And, yeah, I mean, I don't want to, you know, it's hard to take it to these levels of things. You know what I mean? I, I get it, man. It's like you're slipping back. Um, you're slipping on both uh, through both realms. You know, you're living in one realm and living in the other. And so I don't want to say the term best of both worlds, but you kind of like to slip in and uh, talk to people that are dead asleep and just get their viewpoints of things. And, uh, you could, you can, you know, you could be on both sides of the fence where, man, I, I just can't do it, man. I can't sit in a dinner table, talk about, uh, any nonsense, uh, you know, the society you're talking about voting. They're talking about, uh, the latest science breakthroughs. And I just can't sit there and say, look, man, you guys are just talking a bunch of garbage. You know, I, I, I just can't, I just can't take it. RV, what are you ta- RV, what are you talking about? They're having, they're gonna have a space hotel by 2027. I just read <laughs> on, on yeah. they're gonna have a hotel in space. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Like I said, it, this this journey to truth, the, the further you go down, the further you're, you're gonna um, isolate, isolate yourself from society. And, and one day you'll be there too, Alex. I have a feeling you're like, man, you know, I I can't do this. And uh, yeah, I have enough people that are, are awake around me where I don't need to. Um, be involved with that. It's a gradual transition. You know, it's not easy either. You know, like I said, I could, obviously you're a very social guy. You're, you're like, I know the guy in high school, man, you're like, uh, you know, the the class uh, student president or very talkative, very social guy. And you got involved with this. I know you had no clue, no idea uh, in a million years you'd go in this direction and it happened. And it's great that, again, I like what you said earlier though, that, you know, you can, you know, all of us are different and everybody involved with truth is a bit different or personality is a bit different. And it's perfectly fine that again, you can integrate yourself with society and still uh, socialize with these people and it doesn't affect you. You know, me, I'm too hot headed. I, I, I have very low um, tolerance to the, the walking dead. I, I just can't do it. Alex. I can't do it. I can't well, deal. I can't deal. Well, RV, I, I know it. <laughs> and you know why and why you know why it's nice when you call me baby truther but at the same time you have to look at the i'm saying you have to look at the rest of the people who are so much more asleep than me so you know it's like i i you like me because you still have some hope for me that i can still come out of it you know you don't have hope for the other people it's like the football coach is trying to get the you know the good player to be the best player you know i feel like you're kind of like a mentor in truth and i mean that i know that's saying funny Thanks, and it's facetious but i'm not i'm saying i'm not being facetious i truly mean that uh, so, so I don't take, I take it as a badge of honor. So, so we need to say that all the time, but, but like I said, for me though, RV, well, awesome. the, I want to say, yeah, well, well, this is what I want. Yeah. I just want to make this point because you're saying it earlier, you're going to talk all night. I know I've been talking so much and I want everybody was to hear you, 
But for me, the thing, and I said this earlier, that shocked me the most, that unplugged me the most in the Matrix, what was like, I guess you want to say the pizza thing, but the, the satanic ritualistic abuse, the Marina Abramovich. Now, I don't know, have I have you ever heard when I called into the Howard Stern show, RV, have you ever heard that clip before? Yeah, I, I did, and I, I heard you uh, play it recently again. I think it was back in 2016, right? Yes. And so what I'm saying is that when, when, when I did that phone call there, I can go back to that time and remember my life. You know how there's like times like that? Like maybe the only other time how I could describe it is like, maybe you go on a vacation. I can just kind of remember like what was going on. Like, I don't remember that day, but RV, I couldn't sleep for about three days when I learned about spirit cooking and satanic ritual abuse. I thought that was some sort of joke, dude. I thought that was, you know, I, as you know, I didn't even think that was a thing that people even participated in. And so for me, that was the most shocking thing. That was like, even more, even though flat earth was like, I, I fought flat earth, the shape, you know, the shape of the earth. I fought that so hard. I'm saying the satanic ritual abuse was the biggest, like just way, you know, knocked me off my feet couldn't get back up. I couldn't get out of bed and off my phone for three days. I mean, literally for 72 hours, I don't think I slept and didn't stop reading stuff about Dennis Hastert. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was really, it, it, I was a drug addict for truth. For, I was like that. Have you ever been like that? Have you ever been spiraled out on truth, RV? Yeah. Well, you know, the, the way I look at it is like this. It's like they have all the power. They have, they have, uh, they're under complete control. And their position is like, look, we're going we're gonna to even put it out there that we do this stuff and there's nothing anybody can do about it. They can't stop us. So it's like someone that's uh, bragging about um, their activities, like they can't help keep it like on the down low. They want like, for example, um, I don't want to say this, but I'll, I will <laughs> like a guy, he gets with a woman, he can't help it. He's got to tell everybody, you know, that's oh, yeah. kind of like how they are. They're like, you know, we're doing this and you know, we love it. And uh, we're going to give you a little hint that we're doing it. And getting back to what you're saying earlier about about you, Alex, um, you know, again, everybody in truth is a little bit different. And one thing about you that I always look for in people in truth is passion. And you got the passion for this, and that's one. You know, you, you can't fake passion. And like, I'll, I'll never forget. I don't know if it's the first time you called into a Jaron show while I was a guest. Um, little way, uh, I don't know, maybe a year ago. I forgot the timeline here. But man, you were like, you called in, you were so hyped up, so excited, so pumped. And man, that's what you want. You don't want, um, you know, people that don't have passion being involved with this. Man, I fall asleep with certain people. I can't watch your stuff. You have zero passion. You know, passion what drives you, you know, anything you do. So that's one thing I really appreciate about you. Um, and definitely you gotta have the entertainment aspect, you know, um, even in truth. And uh, yeah, you got you gotta have the combination of both. If not, people are not gonna tune in. So yeah, it's good. you got to make it, even though it's like this, when I used to cover a lot of these uh, events in the past, these bang bang events, I would, I would get all pumped up. And, you know, I'd be passionate to call these people pieces of garbage and, and just, you know, call them all kinds of names. And people are like, yeah, yeah. People like love that stuff. People love when you're passionate uh, against the opposition. That's the, the enemy, the people who are running the show and uh, how they love to mock us. Well, we'll mock them back. How about that? Exactly. Then that's what I try to do is I try to use their sim signs and symbologies back so people can notice them so people can see what's going Absolutely. on. Because that's your that's I, your whole channel. Conspiracy Castle. Exactly. And we're doing it. Look at it. And we're on three three twenty one. 
So it's three, three, three. You're on CC yeah. thirty three on three, three, three. But this is another thing I want to say because we wanted to, we can talk about shields. Hey, RV, this is another thing you tease me and you can call me crazy. But in my small time in this truth, you know, whatever you want to call it, truth movement, truth community, you gain fans. I've been uh, talked and, and sent some of the weirdest messages, RV, and I know that you have too. So you have seen the weirdest of the weird, like I'm starting to see, so you can know that I'm a little bit normal. Does that make sense, RV? Now that you've seen so much weird stuff, you know that even though I'm weird, I'm, I'm still not that weird. Does that make sense, RV? That, that no, you're, of, no you're just, you know, like I said, that passion comes through and you're just like, you know, whatever, you know, you think you kind of say, I'm the same way as well. And Man, you're just you're just um, have a lot of energy and passion for this, and we don't need these uh, dead fish, you know. These people just uh, go through the motions, and uh, you know you're doing it for for the right reasons. And and here's the thing is too, like the whole baby truther uh, thing I, I talk about. I say I call everybody baby truthers. Yeah, Even, uh, yeah exactly. You know, David Weiss, Jerry, everybody, PK, yeah, yeah. and that's it's like it's like it's like for me, it's like whenever I disagree with someone, um, you know, when it comes to truth, I said. I'll say that's baby truth or talk. You know, that's like, just like a little, a little jab, like I said, at a friend. And even if, you know, like I said earlier, sometimes not friends, I'll use that term. So yeah, people should, uh, uh, you know, understand um, if someone's going to say something I don't agree with, that's the word I'll use with them um, in, in a lighthearted way. You know, definitely with you, Alex. I, you know, you heard me on my live streams. Uh, say Alex is a good guy. He's a good dude, but he's a baby truther. <laughs> no doubt, because you know, and, and I don't eat meat, RV. And I, you know, that was another thing. I don't want to. I think we talked about this last time we, we did an interview in October. Is you know, you're an inspiration to me to stop eating meat. Uh, but you know, it's like, and I don't go there. I never hardly ever go there. That one stream I went to McDonald's. You're talking about that is the biggest NWO New World Order restaurant in the world. Yeah. They're portioning <laughs> us and everything. I know, but I get you know. Sometimes you want to go get those French fries every once in a while, and you dip them in the sweet and sour sauce, and it kind of tastes like nuggets. But that's me plugging, wanting to plug back into the matrix. It's disgusting, RV. I'm like a crack yeah. addict. I want that. I, I want that. But this is why, because RV, it's like you would, you know, you you grew up a wrestling fan. You know, there, there's a time in your life where you're able to suspend disbelief and enjoy something and that's what i'm trying to do is i try to my baby truth is i'm trying to suspend all this belief and all this terrible stuff that's going on and try to plug back into the fake world because that is actually the problem you're actually right it actually is lame that people don't realize the truth of what's going on like right now everybody's in a mask everybody is you know under trauma-based mind control and afraid of uh you know uh the flu it's really really sad so you and i can joke about it because we're awake but uh you're right when you really look at the situation it is dark it's pretty dark yeah it, it takes time you know I, I totally get it like you said about mcdonald's it's like you know, it's in your system. It's like um, nostalgia as well. Growing up, having McDonald's—it's like a comfort thing, and we're something we're we're, we're born and raised on. And it kind of like uh, it's a feel-good thing, even though we know it's not good for us, type of thing. And hey, this is the world we're living in. There's really no escape anywhere you turn. Um, music, movies. Here's the thing: is I know what movies are all about. They're about program. But I sit back and I watch movies sometimes. Old old movies back from the '80s, uh, Blade Runner. Uh, Total Recall that came out in 1990. I still enjoy them, but I, I, I watch it in a position where someone's awake and see the programming, see what they're doing, but you still kind of enjoy it. So I, I, I totally get it. And, and also, in all honesty, I'm not one to, you know, I'm, who am I to judge anybody? Everybody's that I come to uh, things on their own terms. And it's a gradual thing. I, I didn't get where I'm at overnight either. So, you know, it's it's like uh, Jaren, uh, Jaren and I, we disagree on the whole uh, DC event. You know, we want to, we're talking like five hours on D live about it. 
um, you know, him, you know, him and his, his uh, and I call him his, his baby truther followers, they believe the incident with that, that female is real. I'm like, no, it's not. And we're going back and forth, back and forth. And he believes certain events are real. I'm just like, you know, shaking my head. And again, it's just because I've been at this longer. That's my position that I've seen um, the trend, not the trends, but I've seen the, the patterns over and over. Um, and one thing I, I try to really instill with Jaron, he goes, he says things like, um, you know, you know, being an auto hoaxer, you know, why even make videos? I'm like, dude, I have to prove my position. I can't, you know, yeah, I call these uh, spotlight events fake, but I also I have to prove it. I just can't say it's fake. So that's why I have to make videos to prove my position. And I do, I don't just pull things out of thin air. I, ha I have something concrete to back up what I say. Yeah, you know, and I understand that. I mean, Jaron, and you know, you got to get his position too, like the auto hoaxer position, uh, because really and truly, I, you know, RV, everything is kind of fake. You know, there is. I get, I get where you, I get your position in that, but at the same time, as me that likes to plug into the matrix, like I like to think that maybe some elections somewhere, like some small local elections, matter. You know, or, or those are real. You know, the president, I'm sure that's probably elected by you know, freaking look at. Look at Biden. I yeah. was brought, you know, look at Biden. But I'd like to think maybe some elections somewhere are real. I mean, is every, you believe every election, like on every level, is bullshit? Well, excuse my language. I'll just say this before we get into election, I'll say this as far as, you know, quote, real news stories. I would say this, yeah. and I've said this to people that, that call me auto hoax. I asked them, tell me the latest, or tell me, you know, the recent history or through history, any news story CNN or Fox News cover in, in depth. Day in and day out, that's real, legit. You're, every no, single one time. has an agenda. Every article has some sort of agenda and is yeah. trying to push something. I agree. Yeah, and getting to what you're asking about uh, elections and voting, sure. I mean, at the local level, you know, where it doesn't have a, a you know a huge um, presence, it doesn't have a huge influence. Uh, yeah, that's potential. Like at a local level, you know, at a county level. Uh, state level, no, I don't. I don't believe so at all. But at the county level, yeah, there could be minor things where the elite don't care about. It's not a, a big thing to them. But when it has a, a, a major player, major impact, they're definitely going to have control over those uh, the outcome of those events. You know, when you have Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, the governor of California, Jesse Ventura, a pro wrestler who was born James Janos. A, you know, an individual that becomes governor using a stage wrestling name as a governor. Give me a break. What a joke. That, that's a joke. The, the Jesse Ventura, because what is the excuse for that? The excuse that he even won. I'm saying, like, how did he, what did he run as an independent? Do you remember the official story of yeah, how he won? That, that's the whole thing. And, and the excuse people use, well, that's his, that's what he's known for. Yes, it's his stage name. And, you know, they don't, people don't really know him as James Janos. But, man, you know, as you integrate out of, pro wrestling and in Hollywood, you should be using, you know, running for, uh, you know, public, uh, you know, official, you be, should be using that name, James Janos, not just the body Ventura. It's just, again, it just shows how, how, you know, the world's a stage. And, you know, of course, going back in time, Ronald Reagan being an actor, Clint Eastwood being the mayor of Carmel, uh, was it Al Franken um, also being the, the, I believe the governor of Minnesota as well, a comedian. So yeah, it's just, um, it's just a, it's just a level of theater, of course. Well, you know, Al Franken, it. you know, Al Franken got had a, like a sexual scandal where he did a USO tour and took pictures where a girl was asleep and he pretended to put his hands on her breast. Do you, do you remember that, RV? Well, yeah, you know, but here's the thing is, it's just like, um, 
um, what's his name, Anthony Weiner in New York. Yeah. That whole scandal too. I'm not buying it. You know, uh, a guy named Weiner showing up as Weiner. Give me a break. This is like a plan. Sending his Weiner to kids, Anthony Weiner's. I mean, give me a break, dude. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we know about all, all the playing names. Do you remember that one? Um, that one incident with that one woman in front of Congress talking about uh, uh, Freemasonry and the Illuminati and. The African American, the black woman that talks about the aliens too, or was it the one that the doctor? No, it was it was this one. Um, she she worked uh, within Congress, um, and her name was Diane Reddy, like you're Diane Reddy, just like you know Bernie Madoff, like Bernie Madoff with your money. They love these plan names, you know, um, you know, like and I mentioned before with uh, with uh, uh, John Bobbitt, like he had his penis bobbed off you know it's just a big joke and after having it bobbed off he goes on to make these uh, adult films you know and uh, yeah it's just it's just all world uh world uh, theater type stuff and uh, again i have to really emphasize i love the planned names like that one uh doctor dr carver like like he's carving up people with that one school and the list goes on and on what i'm saying is uh like oh here's one real big one here was uh with NASA, the first so-called uh, female astronaut in space. Her name is Sally Ride. You know, uh, over you know, there's millions upon millions of females in the U.S. And, and the first woman, supposedly in space, his name is Sally Ride. Like she's taking a ride in space. So these psychopaths, uh, these are meant to happen this way. It's definitely not just some amazing coincidence. You know, they're not getting in space, so we're gonna uh, mock the uh, you know mock all the U.S. the world and send a, a female named Sally Ride into space. So yeah. It's just, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, people, people might say, oh, it's just a coincidence. Uh, you know, these planets, no, these are uh, psychopaths. One last example I'll give you is this one event with the Bang Bang event in Bunny Park, a ranch um, there in, in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, you know, it's a complete drill with this Bang Bang event. You can see everybody that's participating in it. Uh, they're just actors. You know, you have the, uh, you know, officials show up, the police. People have their hands in the pocket. Literally, nothing's going down. And at the end um, of this one um, news story, at the very end, they had the credits rolling for the people producing and all this. And it, it said, uh, "Filmed by Michael D. Mocker." You know, Michael D. Mocker is the one that that captured this on film. So you know, it's like one thing, two things. You think, ah, doesn't mean anything. It's just a coincidence. But the more you see, the the, the more connection you make. You see what they're all about, and they're definitely psychopaths. And even John Lennon, who's no hero, said the same thing. Just, you know, I, you know, at a very early age, I always wonder what the, uh, what the, uh, you know, the UK government, what they're all about, the, the, the US government, the Chinese government, and I think they're a bunch of, uh, you know, crazy men. Uh, but if I call them, you know, if I call them crazy, people look at me and call me crazy. That's the crazy thing about it. So literally, they're just kind of hinting. Uh, with John Lennon, a big, big time puppet on the world stage. Um, again, I look at it this way. These people have all the power. Um, they're, they're the ones printing the money. And, uh, you know, they're, they're just, uh, now we'll just play with the world type of thing. Let's just play with the world. We have all the power. We have all the money. Now we're just like, they, they get bored of that. That doesn't excite them anymore. They're, now they just want to play with the world. And that's what I see what's happening. It's just a big game to them. And definitely what's happening now with the whole, uh, you know, face diapers, and, uh, you know, telling us what's going to happen before it happens. You know, when you have uh, Fauci back in 2017 saying, 
you know, the next administration is going to deal with a major outbreak. It's a surprise outbreak, you know, and this is just like throwing our faces. What's going to happen before it happens? So, yeah, there's they, they, they don't hide anything. And and uh, they know that the, the masks are very gullible. They'll fall for whatever they tell them. Well, I don't know if you got enough information on it. I know this is, uh, you know, random. What do you think is the situation with that Tiger Woods incident of him wrecking and getting yeah. in an accident? Yeah, I actually covered that. You know, I mean, you look at you look at his um, his vehicle, by the way, has um, it says the Genesis Invitational on it twice. So you have you know, Genesis being 33 in numerology. It's right there. So it's like that movie they live. Of course, you look at the billboards, uh, the public sees, you know, the advertisement, but uh, you know, people that are awake see beyond, you know, what the public says. It's, it's like the old saying by Freemason Manly P. Hall, it's not just seeing things, it's seeing through things. Uh, just look at the, uh, again, the SUV, that Tiger Woods. This guy's like a billionaire, man, not just, you know, a multimillionaire. He's a, literally, um, he pulled in, I believe in his career, $1.5 billion. Um, that includes, you know, of course, uh, endorsements, ads, and all that other other types of revenue including with his championship wins in golf. But what I'm getting at, if you just look at the vehicle itself, it doesn't make sense. It looked like it was part of a sandwiched, a multi-vehicle uh, crash on the freeway where the front end and the rear end, um, you know, there's damage. But on the sides, on the top of the roof, it doesn't that doesn't make sense. There's no, like, you, you expect with Tiger Woods, again, being the, um, the billionaire, to have, to have some type of dash cam. And us seeing some kind of footage, we're never going to see that. We're not going to see anything that remotely looks real. If they release anything, it would just be just a bunch of uh, a nonsense, some some kind of blur, um, you know, nothing of, of quality. Like the old saying goes, "Film by uh, film with a potato." But yeah, we, there's no evidence of anything, uh, any of that being real. It's just another level of distraction uh, for society. People are obsessed with celebrities, of course, and and uh, they're more concerned about celebrities than their own, than their own lives. It seems like at times. You know, a Kanye West, a Kim Kardashian. Again, um, these these celebrities in in society, they have so many followers and a, a, a much larger influence many times than politicians. So, of course, the elite know this. They're going to pull them under their wing, and they're going to be part of psychological operations, just like Magic Johnson with the whole AIDS thing uh, back in 1991. Uh, in the press conference is saying he has HIV, saying. With the smile on his face, don't worry about me. I'm gonna be okay. And then present time, he's big as an elephant. The guy's huge, and there's no way uh, what he was saying was real. It's just they know the impact uh, these people have on society. So many eyes will be on them. If a, if a, if it was a politician, it wouldn't have that impact. Of course, um, even a big name politician, these celebrities, they're literally idols to uh, the zombies in society. So yeah, they're definitely. Uh, take them under the wing, and uh, the influence they have is tremendous. Do you think Char- Do you think Charlie Sheen has AIDS, or do you think that's all fake? Oh no! Listen, I look at AIDS, <laughs> I look at HIV AIDS just like the nonsense. That is so funny. Well, let me explain. Yeah, I know. Because, no, I believe it. You're so funny. You go, no, I love it. I love it. Go ahead. Yes, I, I want to hear it. I'm nobody, listening. Sorry. Yeah, nobody dies of AIDS. HIV AIDS. People die from the complications. So if you die from cancer, it was from complications from supposedly AIDS. And this is really hard for a lot of people to grasp because, you know, it's, it's programmed in you. This is real. Be concerned. Uh, wear an umbrella if you're going to meet some woman in a club, you know, because you don't want to get that. It's the same thing they're doing with, with the CV now. 
that, oh, I don't want to be too close to someone because I might get it. So it's another way of, of keeping people distance, another way of, um, of population control. Um, this is what it's about. So um, I don't want to get anything. I don't want to catch anything. So definitely, uh, and one thing I should mention too, it's, it's funny how uh, uh, Bill Gates is, is uh, you know, talked about, of course, um, the, I'll call it the jab. We know what the jab is when they put in your arm, yeah. the jab. Um, he's, he's promoting, he's been promoting that for um, population control, but they also, you know, are, are pushing, um, you know, all these things to keep you alive. So it's highly, uh, you know, uh, hypocritical for him to be like, we need to reduce population, but, oh, we have these, uh, the jab for you to save your life. So, you know, you know, it doesn't add up, doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, the whole, um, to, uh, the control of population when he's trying to save people, just like uh, abortion, you know, you'll have uh, many of these liberals, uh, you know, be pro, uh, a pro abortion, like, you know, like you had Gloria uh, Steinem with that shirt. I just had an abortion. She's doing the Illuminati hand sign. But then these same liberals that are pro abortion, don't like protest in front of a prison, not to execute a, a convicted murderer. You know, it's like, let's kill the innocent child, you know, but, but don't kill the murderer. You know, it, this is the liberal uh, twisted thinking. They, they're they just- RV, uh, RV, they, they say, wear a mask, even if it saves one life while they simultaneously bomb Syria. How does that make any sense? If they're trying to throw it out saving life, why are they dropping bombs on Syria? Yeah, nothing they do. Listen, you just said it right there, Alex. Nothing they do makes sense when you really break it down. A, a huge thing is, um, you know, of course, the airports where we've seen photos, video of people uh, six feet apart wearing, wearing uh, the face diapers in line at the airport. You know, uh, 45 minutes, an hour later, they're in the actual airplane less than a foot apart wearing the face, face diapers side by side. Um, I said it before, when you go to Walmart or Publix or any grocery store where you, you got to wear the face diaper, you got to be, be six feet apart, but everybody's opening their fridge door, their freezer doors to get produce, um, to get, you know, TV dinners or whatever, frozen bag of hash browns or fries or onion rings. Everybody's touching the same doors, but when you get in line to pay for that stuff, that everybody's touching the same doors, you got to be six feet apart. None of this makes sense. In, in, a, in a real situation, what they would do is listen. You got to pre-order your stuff. You get, you know, everybody's gonna be, you know, six feet apart when you buy it. We're gonna just, we're gonna shop. We're gonna have employees shop the store. We're gonna put all in a bag for you. You, you, you pay and you go. You can't even come in the store. There's too much people touching this, putting it back. Nothing Harvey, about. I, I don't even think there could be a real situation where there's a viral thing where there would be no cross contamination. You know what I mean? I mean, there's no situation where if there is what they say it is, where there wouldn't be some sort of, you know, we live in a society where we're too socialized. We interact with each other too much. There's no way if there really was a deadly thing, you know, uh, that we could actually stay disconnected, stay without touching. You know what I mean? That there's just, the infrastructure is not set up. So all this is done for control. This is literally a control tactics and people can't see it. And now that Texas has opened up, there's people on the internet complaining that Texas is opening up and calling them selfish, RV. They want these people want to be locked down. Yeah, they, they want to be slaves. They they enjoy being slaves. It's like a, a badge of honor to be on social media wearing the face diaper. Like I, I know what's going on. I'm educated. Look at me. I'm doing everything. Uh, I'm obeying. Just like the movie They Live. I'm I'm just obeying authority. Uh, do not question authority. And that's what they're doing. And 
in society today, again, being social creatures, um, you know, uh, it's so important to have that, uh, you know, that position of um, I'm well informed, you know, and again, that's, that's a huge thing. And just going in the direction of the crown, that's, that's, of course, the old term of, of someone being a sheep or a sheeple is just going along with the program and something internally, it just feels good to them just to like, I, I can't be wrong. I'm going along with consensus. The majority rules, the majority can't be wrong. And that, it's just a comfortable feeling. It's so easy to go in that direction when, when you're uh, someone that questions authority, you question what's happening. Uh, yeah, it's, it's um, you know, in the beginning, it's, it's very uncomfortable because again, you're, you're gonna be, uh, of course, a black sheep in society. And again, being, people being social creatures, it's very hard. That's why I find it hard for you, Alice, to be in truth, because you're a very social creature. I can see how you are out and about, and you like to, you're like the party guy type of thing. And uh, not really. Good. I don't. I don't drink. You know. You know. It's really and truly, I'm not that social, to be honest. I don't really go out to bars. I don't drink. Well, I mean, social. I, I don't mean I like, drinking. I mean just being around people. And I am. I go to the spin studio, but I found a spin studio. You don't have to wear a mask. You just go in there. There's other awake people out there. Yeah, dude, I, I got to go out there and interact. I, I'm like a freaking a, a bolt of lightning. You know, some, somewhere yeah. if I stay too cooped up, I'm like an overcharged battery. So I have to go and kind of, you know, uh, uh, let it loose a little bit. But I'm telling you, really and truly, RV, I may seem like a social butterfly, but, dude, I don't like to do anything. I, I, don't, I got my cats. I got a cat in my lap. I don't really like to travel anymore. I don't travel because the mass. I mean, I haven't traveled. Uh, one year ago, I went to... It's been like eight months ago. I went to and visited David Weiss, but I'm done. I'm not going to go on a plane and wear a mask, RV. So my whole life really and truly is just, I'm in the car business. I sell cheap cars. I buy cars from individuals, you know, a cash car lot. Uh, and I just freaking try to, you know, eke out a living and have a little bit of a social life. But at the same time, I'm single. I mean, I don't do, I don't do a whole lot, RV. It might seem like I do, but I'm telling you, I really don't. Well, the thing is, is Alex. I mean, I'm 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 talking about going through time where you know being like you the quote the social butterfly, and and everything's a progression in life. Like to get where I'm at, to get um, you know to wherever you are when it comes to truth, it's it's a slow progression. Like again, um, ten years ago, I, I wasn't you know near where I'm at now. So it's like um, you know a master baker, master chef. They didn't become that master in a year or two. No matter you know, you, you, how good you think you are, what you do, you just get better with age. Like, like you can't speed up the process of, uh, you know, for example, some, there's winemakers. You can't speed up the process of making a fine wine. You can't like get microwave results and get that. There's nothing that can substitute time and being involved with truth. And, and just basically, like I said, initially, uh, when we started, when we first started here is, you know, making the progression from being on the side of uh, society and just going along with the program to being to the far side of, you know, uh, you know, being, you know, removing yourself from society, not being part of the control system. And I said it a million times, if you fall in the crowd, you're going the wrong direction. Again, to be where I'm at is, is just, there's no shortcuts. There's no, there's no way around it. It takes time and being at this, you know, again, um, you know, literally starting 2007, 2008, around that time frame. Um, just making the most fundamental basic videos, uh, just text on the screen and not much, you know, actual uh, talking in the videos, just starting off very, very, um, you know, the most basic form of video making to where I'm at, you know, uh, doing podcasts, you know, like, like you do now. And you do tremendous uh, amount of, 
of podcasts and how your channel's grown so so large so quickly. Um, yeah, you know, you've done a fantastic job, and uh, definitely, um, even though I give you a you know hard time joke about the baby truther thing, you're definitely playing a, a huge part, and you're, you're jumping into the fire, and we need that. You're definitely an asset to truth. Um, all joking aside, and, and, I, and I'm great you're doing this, man, because we definitely need more people, more voices, and definitely your spark, your spark plug for truth with all your passion. Um, here's the thing is, not everybody's like me, not everybody's like you. Everybody could pick their, their favorite truth there. Um, and, and that's how, that's that's the, the good thing about it. It's, it's actually great that we're, um, all, all of us are not identical, um, you know, uh, bots, drones, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, uh, you know, cookie cutter truthers. We want to be individuals, and definitely, I appreciate the fact. Um, you know, agree or disagree, and your in your position um, on things or my position is we 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 speak our mind um, and, and not worry about oh we have to, but we have to agree in everything. It's perfectly fine. It, like for example, I'm just being honest with you, Alex. Our last show we had, um, you said yeah, you know, I agree with RV in this, but this I don't. That's perfectly fine, and I, I respect that. I appreciate that. I, I love I love the honesty with people, and um, yeah, there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I just don't like when people, you know, just agree just to agree. And to me, um, that's not the way to do. It. We have to be honest with ourselves and our feelings, and uh, and put everything on the table. And let's sort it all out. You know. Well, RV, you opened my eyes to so much stuff, so much numerology, and so much hidden things that. You know, literally, I mean, most of the stuff, I mean, I would say probably 90 percent of what you say I agree with. So it's like the mass majority. But at the same time, uh, uh, you know, it, this is not this is a weird community where, you know, we're going to be uh, kind of different people. And that's just the way it is. But uh, I want to I want to talk about this. You were saying earlier in the sh- in the stream before we went live about the plagiarism. And so I recently had uh, where, where we can we can get into the Capitol. But I had a video where I interviewed somebody that was at the Capitol. We'll get into that. But Fox used my interview from the stream and didn't even credit me. And so so I saw you saw that because uh, you said the spark plug thing. So that's what kind of motivated me to bring motivated me to bring this up. It's, it's what was your experience with uh, your them stealing information from you? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, like I said, I, I did see that Alex with the uh, plagiarism, and you did a follow up on that in another video where you confronted that reporter. Yeah, the, the thing is, there was that one, um, there's that one um, drill they had in New York several years back, um, some type of opera. I forgot the name. I don't. I forgot the name. It's not on top of my head right now. But the bottom line is, I covered the occultic side. Oh, it was Operation uh, Gotham Shield, and I got involved. Uh, showing all the uh, occultic aspect where Gotham um, means town of the goats. Um, Got and, and ham is, you know, UK origin. Um, and breaking down all the Masonic connection with, with the Batman theme. Of course, we know episode number 33 with the original Batman series, um, Skull and Bones was mentioned. Where, uh, wow. Bruce, it, was, it was mentioned where uh, uh, Bruce Wayne's grandfather was the founder of Skull and Bones. I've seen that clip. Yeah, you posted it where where they said, oh, he was a member of Skull and Bones. And then the woman go, member? He was the founder. Isn't that Yes, exactly. So that gets back to um, the people within Alice Jones uh, network. Uh, Literally, verbatim, everything I said, um, you know, just trying to- Oh, well, you've been ripped off in the truth. 
you've been ripped off by every truther in the truth community. I mean, I've ripped you off in the truth community, your information <laughs> and regard. I mean, literally, I think, you know, yeah, Orange is 33, a lot of stuff for me. I mean, I can just regurgitate, uh, you know, RV facts. So I think that's, uh, you know, plagiarized. Actually, when it comes to the truth, the community, though, since we're trying to spread it, it's almost like a badge of honor. It's like a hack comedian. It's okay to be a little hacky in the truth community because we're only, we're working with a limited amount of information. You know, we only have oh, one okay. Don. We only have one Don Pettit to expose. You know, and share <laughs> yeah. around. Well, the thing is, I look at it this way: people uh, I'm in good terms with, they they can take whatever they want and and run with it. The problem is, there's people that plagiarize, and I'm not going to even mention these people's names. But bottom line is, they ripped off my work. I did a lot of original work, um, you know, and 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 they take it and they run with it like it's their own. That's where I have an issue. Um, I've seen, uh, you know, at times I go down, I start a new channel, uh, I produce a video and someone takes it, someone with a larger channel takes it and, uh, people think they're the ones that originate and they don't give me credit. So their, their audience thinks, oh, this person, and I'm not going to mention names. They're the, look at this, this great, um, you know, research, uh, good, this, this nugget they found of truth when, when they took it from me. And that's, that's been going on. And here's the big thing to me, more, more importantly to me is, when I was saying a lot of things, I was saying fake news before, I don't want to toot my own horn, I was saying fake news 10 years before Trump did. And people say it was literally hijacked. People say, oh, you're going overboard, RV. What, what are you talking about? Well, the thing is this, I've been covered, you know, basically every continent when it comes to news from, from ABC News Australia. Dude, you've been covered internationally more than national. I mean, you've been covered yeah. all over. I've seen it in all kinds of translations. You've been covered. It's isn't that funny how truth is. What is your opinion on that? Truth is more accepted in other countries than it is in our own. Yeah, because this is the uh, brainwashing center, basically, you know, of the world. Australia too. Australia is really bad as well. But, but yeah, that that's a definite thing where, where people are, are more, um, you know, of course, with technology, more people have access to technologies and in the in the media itself. You're gonna be inundated with that. Um, it, here's what's funny. A funny thing is, like people in the U.S., they hear all these stories about North Korea. You know, in the hotel rooms, they have the the radio on the wall where you can't even turn on the volume and everything that's being aired. Uh, you got to listen to. And people in the U.S. are like, "Wow, that's this is like uh, you know, you know, this is like um, I got to be careful with the words. I almost said that word involving that person in in, in Europe, but this is like real communism. I'll I'll just say that. And but they don't realize. You know, not only are those people living under a dictatorship, we are as well here in this country. And they don't realize that they cannot see what's happening. This artificial reality all around us, that's why they control every aspect of society. Uh, definitely not just obvious, the obvious uh, politicians and the news media, but definitely the big name celebrities. They got to they gotta have complete control over these people because imagine if a lot, a lot of these big name celebrities were going against the grain um, it, they would have a huge impact. So definitely that's why you see uh, the big names, uh, you know, with the Masonic hand signs, people like Shaq, Dwayne Wade, uh, Tom Brady, they're all doing the, the, you know, the Masonic uh, hand signs. And yeah, definitely um, there's too much at stake uh, not to control these, uh, these people that have a major influence in society. And of course, you know, Hollywood, you know, where, where people are idolized, people like Harrison Ford, Tom Hanks, and, we know the whole story with Tom Hanks and the the the, uh, the CV typewriter that he brought to Australia, and there's so much that goes into it. 
And here's a big thing. That typewriter is that typewriter is a joke. He had a, I mean he had a corona typewriter. That's yeah. what it was called. Give me a break. So yeah, they and, might and not have happened. known that word. That's it was called the corona typewriter. That and it said corona exactly. twice, just like yeah, yeah. Corona's three three in Gematria, just like Genesis was put on was on twice on, on Tiger Woods uh, SUV door. Uh, we also cannot uh, forget about Madonna. Uh, with their concerts back in 2019, everybody's wearing the, the face diapers during the the one uh, live concert, and she also on the back of one of her albums, um, she had the chronotyper as well, wearing black gloves, which symbolizes you got to keep be sterile, keep clean. So you can just Google that. Um, anybody can Google that right now with Tom Hanks chronotyper, Madonna chronotyper, um, the the biggest name in Hollywood, the biggest name in the music industry. They both it's their favorite and it's their favorite rv they it's a, who the hell at first of all carries a typewriter around and who has a favorite typewriter like like you know who even knows more than one typewriter brand you know what i mean that is such mockery such yeah. fake bullcrap that doesn't even make sense but I, I gotta ask you this so who so who's hotter madonna or rachel levine and how would you rate rachel levine the uh health minister from pennsylvania oh my uh, the, goodness the, uh, how would you rate her on a scale uh, of one atrocious. to ten how, how about negative <laughs> negative 100 <laughs> can you believe that rv and that that rachel levine and i we can say whatever we can't say too much probably negative about her but the fact that we have a transgender in the top one of the top yeah. positions in the white house is is pretty and I'm not I'm not anti-gay. I don't care if there's a gay person. I don't care. I, I'm just saying, isn't that a little too isn't that a little too intense? Like, isn't that kind of mocking us in a way? Well, this we... is the thing is this, this is the analogy I use with society to slow slowly tighten the vice with everything they do. The programming is is, is not even subtle. It's 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 right there in, in plain sight for all to see. So this they're transitioning definitely into this anti-God um, New World Order agenda and definitely pushing the transgenders. Um, yeah, and it's like I said, they're gradually uh, bringing these transgender transgenders into public figures. It's not There's gradual anymore. It's not gradual anymore now. It's yeah, no, it's not, not but it, well, it's been gradual. If yeah. you go back to the 80s, and that would be very shocking back in the 80s to have a public official uh, come out as a transgender. So this has been really been hyped up um, with celebrities like Dwayne Wade, the transgender um, uh, son, and, and other celebrities, you know, they're, they're really pushing this. Like, it's just, it's, here's an, an analogy, just like prior to that event in New York, um, you know, with TSA, everybody's making a, a big deal of taking off your shoes while going to the airport. Now it's just like breathing. It's just something you do. Uh, you know, when you go to the airport and you take off your shoes, that's just, that's just part of the deal. Same with uh, the face diapers, where people, you know, especially young children are, are, are forced to, to wear it. Now, some of the, when you're really, really young, you're, you, it's an optional, but what I'm getting at is, is the um, a majority of the young children, not too young, are wearing the mask. And uh, what's happening is, as they do it year after year, it becomes the new norm for them. So it's, it's, the, it's the brainwashing of the new generation coming up where this is just part, it's like putting on a pair of shoes in the morning, you wear that face diaper, it's just part of the deal that everybody does. And it's kind of like years ago, we all seen it, uh, video footage from China, and we see a lot of the uh, people walking the streets wearing the surgical masks because of, um, uh, you know, where yeah. they have all the smog and all that. Um, it was just, it's just normal for people to do it. We look at, you know, people in the US like, wow, you know, the air quality is so bad. So what I'm getting at is, 
you know, the slow transformation uh, uh, to this, getting back to the transgender, uh, the public figure now in, in, uh, in politics. Yeah, you're going to see more and more of it. And that's what's happening. And, and uh, yeah, so this is what's happening. It's right in front of our faces. And uh, uh, the analogy I always use about, about making changes um, and, and stealing our rights, that's a huge part of it, too, is uh, the analogy of that. Of that for, for example, you have that jar, that, that glass jar on the shelf, say, for example, in your dining room, which is full of quarters. If someone uh, grabs a handful of, out of that jar full of quarters, it's your jar. You're going to notice quarters missing. But if I went through your, uh, your, your uh, dining room every day, I just grabbed one every day. It's so gradual, you're not going to notice it. That's how they do it. Like cutting out the chain link one at a time. The next thing you know, the dog is all the way attached to the pole. I mean, you nailed it. You nailed it with the transitioning thing. I mean, it's literally the one world order wants us to be all one sex, all one race, all non-religion. I mean, you know, the, but when do when is the Patriot Act 2.0 get into effect? When is the contact tracing app on our phone, RV? And don't you think when they open us back up, aren't they going to open us back up just to shut us right back down? What is your opinion on that? Yeah, they're going to make it like, in my estimation, they'll make it look like, look, we did our best to reopen things. Now we have another outbreak. We're going to have to do this. We apologize, but this is a necessary um, evil uh, that we need to do. And um, they're, of course, just going to, you know, pulling our chains uh, once again. And here's the thing is, this is the ultimate mind control weapon, this invisible enemy where you have the whole world uh, on lockdown over something that's a non-entity. I mean, again, you have events that happen, for example, in New York, um, say, for example, an event that happens in Atlanta or Dallas, these are isolated incidents where the rest of the world, rest of the United States, rest of the world, they continue on with their lives. Yes, it's a talk around the water cooler, but people continue on their lives. You know, with this, it affects obviously everybody. Um, so again, this is the, the perfect weapon against the minds. And of course, uh, when people are you know in fear, they're not thinking uh, correctly, their emotions take over their better thoughts. And, and that's what they've done with so many of these things. This, again, you mentioned it earlier, the trauma-based mind control. When, when, the, when the mind's in complete shock, um, people are not thinking. It's almost like road rage where people that are normally intelligent, uh, you know, businessmen, they're out there duking it out because they let their emotions get the best of them. That's the same kind of um, analogy. I look at that one movie, um, or was it, uh, not Men in Black, the other one with um, Will Smith. Uh, where, where Wild, they, Wild West? Three. Which one? Um, not Men in Black. Uh, not Men in oh. Black. It's the other one. It's the other one with um, with that older. Um, I forgot. I am. Older. I am Legend. I can't think of it. I don't no, know. No, it's the one. It's the one where they're looking across the towers. They're sitting on the park bench, and uh, that one actor is telling Will Smith, who's wearing the orange jacket, by the way, about how people are dumb, uh, panicky animals. The individual is smart, but as a group, people are dumb, panicky animals. Can't think of the movie right now. The movie now. where he goes from rags to riches in San Francisco or whatever. Is that the movie where he's poor? And then he becomes no, no, super no, no, rich. No. This is, I'm trying to remember. Let me see here. Actually, a flat earth reference is mentioned with the one actor. I'm sure someone in the um no, is it independent? I think it's Independence Day. Oh, okay. in the chat. I think it's Independence Day. I totally forgot which scene that was. But anyways, there was a sinister laugh uh, while be while they're looking at the twin towers. Then the they camera uh, pans on Will Smith and that one actor. Everybody's saying it might be. Everybody's saying, yeah. It was Men in Black. That's right. People are saying in the chat, Men in Black. And um, the whole the whole point is that one um, older white actor is telling Will Smith about 
how the individual is smart, but as a group, people are dumb, panicky animals. And that's what it comes down to. So someone could be very proficient in their business, their job, but then they'll, they'll, they'll like, you know, open up the, you know, a newspaper and believe a headline news story without thought, you know, without question. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll flip on CNN and there's a headline about a bang bang event in this school and they'll just believe it, not even take a second to question it. Um, that's because uh, of, again, the trauma-based mind control. So people are very, uh, one thing I found is people are very easy to deceive. No matter how smart someone is, um, you just tell someone there's no way to verify it. Of course, people can just easily be deceived. Well, so, I mean, RV master here forever now, right? Yeah, well, the thing is, is why would, you know, the, the, the whole agenda is for the so-called ruling elite to have complete control over society. And they have a vice on society. They have a, a grasp on society. Uh, why let that go? I just don't see it happening. It could be temporary, but it's like a, a big test. I mean, they could temporarily uh, let it go, but boom, if they wanted to uh, lock down the world again, they can easily do it, implementing the same thing. So this is a, a, a what I'm looking at this is the big picture. The whole mass thing is really um, a drill, a huge test on, on, on the future. Uh, say with, when the new world order is really rolled out um, and they have that agenda, this is how uh, far they want to see how far they can lock down society and get them going in this direction. This is a perfect um, test run for them for the new world order um, all in plain sight. And by the way, wearing the mask, you're, I played this before, another truth video, uh, truth uh, channels have, have taken it from me, is I would show people wearing the mask um, and all you see their eyes. And I play that Billy Idol song, um, your eyes without a face, you're such a human ways, you're such a disgrace, your eyes without a face. And that's what people are when they wear the mask, your eyes without a face. So everybody becomes, it's like, when you watch football. Eyes Without a Face, that is the song that you play. Yeah, Eyes Without a Face. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that makes sense. Sorry, sorry. go ahead. When yeah, you play it's football. just like football, where, where a lot of these, um, like, for example, basketball, baseball, a lot of pe people's faces are recognizable. Um, unless you're a quarterback, a lot of these people, like, for example, defensive backs, linebackers, if they don't have their helmets on, you know, you wouldn't know who they are a lot of the times because they're, when you see them on TV, they're always wearing that helmet. You see their they're eyes. and complete control. Uh, unless you're a big name, you could be – uh, a football player and you could be walking uh, in a mall and like that guy looks like a football player but who is he because RV that's a real thing they call it helmet syndrome they talk about it in the documentary broke on 30 for 30 and they talk about that's why NFL players actually spend their money more is because since that that nobody knows who they are since they wear helmets they feel like they have to be more flashy with their money that is a yeah, real thing makes... they said now I mean could that be fake but that's what they said in the documentary no that makes perfect sense the psychological aspect of uh, you know, let's be honest, you know, people's egos and uh, people like to be, you know, uh, you know, rich and famous. And, and some people rather be famous than rich. You know, people love attention. And some people, it doesn't matter if it's negative attention, as long as you're getting attention. You know, there's a lot of tension whores out there. <laughs> and yeah, that's for the, sure. That's, you're looking at one. I'm a little bit of one. I'm a little narcissist myself. I mean, Harvey, oh, if you put a camera on it, you got to be a little bit one. But but there's different <laughs> levels to narcissism. There is actually one. Uh, acknowledging that you're a narcissist is actually uh, means that you're working on it. So I'm working on my narcissism for you guys out there. There's a lot of people that have terrible narcissistic tendencies that have no idea. So that's it. That's, you know, before I get into the sociological, uh, psychological aspects of narcissism. But you have to be a narcissist if you have a camera and you run a show on yourself every day. So I'll just call a spade a spade. But RV, 
Back to what you were saying. Sorry, sorry about I went on that rant. No, no, it's just it's just the psychology people. You know, um, I look at it this way. You know, we're all the same, but a little difference make, makes makes a big difference. You know, in, in all of us. So again, it gets back to the to the so called ruling elite. They know how the human mind works. They know how people are going to react. Uh, generally speaking, um, in scenarios, and uh, yeah, so they they know they know how again the human mind works. So. It's all about controlling the minds, and again, it's what I try to explain to people. Always, people always talk about the money. Follow the follow the money. Follow follow the money trail. No, it, money doesn't money. matter. They got all the money. Hillary Clinton doesn't care about money. I mean, they, these people have all their bills paid. They want power and control. Do you think that's one of the hardest aspects for people to understand, RV? Yeah, it is because it's been hammered in their hammered in their minds. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's all about the money. So this is this is uh, intentional. To, to make people uh, think in, in those terms and that uh, go in that direction of, uh, again, following the money when... Well, well speak of the money, the money. The, I, I want to bring this to a good point because people like to blame all this stuff on one certain religion that is known for, you know, being obsessed with money. And I don't think that's fair. I don't really like in the truth community. I mean, I mean maybe there are, obviously, they do influence a lot of stuff, 9-11, Israel, this and that, Trump. But at the, at the same time, can you blame all this on one thing or has the virus taken over? Is the new world order infected so many small branches that, you know, it doesn't need just uh, 10 bankers and 10 uh, global elitists ruling the world, RV? Yeah, that's the thing is, you know, you want to get you want to go in that direction. Talk about um, that one, um, you know, the people that start with the J. Um, and this is this is obvious um, what's happening right now in Israel with people going to malls and you got to show that jab card, I'll just call it the jab card to enter a mall. So passport, uh, yeah. whatever you want to call the it. Thing yeah. is this, though, I always tell people, people, people want to sound smart in the truth community. They want to point the fingers at that, uh, these certain individuals and they lump them all in, into, into one group, not knowing them. And that to me is, is nonsense. And they want to sound like they're online. They're speaking the truth. You got to look at the top, you know, it's just like, Here's a, the best analogy I can give: the Catholic Church, uh, the people at the top of the Vatican are, are twisted and evil Satanists, but the followers they don't know; they're being misled. That's the same thing uh, with all these figureheads in, in every aspect, uh, like in Israel as well. There's good people there, obviously. You can't lump them all together. And to me, it's just, uh, just really uh, stupid. Uh, stupid people, very lazy. Know, it's a little lazy. It's a little lazy. Because yeah, it, it's just yeah. It, 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 that's what what it comes down to. And uh, just to you know, a label, um, even police. You know, I mean, there's people within the department um, that are good people that help people. If people are in trouble, what are they going to do? Obviously, you know, they're going to call the place who they, who they hate so much. Well, you um, could argue Freemasons and Shiners are probably the majority of them are good people, right? It's only a few that are bad. Yeah, well, you know, that's the whole thing I always explain about the whole Freemason thing. And, and this is what I really try to interject to people so they really understand. You know, the local lodges, you know, they're in every major city uh, pretty much. And uh, these people at the local lodge, they have no idea. I've talked to many Masons that are clueless about a, a lot of uh, numerology, uh, these events that happened on the third, third parallel, um, the buildings that came down after 33 years after construction started. A lot of a lot of the aspects, um, you know, you look at your keyboard, the the uh, the spine key, I call it the ASDF GHJKL. That's 33 in numerology with your uh, your main row in your keyboard. You know, well, that's why. Wow. It's all, 
you know, and people, people have no clue. It's, and that's called the spine, the spine column. It has 33, um, you know, vertebrae, what is it? 33, 33 bones. Well, I, I mean, I've always wondered why was the keyboard laid out like that? Like in my mind as a kid, I always wondered why it wasn't laid out like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Exactly. There's yeah. a reason for everything. And, and people don't have to ask these questions. They're just like, oh, this is the way it is. Okay, well, you know, that's the way it is. And, but definitely it's, it's, it's not, it's like they're telling you um, for those that understand the, um, the exoteric aspect uh, of this world, uh, you know, there's a reason for everything indefinitely. Just like when you go to the school system, you know, you, you get your degree and that's in masonry, you get your degree. Um, you wear that mortarboard hat, that's, that's in masonry, of course, when you graduate um, high school or college, you wear the, the mortarboard cap. That's a mason, a mason tool. It's right there in front of us and people wear these goofy hats and have no idea that, why they are wearing it, but it's just integrated in our society. They don't question it. They're so focused on themselves. They're so distracted. They have no clue. They don't even bother to ask these questions. And of course, in school, if you ask the questions to the teacher, uh, you're a pest. I'm not, re not regarding this topic, anything. Just absorb whatever we're telling you. Don't ask questions. The reason teachers get upset when you ask questions about things, because now you're making them think. All they want to do is teach directly out of the textbook. And they don't want to, um, they don't want to be questioned at any other level. That's why, the, you know, again, the, the one student asks too many questions, they're, they're sent to the corner of the classroom, their desk facing the wall, you know? That's and me. That's that was me. Or you go sit out in the hallway. I mean, they literally don't want us to learn anything. It's an indoctrination camp. Uh, and, and look at all the teachers unions, RV, that don't want to go back, that all that literally in all the major cities don't even want to go back into the classroom. All these poor kids can't even uh, go to school. We live in a really weird world, RV, don't you think? I mean, is that well, an understatement of the word? It reminds me of that song, uh, you know, we don't need an education. We don't need thought control. Hey, teachers, leave those kids alone, you know? Um, you know, of course, with uh, Pink Floyd. And yeah, it's just, again, they put the truth in, in plain sight, in entertainment, and lied to us in the news. And that's a, a constant uh, through our lives. And you point this out to people again. You know, the people, especially they have the most pride in what they believe is, is their intelligence. Um, once they're like, for example, a almost literally a spokesperson for NASA or spokes a spokesperson for their favorite political party. And now they're so, um, you know, integrated into that, to that system. And for them to be told, look, you've been duped, you've been had. Their ego cannot take that. Their ego cannot handle that. So they got to ride that course. And, and a huge thing is, you know, you show any kind of evidence, these people, they'll just uh, flat out ignore and just keep moving along. And, uh, and that's why people don't want to talk about conspiracy things because they don't, they don't have the tools, the necessary tools uh, to have these discussions. They'll just call you crazy, they'll call you a nut job because they wouldn't know, um, they wouldn't know the first thing about anything we're covering because they never looked at anything. They, they, again, RV. they don't have the tools to look at anything. RV, I told somebody, did you know the sun and moon are the same size in the sky? They looked at me like I was absurd. I go, have you ever looked at it for yourself? They're like, well, no, I don't know. I'm not. I'm just saying these people don't even look in the sky to know what, what is going around them every morning and every day. They believe that they're on a spinning ball going 66,600 miles an hour around the Earth, you know, through the Milky Way galaxy, 4 million miles over an ever-expanding universe of space. People can't even realize that. There's an ever-expanding universe of space that's just you know, expanding as we're constantly moving. Like, it's so absurd. And then you look at space travel. People think Tesla and Elon Musk are going to Mars. 
makes me sick, RV. Makes me yeah. sick that they believe all that bull crap with the Tesla and Elon well, Musk. Well, the thing is, I look at this in these terms, you know, we're told the distance uh, of the sun, the distance of the moon, you know, space, there's, you know, it, it's endless. Well, how do they know it's endless? They've never been there. It's just yeah. all, all this nonsense. They've never even been, of course, um, been to the core of the earth, but they're telling us what it's made of, you know. Um, as we know, they, the furthest they ever drilled supposedly is eight miles, and uh, the center of the earth is less than 4,000 miles. But again, um, they've never been there. They've never been, the, they've never been anywhere close to the center of the earth. They've never been, uh, obviously, in, in space or deep space. Uh, but they tell us like it's factual that you know this so-called universe is endless and uh yeah so people just um swallowed up hey when you're in your crib when you're a baby you're lying on your back you're looking up and what do you see you know this you know the sun moon stars you know circling <laughs> above you like what is the crib circling or what what's moving you know what i mean so they're simulating they're showing us our reality with that that one child's toy where this the the, the constellations are spinning around us and while you're stationary on that flat bed, <laughs> you're like yeah. literally, you're watching it just turn around with music, and that is them showing us what's really happening. But then they put a globe in every every freaking classroom. Yes. They put two globes in every classroom. Well, that's the thing is, um, here's the thing is, like, here's a perfect example where you watch Total Recall. It's all programming uh, what's happening today with Mars. Um, you know, you know, going to Mars and. They even mentioned things such as, uh, you know, when, for example, the character, um, you know, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he arrives on Mars, they say uh, a dome has been created to, you know, to basically supply you the oxygen. That's like our world, you know, where we have this, the firm of the dome above us is concealed, uh, this, uh, you know, concealed system that we're living in, um, this pressurized system. And there's one scene where towards the end of the movie, uh, one of the bad guys is trying to shoot Arnold. And one guy yells at the other, goes, don't do it. You'll, you'll crack the dome, you know? So even though it's about space travel and that programming, they'll also have the duality aspect where 99% is about programming. They'll have that 1% about the truth. We're living under a dome, you know? And, and that's, that's the whole thing with like Elon Musk, you know? In 2050, he says there's going to be a population on Mars and they'll be living under a dome, you know? So... It's, it's, again, through all the lies, there's, there's going to be that duality aspect. It's no longer duality. If it's all lies, Alex, it's no longer duality. It's got to be truth and lies. Then you have duality. But it doesn't have to be 50-50. All they need to make it is 99 uh, to 1%. 99% lies and 1% truth. And, again, I said it many times where uh, nothing's hidden in this world. They put the truth out there. Uh, but you people need to really read between the lines with the mockery. Just like here's a perfect example we have Neil deGrasse Tyson constantly talk about uh, planets, deep space, uh, Pluto, all this stuff. Then it goes, and of course, uh, back in 2014, and that one convention in Austin, Texas, saying, you know, with uh, Felix. It's uh, flat. Yeah. yeah, it's flat at the South by Southwest yeah. uh, Music Festival. So, yeah. So with all the lies, he's going to throw that, that nugget of truth. What's gravity? Well, what, 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 and then and another good one is what about the moon landing? How they even admitted that they used a Michael Collins photo from a training simulation. And they said that it was from, you know, a mission to space. They actually lied and got caught. So like, how, how could you trust them? Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know the one photo I'm talking about RV? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So it's, it's I'm saying, why do they, why did they even tell us that they lied about that? I don't understand. Why would they even reveal that? It doesn't make sense. Why do they give us that one nugget 
well, that they're lying. You they know, why do they peek that, 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 that peek behind the curtain? They're always doing that. Just like when Buzz Aldrin admitted that little eight-year-old girl who's wearing that star-studded dress. Um, she's asked, you know, eight-year-old, you know, little girl asking Buzz Aldrin uh, with the with her dad uh, filming it, um, asking Buzz Aldrin, why did we go back to the moon in, in such a long time? And he goes, that's not a question by an eight-year-old girl. That's something I want to know, but I'll tell you why. Because he holds his heart because we've never been there. You know, it's like all in plain sight. So I, I definitely, all these things, um, even with that one character, um, Robbie Parker, when he comes out laughing and smiling. Oh, dude, Robbie Parker is, he was another one for me that I was, I was just like, oh, I watched a Sophia Smallstorm video about that school, but I'm just saying he, that is the, RV, he just lost his, the most important thing in his life. And he's giggling like he's a schoolgirl about to go to the school dance. It doesn't make any sense. His the body language. Yeah, that's the thing is though, what I'm getting at so many truthers look at that as evidence. Like, look, you know, we caught him. We, 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 he's busted. He's smiling and laughing. When that's like, again, it gets back to masonry that learn to communicate without speaking. So without, without speaking, um, you know, he's telling you it's a bunch of BS. And that's why they have the, the dupers delight, the duping delight with all these duping actors. Delight. They're like, they're like telling you um, without speaking. And that gets back to masonry. They learn to communicate without speaking, like I said. So that's one thing people didn't understand. It's not, it's not by accident. Um, again, and it's the funny thing is people talk about conspiracy theories, you know, but obviously these people, these people that run the show, they're behind it. And it's obviously a huge divide, you know, families and friends, um, are divided over truth. And that's one thing that's a huge, people talk about a religious being a divide, race being a divide, um, class, uh, if you're a blue collar versus white collar, um, men versus women, but the huge divide is truth versus lies. Obviously what we're doing, um, you know, losing, like I said, you know, here's the funny thing is, and, I, and I'm sure you, you dealt with this, Alex, and other people in truth, um, you know, you, you, you go through school, um, you know, you, you, you leave high school, leave college, and you disconnect over time with, with friends, and then you reconnect on social media with them. And then you're in a different position. Now you're involved with truth. Then you try to show them truth, and now there's a big fight. Now you have another separation where you reunited after all these years, now you have another separation and it's permanent because of truth. Or it's even weirder. It's even weirder. It's now like people that I knew in high school that I wasn't even that close to. And then you reconnect with them and then they see me speaking truth. Now, all of a sudden they want to speak up and say, Hey, F you vaccines are good. F you, you know, like people that I hardly even knew in high school, you know, that, that we might've said five words together, people in different grades, but because they knew me from school, because I'm speaking the truth and I'm, I'm like, you know, saying the exact opposite of the mainstream media, that is where the people that want to hit me with the uh, sarcastic comments. But I love that. I kind of like those sarcastic comments because RV, no matter how crazy the stuff you say and I say, we're going to be on the right side of truth at the end of the day when we're dead and, and, and gone and they look back and they figure out the shape of the earth. They're going to say you and I were talking correctly about it on the Internet. That's one thing I've, I've, I've said. That's funny. I had a conversation on Skype with PK um, years ago. I'll say people look back all the things, all these events, the events in Boston, New York. Um, Hollywood, Florida, Melbourne, Australia, uh, Tasmania, Australia, all, all these events, you know, San Bernardino, Paris, France, London, people look back and say, Hey, you know, we thought these guys were nut jobs and these guys were telling us the truth. And this is the, this is the number one thing I always tell people. And this gets back to your friends, you know, about the vax, about the, uh, the jab, I should say, once people believe a lie, it's hard to unbelieve a lie. So once they committed to a lie, 
uh, their ego will not allow them to go in the other direction. Um, and the, and more than likely people will, will only go there when they, their own ego allows it. So if you try to, the more you force them to wake up to it, the more they're going to reject too, unfortunately. So for example, we all, all of us of all the truth have done this. Um, we're, we're deeply embedded in the truth. We try to wake up a certain friend or family and they resist and resist. We RV, that had to cut you off. That's the worst sure. thing. When I first got into the truth is when you start trying to wake your friends and family up and you sound crazy and you're like, you got to look into this. You got to look at it. That's the worst thing you can do because you just, what you just stated, that pushes them farther away. If you don't come at them with respect and with knowledge and with like, you know, you know, you can be passionate, but you also can't sound like a crazy person talking about how Bart Sibrell proved that we didn't go to the moon. You know what I mean? Like there, you have to have be based in reality. It's really hard uh, because I, when I first found this out, I wanted to yell and scream from the top of my lungs in people's face about all this stuff. And you, and at first you feel passionate to do that, but I don't think that's the right reaction to have when you first wake up to this stuff, when you, when you feel that, uh, that rush of emotion. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Barca Brel because I actually did a live stream with him. Of course, him. that's why I bring it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Way, yeah. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, he's not into flat earth. And there's nothing you can tell him um, that'll get him there. And uh, this is the aspect that I always talk about with Bart is he, he believes they actually, you know, were in space at a point where they didn't go to the moon, but they were in space and they, they were faking things with the, um, the uh, you know, the, the shadow with the moon, all that stuff when they were actually just in a studio. So, I look at it as, you know, and Bart's a good guy. He listens to my stuff and we talk, but I'm just going to say I disagree uh, with him in that aspect. They're, they're not even up there in this module when he believes they're in the module. He, he says the they're in low Earth orbit and he's like, I, and I want to be like, Bart, why would they waste going up to low Earth orbit just to put a tran you know, a transparency on a screen when they yeah. can fake that on Earth 10 million times easier? It didn't make any sense to do all that just to fake it like that. Even his evidence that was sent in supposedly from somebody with NASA seems kind of shady because like that, that footage is kind of weird. I mean, it's supposedly like an arm and then you think it's a transparency over a window and that they're maybe shooting a camera through it. So it looks like it's a picture of the earth from like, you know, a hundred thousand miles away, supposedly. I mean, even that story would be absurd for them to fake it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the thing is, like I said, and that gets back to even people involved with truth, the human ego gets involved and, and uh, for, for Bart to come out and say, yeah, you know, I've been duped. Um, I actually believe they're in low earth orbit. I've been duped to believe we live on this ridiculous spinning ball. So it's like people come in, just like my friend PK, you know, PK truth, who I call a, a good friend, but a baby truther, you know, believe in John Lennon's a hero, like I said, and we, we live in a ball. Um, even though PK's kind of hinted, yeah, it's, it could be flat, but, He's not, he, he can't go the full, the full out and say, yeah, you know, I was wrong. And that gets back to our initial conversation. I remember it. It was myself, David Weiss, and PK on a live stream on Google Hangout back in 2015, early 2015, where we're all talking about, and I'm committed, David Weiss committed, but he couldn't. So we're all in that same direction. Um, and, and again, it's like PK on his channel, admitting to his followers, yeah, I've been duped to his thousands of followers. Yeah, I've been duped. And I, and I said, we live in a, on a ball and now I got to admit I'm wrong. And again, the ego aspect, that's, that's just, it doesn't matter if you're a truther or you're or, or mainstream normie, there's going to always be an aspect of ego involved with all of us. So that doesn't change if you, if you move on to the true side of truth aspect. And that gets back to, um, I don't, I don't want to say this person's name to uh, mention him, 
partially because he supposedly passed away, Jeff C. Him and I had many uh, arguments because the event in Paris, France back in, two th- or was it 2014, 2015? I said it was a hoax. He called it real. Many people come to the realization it was a hoax. Um, he called that Taiwanese plane crash a real. I said it was a hoax. So he kind of mocked me because I a quote again, the auto hoaxer. He marked the number 33 when I mentioned it, but it's funny. His very last video he ever made was about the number 33 in Freemasonry. When he said, oh, 33 means nothing. Wait, yeah, wait RV, I got to say it down because I think he's made fun of some other people for using 33. So, so he made fun of you specifically about that because he did start talking about it in his last videos from what I from what yes. I understand. And I was literally wow. the... You taught me 33 RV. That's why I mean, uh, you're, yeah. you, I mean, I, I mean, I'd seen it a little bit, you know, from other people, but you taught me really the, of everything that I really knew about it. So like, well, that's, that's funny how he came around to it. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thanks for that. Alex. But I'll tell you right now. And I always give David Weiss, you know, a hard time about this driving nuts with it. But this, this again goes back. This is prior to the uh, flat earth. Uh, we do a uh, Google hangouts and we talk about these events and I would mention number 33. David Weiss and PK both said this to me before we went live. RV, whatever you do, do not mention the 33. It doesn't mean anything. It's stupid. It's it's it doesn't help. It's meaningless. Don't talk about let's talk about the events. I'm like, dude, you don't understand, man. This is so very crucial, so very important. You don't understand. Goes, just please. And of course I didn't listen to those goons. I just I just <laughs> good for you. Don't listen to David. Even though he's a smart guy, he doesn't know everything. I trust I actually do trust his opinion on a lot of stuff, but I like the 33, the symbology stuff. I like like Jaron talks about how uh, and I don't want to talk bad about a gematria sports effect, but there is some, you know, with, with these numbers, there is kind of a way where you can always look at a number. I th- feel I can find something, but some of these patterns aren't like that. You know what I mean? I feel like there can yeah. be a lot of fraudulent, but a lot of these patterns are too coincidental Alex, for me to believe I'm glad that. You, I'm glad you brought that up with uh, Zachary K. Hubbard. Uh, this is how I look at it. And, I, and, I, and I've always been this way. The numbers are, are critical. They're very important, but you can't be uh, sitting around doing a live stream, throwing numbers out all day. You gotta, you gotta incorporate um, real life. It's like people that just talk about the, the globe and throw out numbers all day. You can't do that. You gotta show the real world stuff. And that gets back to events. Um, all these events we talked about, I show the, the actual evidence with uh, the actors involved uh, and going deeper. So it's, a, it's an aspect, the numbers, the numbers game is an aspect, but this is one thing I disagree with Zach, just sitting there talking about numbers and then never coming to um, you know, a, a conclusion, uh, how, how, where it's going to lead us, what should we do about uh, the people that are in charge. Uh, so that's basically my, my gripe with Zach is um, I just feel it's, it's very one dimensional. You've got to be, as a truther, you've got to be well-rounded. And that gets back into, I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to mention Jaron or anything. <laughs> I just did. Is when, when you cover one topic and you get proficient at that, but, you know, for example, he, he's, Great with flyers, but we talk about the Capitol Hill event and other events. Uh, Jared's a good guy and stuff, but uh, I'm not talking bad about him, but this is just being blunt and honest. I just think it's um, a little bit out of his realm, and I've been doing this for a lot longer. So, well, what uh, happened at the Capitol Hill? What happened? I mean, what do you think happened? Do you, I mean, obviously, you know, people drove there, there were people outside the building. So, do you think like the guy with the horns that was all fake? Absolutely. These, yeah. there's so many people, for example, the guy with, with the, um, the horns, the, horns. One of the, uh, the American flag um, on his face. You know, these these people, this guy here, um, I forgot his name, Charles, Charlie something, whatever his name is. He There's photos of him at like, um, 
you know, with uh, uh, who was it? he had a was it a photo with Trump or no was it Mike Pence? He, was, he had he had a photo with a very big name politician going years back. He's wearing a suit, clean cut, everything, and so literally this guy um, has an acting background. So what I'm getting at is this: uh, it's not just one piece of footage; there's many pieces of footage where police are waving the protesters going a certain direction. There's actually like you know like when you like a, when you go to a, a concert they have the the, the guardrails where people are you know you know hurt like sheep to go in a certain direction they're not damaging uh the paintings of the wall they're not pulling down uh those mini statues those, those busts that are right there they're doing minimal stuff and what i'm getting at is uh the the big talk is when they get in that one uh so-called restricted area with that glass door and that guy wearing the hat, uh, like that snow cap, um, of course, you know, he's the focal point, just like Aaron Dondo with Boston. They, they, they got to stand out with something like, like that's going to make them like really stand out with that one hand. He starts. Aaron Dondo had the cowboy hat guy pushing around, yeah, uh, bombing exactly. on the, on the, so uh, what happened was if you, if you analyze the video slowly, you see someone hands, um, that one guy, the helmet. Um, then he starts bashing the glass door. Uh, and of course, we know that one female, she starts climbing me up, tries to get through that one, um, you know, get through the door on the side there. And supposedly she gets um, a bang bang event happened to her, mostly. And uh, the way she falls, the guy, with, the guy that was hitting the glass door with the helmet, he's seen running downstairs where you see um, like these SWAT guys come up the stairs. He's going through a backpack like changing his outfit. Um, this is all completely staged. And no matter what I tell Jaron, um, he's not, it's, it's already, he, he has committed to the line. He has committed to this nonsense that it's real. And again, once someone believes something, it's uh, believes a lie, it's hard to convince them uh, or, or for them to accept, look, I've been duped, I've been had. Uh, and this is, like I said, this is something we, I talked with, with Jaron in length. David Weiss gets it. He's, he's full of work. This is one thing about David Weiss. I give him a lot of credit is before Flat Earth, he was making videos on the big three, the event in New York, um, of Boston and the school in the Northeast. So David is very well versed, even though he's, he's doing a lot of flat smacking. David is, David is not a one trick pony. He covers, he covered all the big events. So uh, that's the very important aspect of truth. You can't just be doing one thing. you got to cover it all to really get the, uh, the grasp of what's happening. So yeah, when, when Jaron mentions, uh, uh, you know, the auto hoax thing, I take that with a, a badge of honor, just like uh, the baby truther, the badge of honor. But uh, like I said, I'm not here to, to um, uh, well, RV, RV, anything that gets, I think I, I agree with you. Anything that gets mainstream news coverage is fake. They, you know what I mean? Cause there's so much real stuff, so many murders and stuff that really happens. Like, the fact it doesn't make sense Trayvon Martin's murder makes gets all the national news, you know, yet his dad's a Freemason, you know, black, a boule, Freemasonry guy, whatever, whatever the, I forget uh, what, what, uh, Prince Hall Mason is what his dad was. It's just, boule, the, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they, I want to mention about that, Alex. One thing I'll, I'll jump in there about Trayvon Martin is again, it's not just saying things it's seeing through things. So when you see, for example, a side by side of Zimmerman with Trayvon Martin, first thing is look at, Trayvon Martin's shirt, he's wearing a Hollister shirt and Hollister 33 numerology. Zimmerman is wearing an orange shirt, which is 33 numerology. So they're both wearing a 33 in plain sight. Zimmerman is 33 in numerology as well. So we know about Trayvon Martin's father, 
uh, dad being a, a Mason. This is not, uh, Tracy Martin. Um, this is one aspect. Uh, this is one thing I've always talked about with these news stories, uh, specifically the Trayvon Martin case. They always keep in the public eye. Keep in the, they keep throwing the log on the fire to keep the, 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 the fire burning. A week after uh, Zimmerman was released, he gets an altercation here. He's, in, he's arrested again for this. Arrested for battery with his uh, wife, uh, girlfriend or wife. He saved somebody here. They always keep um, recycling the story by keeping alive with these nonsense side stories. So it's, it's like um, it's like Tiger Woods. After the event happened, it's not going to go away. They're going to bring up, oh, a side story. Now they're doing um, some type of investigation. Oh, another thing came out by the Tiger Woods um, situation that wasn't known until now. So this is done on purpose. It's all scripted. So before a news story is uh, uh, out in public eyes, it's written up to play out this way. Just like what happened was in South Carolina with um, Dylan Roof. He was in indicted on 33 charges, you know, with that with that one church, um, you know, what happened there. Um, again, Dylan Roof, I didn't realize. That. I guess it may be one of your videos. It was 33 charges is, is what he was charged with. Yeah, it was 33 counts. Indicted. And here's the thing, too, is He's wearing the number, um, they show photos of him at the beach. Um, uh, he, he writes the number 88 in the sand. He's wearing the number 88. When you slice to eight and a half, it's the E and a three. So you, you, you turn that E around, you have 33. That's why they love 88 miles per hour in Back to the Future. That's why when Needles, regarding, um, you know, Needles uh, flee from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, he's on the screen talking to um, Marty McFly in Back to the Future 2. He lives on 88 Oreo Drive, you know, the actual, his actual birth date uh, was August, whatever it was, August 1968. Um, that was the actual date they had the, um, they had a ceremony for the, uh, the one tower, the North Tower, where they, they installed the, the first beam. That was like a monumental thing, just like the groundbreaking for the Pentagon was September 11th, 1941, six years to the day supposedly that it was attacked. Moha uh, I'll just say Atta, 33 years old. Towers construction started 33 years prior to them coming down with the North Tower once again. The 9-11 calling system went into play the same year, 1968. Uh, so everything, everything is scripted to play out this way. And the, the, more you, the more you see, the more you're gonna connect all these pieces of this very, very, very large puzzle of the matrix and you'll see it for what it is. Um, and, and again, there's no replacement for people uh, um, seeing with their own eyes and, and, and looking at things like I have, literally obsessed with truth, um, living and breathing it, not a part-time truth there, a uh, full-time. It's like the best analogy is this, Alex, you know, you know those guys that are really pumped that go to the gym, um, they're obsessed. They're there all the time. And, and the guy that's just a weekend guy goes there one day, pump steel, then, uh, for the cameras, then he doesn't work out again for a month. He's never going to be that chiseled, um, chiseled body. You know, you, you got to be dedicated. You got to be, you got to uh, really live it and do it for a very long time to really get it. Uh, just like the OJ case. I know you kind of disagree on that. I heard the after show about you, you, you really believe the, uh, the OJ case. Well, no, no, I don't know. I, I think she died. What, what I think she well, I think the I think uh, Marie and Ron Goldman actually died. Yeah, I don't know well, if Ron let, Goldman let died. This, this is one thing yeah. I, I want to clarify because if you look, if you look at the video footage that I provided, where you look at um, 
Nicole uh, Simpson on the ground uh, and they're panning the, the, the footage CNN provides. They're painting the camera. It's like a, a river of blood. Literally the most blood at that RV is the most blood you've ever seen in a crime scene. Yeah, because not, not just real. not just for a famous thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It did look it did look hocus pocus. But where the fudge does she go? Where does Nicole Simpson, who is well, not a celebrity but a well known woman in in Hollywood or California, where does Nicole Brown Simpson go? Is she an actress? We there, Alex, before okay. we get, I'll, I'll answer that question. But before we go there, one thing if they remember is when they show Nicole, they always have her hair covering her neck. Just how convenient. Her, her, her hair is flowing over her neck so you can't see anything. Um, where Ron Goldman is supposedly stabbed, uh, it doesn't add up with the with all the, um, the you know, for the courtroom. They show where the stab wounds is, but you see the actual supposed photos of him that are, quote, graphic. Um, the blood's on the opposite side. You know, so there's a lot of inconsistencies. And, and I they, agree with they, you. I agree with you. It's stupid when his sister is like, I saw uh, OJ and I was going to run him over with my car. That's the fakest interview I've ever heard in my life. When, when yeah, this, so when, when you understand that's fake, you know it's all fake. That David Weiss um, will agree with that. But here's the thing. Well, see, okay. Go- no, 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 that's a good point. So that's, see, that's where me and Jaron are different than, than, than uh, I think the opinion is. Not that I agree with Jaron on everything. Is, is I think there can be some real things that, that that is out of their control, you know? And so, like, that's why I think that situation like that, there might be some aspects that, that could be real, you know? Like, how can they control every single thing in it? That, that's where I, I think that's where I like to plug back in. I'm like, how could it? You know, well, how is that like possible? I mean, I mean, somebody has to die. Like, somebody had to kill her. I feel like they, and, and like, I know, RV, don't you feel like they don't kill the people? I feel like they do. If, they, if they're going to send people to the military and go fight in Iraq, they don't care if they die. They don't care if they die with the sudden vaccines. I mean, they don't care. No, it, uh, this is kind of, gonna, I'm gonna, this is going to be something that's going to be drawn up, but I'll try to be concise with it. Okay. Like for the vaccines, for example, here's, here's the perfect analogy with that. They'll actually warn you, like, just like when you go to McDonald's before you you eat your hamburger, they the have a sign that law. says they say, don't have signs while you're in line. Food in this establishment are known to cause birth defects and cancers, and you're like, well, I I've been eating it for years and I'm fine, but it's a long term effects. But they're warning you, they're warning you. So with vaccines too, where Doctor Oz admits, you know, his own wife and and children don't get it while he's convincing millions of other people that he's never met and they listen. Here's the funny thing is. If you've seen that footage with Wendy Williams, and um, it's going viral, she she won't she won't take the vaccine. Well, it's that's a the huge... thing is they're playing both sides of the pen. We'll get back to the whole Simpson thing, but what I'm what I'm getting at they're they're they're, they're playing both sides of, of of the the debate. The the in the truth and lies is a huge uh, divide. So what I'm getting at is what's not brought up is again Dr. Oz is you know talking to Wendy Williams like she's crazy for not getting it done, but again years ago. He said his own wife and children don't get it, but that that's not their only equation anymore because people have a very short attention span. But getting back to um, OJ. what happens to these people, I'm just gonna be honest. I don't know. Just like someone asked me, "You're a flat earther. What's on the on the other side of the flat earth?" I don't know. I've never been there. Where do these people go? I don't know. New identity. Um, they have a. They, this this is a very large world. They have um. The witness protection program's a real thing that we what? know about. That's there's no conspiracy with that. Yeah, and what I'm looking at is there can be um, they, they can just again have a new identity. Um, it's like this: if you see someone that looks like them, you'll say that can't be them because they're dead. So even if you point out to the media, hey, I saw uh, Nicole Simpson at Target, <laughs> you know, 
And uh, they'll just laugh and say, oh, no, she's dead, so that can't be possible. And people even fear of ridicule, like, oh, that can't be her um, because she passed away. But what I'm getting at is it could be that. It could be they have a nice chunk of land set aside for a lot of these big names like Kobe, uh, Robin Williams, David Bowie. Um, they don't want to be part of a brain-dead society. People that are deceived, they want their privacy anyway. So they can't, it's not like they could just freely go out and about in society anyway. So I'm sure with all the, all the power, all the money, they, they spent a tremendous amount of money to have a nice place for these big name people to go away from society. Like, here's another thing too. Like guys like Harrison Ford, he's been part of psychological operations, just like Magic Johnson, fake plane crash at a, at a, a golf course, you know, right before uh, Star Wars Force Awakens. Um, and I pointed that out, I, and, I, and I showed the footage of Harrison Ford, supposedly broken back, broken hip. Months later, he's uh, walking on stage with a fake limp, you know, and somehow he's uh, this miraculous recovery. That's when, all for publicity for his movie. Listen, the, the means these people go through to, to full society, it's beyond the human mind why they do this. And that's why they get away with it as well, because the, the normal rational human mind cannot understand the things that these psychopaths do. Just like that one uh, fake plane crash at uh, San Francisco airport, which I've covered back in 2013 extensively. My own subs were going nuts like, RV, I don't know why you would say they would fake that event. I'm like, look, look at the information. Look at the proof I'm showing you. Don't look at the, the reason why, just like why they're lying about us living on a globe. It's beyond the human mind why they do it. But what I'm getting back to is um, after that fake plane crash at SFO, we had many, many instances with, with planes disappearing, fights on airplanes, uh, planes disappearing at 33,000 feet um, you know, uh, from radar. So again, people are, are rational uh, uh, beings and they think there needs to be uh, some reason why they're doing it. Here's something I go deeper, and I've always done this, getting back to that SFO incident, where people are just focusing on the airplane itself, but they're not catching on to, to little, um, to me it's not little, it's very big. The symbolism where the one Asian kid said um, he was in the plane when it crashed and it flipped over and this, this, and this. He's wearing an orange t-shirt with the skeleton, a reference to skull and bones. They're putting their signs and symbols on that little Christ actor's uh, T-shirt, um, you know, Asiana Airlines and numerology is 33, so it goes much deeper. And the huge part is when they um, when they had the big rig uh, remove the plane from the runway, from the tarmac. Um, there's no damage to the bottom side of the plane, but we saw it on CNN with the two actors saying, "Oh my God, oh my God, we we just watched the plankers. Oh yeah," and the, the wife's like, "Oh yeah," and you filmed it, and it's just so transparent. But for me, it's easy to see. But people are new to truth. They're like, I don't get it. Why would they do it? And uh, it doesn't make sense. And they want to sound rational in a very irrational world where you have, again, psychopaths at the wheel. And uh, uh, people want to sound like, um, you know, intelligent. They want to sound uh, reasonable, again, to their peers. And they don't want to, they don't want to dare tell people uh, they fake the plane crash at the San Francisco airport. Uh, because uh, it doesn't make sense. Why would they fake a plane crash? So again, this is exactly why they get away with so much um, is because even truthers can't see through it, you know, and not to go on too long, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a long process to get to, like I said, uh, seeing through um, all the lies. And this is the lie system, you know, the, the father of all lies, you know, there's no truth in them. That's what they're doing. There's no truth in them.
besides the, like I said, the duality, with the, the mockery aspect of the, the Easter eggs in plain sight. Uh, but 99% lies, 1% um, mockery as far as uh, giving us the truth in plain sight. Well, the Easter eggs are a good point. They have to leave Easter eggs because that's what gives them their pleasure. Because you said earlier, the money is not what makes them happy. They already have all the money. They need the power. They need the control. And that's what's going on now. It's like we are at the I feel like we're almost at the end of their plan. What kind of timeline do you see, RT? Like, what do you foresee in the next four years of Biden? Do you think he'll last? And when do you think Kamala Harris will get in? What do you think is going to happen? How would you foresee the next four years happening? You're throwing a, a huge, huge, um, huge piece at me here. Uh, for, this can go on for a long time. I'll try to be concise once again. Um, as far as we'll start with um, Kamala Harris, I just don't see, you know, and this doesn't make sense too, as far as Joe Biden's concerned. How can this man, you know, this this old old fart, old fogey that doesn't have much personality, doesn't have that that big machine behind him, supposedly had more popular votes than any other. Uh, so-called president history. The have huge- you seen, wait, RV, have you seen his YouTube? Have you seen the White House YouTube? It's, it has uh, 90% dislikes, all hate. Have you looked, Have you gone and done that yet, RV? Yeah, it, it does, it's it's like the, uh, I don't want to say it, but I got to be careful with the wording I'm using here. But before we do these truth, you know, let's just say the, the, the letter B, where, where people are, are thumbs downing, uh, you know, certain videos when truth there's are like, look at this BS, let's go, let's go get them. But yeah, definitely. Um, there's uh, that's the thing too, and we're gonna take it a step back. What's what's gonna happen next four or five years? Here's the big thing about YouTube, where there was no algorithm. Um, if I made a video on on Boston back in 2014, or you know any of these events back in 2012, literally it was a level playing field back then. Where if I made a video saying an event was a hoax, it would be on the on, on the first page if you type in uh, uh, Boston hoax. Boom, it'd be right there on, on the first page. Now you do that, you're, you're buried 30, 40 pages down. So what I'm getting at is we saw this coming where they're going to uh, take a stranglehold of YouTube. YouTube was having too much of an influence where people are tuning out the mainstream media. A lot of people are tuning in to YouTube um, to hear the uh, the unfiltered uh, information. But yeah, um, you know, the, the bottom line is uh, four or five years from now, um, what I'm looking at, Besides, you know, Biden, maybe p- potentially Kamala Harris, but there's no way Biden's going to last a full four years. Some, uh, in my estimation, anyways, don't have a crystal ball, but I just foresee Biden, um, you know, disappearing and, and either Kamala Harris uh, or some something happening. Definitely Kamala interim uh, being in there if if uh, everything goes like I, I I foresee. But four or five years, first we have to look at the monetary system um, eliminating um you know a physical currency and this is the trap you know jaron talks about a lot i keep bringing up jaron but he's really pushing bitcoin but this is another obviously uh, a form of like the cashless society not it's in the same realm um and i'd be careful with that stuff this is new world or agenda new world agenda stuff um they're allowing this to happen it's part of getting the younger hip uh modern uh people involved with this stuff and it's, it's basically the same the same, um, the same thing as the cash society in, in my estimation. So they're going to, but there's no something. stopping, but do you think there's any stopping the cash society? I tried to use cash no. the other day. They said, no, they said no well, to me. We should back up here too. I mean, you take a look here where even with all this nonsense going down, people are quarantined and all this over this fake phony uh, nonsense where you had, um, 
you've seen these uh, notes at Walgreens. He's, he's, he's uh, printed pieces of paper, you know, Walgreens, um, you know, CV, uh, CVS, where exact change, because what I, from what I understand, for someone that works uh, internally with the bank is, the reason they want exact change, they don't want to give you change back. They want to remove that change uh, from society, and they're sending it all back to the Federal Reserve. They want to first remove the change, the quarters, dimes, nickels, you know, pennies, uh, and then just be basically everything rounded off to the dollar. But what I'm getting at is slowly, the slow, everything is slow. The slow integration to everything, um, you know, from the event in New York to where we're at today, that really set things off where we're at now. So what I'm getting at is definitely what I would focus on is what we have right now, of course, in Europe is the euro. So they reestablished that. Definitely looking at North America and the North American uh, quote dollar, and then eventually um, the euro, the euro and the Mero combining into one in this one world system. So honestly, people think it's going to be, um, you know, things are going to happen quickly, and then there's going to be a new world order uh, just around the corner. I believe it's always this this slower process, and and uh, they're very patient, they're very calculating. And I, you know, I don't again, I don't have a crystal ball, but that's what I see happening. They've been consistent with this slow uh, process of getting uh, us all rounded up and and to go in a certain direction. But you know, like I said, we'll have to wait and see. But that's what I see happening. Four or five years, you know, definitely, um, you know, this world's gonna be, uh, you know, we, you think it's bad now, it's gonna it's gonna be uh, a much worse in four or five years, in my estimation. And, and again, slowly. Um, like they're cranking a vice, you know, they're cranking that vice and, and taking away our freedom. Again, getting back to the analogy of taking a, a quarter from that from that glass jar, little by little. Um, that's the same thing with removing our freedoms, little by little. Like we don't notice it, you know. Like I said, TSA, um, you know, all these all these um, rules are implementing new laws. Of course, order to chaos through the chaos they create. They can bring in new laws, you know, without these. Uh, fabricated events they couldn't they couldn't we couldn't uh, be in the position they can't bring us that position we're in now without these fabrications and um, that's what they i, I want to explain to people is you know people talk about auto hooks are well you know they have to because uh if they, if they cover uh random things and it could bring the world into a random direction so definitely it's not about having 75 percent control 80 percent control they're under 100 percent control and that's the thing is and I really have to emphasize this with your audience. It doesn't mean they won't cover real events in the mainstream media. It'll just get a blip in the screen. It'll be talked about. Literally, it'll go away that day, like an event. Like there's an event that happens in uh, Tokyo, Japan, where there's, uh, a, for example, a plane crash at the airport. They'll talk about. Boom! It's not a part of their agenda. It'll just be mentioned, gone. But when it's in the news cycle, 24/7, 24/7, and uh, then, you know, just like George Floyd and all these things are, are meant to happen on the world stage. What do you think about Dr. Seuss? Is Dr. Seuss racist? Who? Dr. Seuss. They, they canceled Dr. Seuss. Did you see are that? Are you RV? kidding? Yeah. You see, kidding? Did, did you not see that? They took six books out of the National Reading Society uh, and, and uh, Dr. Seuss got canceled uh, today. Well, six it's like books the rewriting are considered of, uh, of history. They're also like, you know, with the Redskins and... RV, want- let me talk about the Redskins. Listen to this. They said that the Washington Redskins is racist, yet the first African-American, the first black quarterback to ever win was Doug Williams. He won the 1985 Super Bowl, I believe. And now they can't... 
88, excuse me, the 88 Super Bowl. And they can't show Super Bowl highlights because it's considered racist to show the first black quarterback winning the Super Bowl because he has an Indian on his helmet. What kind yeah. of sense does that make? How is that racist to show the first black quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl, but they can't show it because of the helmet he's wearing? You know, you know, this is this is uh, very interesting, and I, I always go a bit deeper, and I always kind of like, I don't want to say the word deviant, but it's important. Just look at the elite. Look at the names of these helicopters, the Apache, you know, um, after the Indian tribes. So, the, you know, I'm, I don't want to veer off. We get back to, to, to the Redskins, but they love using – um, the, the, the American Indians with the Atlanta Braves also. There's, they do the tomahawk chop where you have a full stadium during the playoffs. They're all doing, oh, you know, and it's it's mockery. But, yeah, that, I find it interesting because I, I actually watched that Super Bowl with Doug Williams, um, you know, and they even had a living color where they were mocking Doug Williams, um, you know, Anthony, uh, was it, uh, not, not Anthony Kiedis, uh, the, the Wayne brothers, they're, they're playing the whole skit with Doug Williams and all. But, yeah, we're probably going to see in the future, they're going to show highlights of, of the Redskins playing, and they're probably going to, of course, um, you know, edit out, Photoshop, whatever, all the, all the Redskins helmets showing the, uh, the, uh, the American Indian. But, yeah, plus you have the Cleveland Indians. You have the Redskins, you have the Atlanta Braves. Well, the Cleveland Indians are changing their name too, supposedly next year. Did you see that? They're, they're not yeah, going to the Indians I, after I next year. Time, what, what about the Braves? Oh, I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, but Ted Turner owns them. He's a new world. He's his new world order. He built the Georgia Guidestones, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's like this. They know what they're doing, and they have, of course, the um, you know, like the Cleveland Indians. They have that, that big smiling face with the Indian face. Is definitely well, and Geronimo, the skull and bones. Supposedly they have Geronimo's skull. So I mean, yeah. they really love these Indians. Absolutely, they love pirates. They love Indians, and uh, yeah, I, I just think if they, they just want to. Um, they definitely want to uh, create controversy. So it's like we're gonna. It's like they plan out well in advance. We're gonna put this in there and remove it at one point. Just like uh, the, the towers. We're, we're, you know, these are temporary um, buildings that we're gonna put up and we're gonna take down. So that's going a bit far with this, with as far as sports. But remember, they control every aspect. When you look at a baseball, for example, we're talking about baseball. The Braves. You look at the baseball diamond. It's shaped like the the uh, square in the compass. We look at the, you uh, taught me that Abner Doubleday. You taught me about how it's all yeah. Freemasonic. Baseball is a Freemasonic yeah. game. Yeah, and and definitely uh, the big the big names in baseball like Harry Carey. Um, you know, is they don't even hide it that he's a Mason. He had a restaurant there in uh, right Chicago. Uh, on what was it there? What was the address, RV? It was thirty. It was it was like it was thirty three West something Street, but it was a thirty three address. And Bill Murray too. He did some a telecast. Uh, with Harry Carey and, and uh, Murray to 33 name. Of course, all these big names, they're going to... What about John Belushi? Arfi, I've never heard you say about John Belushi. Did he really die? Not buying it for a second. Just just like Not Chris Farley, it. who's supposed to die at 33. Okay, he, wait, Arfi! What? Uh, Chris Farley's my favorite comedian ever. Oh, I, love I, <laughs> I love all... I mean, he was so funny in Black Sheep, Tommy Boy. Oh, I love Black Sheep. So, so you're telling me what, what? I mean, and I know you don't know because it's like, what's the shape of the earth? I don't know the shape of the earth. I just know we're not on a spinning water ball that's eighty percent water yeah. and flying through space. Uh, but it's like, why would they kill Chris Farley? He's the funniest man in the world. But he had such ill. This is why I think this is real. This is why I would think that him and John Candy would really die because they were so. Excuse my language. I don't know how to say it. 
fat. I mean, they were 500 pounds. I mean, they were very susceptible to a heart attack. My dad had a heart attack and he wasn't that. He was 25 pounds overweight. So, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it's possible for these obese men to have heart issues. I know that's baby truth or talk. Now that's baby truth or well, talk. Let me say this you about know? Farley. Remember all the physical comedy he would do, even though he was he was pretty the big best. Guy. He he would he would you know he was was he dancing with uh, Patrick Swayze, uh, Chippendales. That's the funniest as the in SNL is so yeah. terrible now. It's not funny at all. It's a political uh, 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 yeah. whatever. It's like some sort of political wing of the liberal agenda. But I'm saying that was the funniest sketch. Him and Patrick Swayze dancing to the Chippendales. I yeah, mean, I can hilarious. just think about that and laugh. Yeah, what I'm, here's what I'm going to throw out people, is they, they always like the concept of the duality. People have to consider this. People die when they're old. They like the, the idea of people dying young, just like Kesha's song, uh, Dying Young, you know. You know, we've, we've heard that saying many times. Just they like, glamorize it. They glamorize they, dying young. Yeah, so you have the 27 Club. The two and the seven are nine, um, you know, with so many celebrities. But remember when we watch movies it's all around us when you watch star wars they live on this uh for example luke skywalker ben kenobi live on this desolate uh so-called planet um there's that old tech there's that old like uh hovel that ben kenobi's living in. it's like a, it's like a the most primitive uh hovel you can live in but they have a lightsaber it's futuristic they have spaceships so they love combining the old with the new like he-man where they have castle gray skull but they have these flying spaceships. So they love the duality aspect. Of it's the, the inversion movie. in duality. They love, yes. You are so right. They it's it's like that. the contrast. They, they almost have to have it. So getting back to far, I, don't know, I go in all kinds of different directions. I'm like everywhere. We I can go at all. Hey, the RV, you take us wherever you want to go. I'm, I'm, we're here for the ride. Oh, thank people you, brother. I appreciate it. that. But yeah, I mean, there are instances where, yeah, people, obviously things, things do happen where, where people... Uh, do pass, but here's the thing that's very common that people really need to focus on. When you have Robin Williams, um, you know, you have David Bowie, Michael Jackson, Prince, all these people literally just die out of nowhere for shock value. George Michael, another thing, but there's so much predictive programming with all of them. With Prince, for example, they showed, uh, was it Homer Simpson killing uh, Prince in one episode? He died. Um, they showed uh, Robin Williams and the family guy where he supposedly hung himself and then during the airing of Family Guy in the UK, during the, I mean, not during the filming, during the airing, in, in real life, he supposed to pass, pass he, he, killed he killed himself. himself. They announced his death. Yeah, yes. while he was airing in the UK. And, and like, George Michael ridiculous. as well, like the last Christmas, and he supposedly dies, you know, on Christmas. All these things. It's, did George Michael die on Christmas? Was it, was it, well, let me see. I mean, here. he did. He was, that's his famous last Christmas. I mean, he did die near Christmas. I mean, these people are discussing. It's like yeah. how they put Muhammad Ali purposely. They want him to die in Phoenix, Arizona. And I don't think he had any connection to Phoenix, Arizona, because they supposedly yeah, want him to die in the 33rd he died, he died parallel. December 25th, 2016. So the last Christmas, that's when he died. So this is something I covered. Listen, man, Alex, I've covered so much stuff. I had to do a quick Google thing. Of course. Yeah, you, yeah, you're not a human computer, even though you're close. You know, you still have yeah. to, you know, you have to check yourself sometimes because you've covered so uh, uh, RV that you've covered too much of. You forgot more about truth than most people know. You know what I mean? <laughs> that you're like, I'm saying you're like the Vince Lombardi of truth, you know, so it's uh, easy for you to, you forget the 4-3 defense sometimes, the 4-3 yeah. truth defense. <laughs> One thing I'll say is this, is for the, for the haters out there, I can speak for five hours. And I can speak five hours of truth. But if I make one, if I misspeak on one thing, 
all that five hours of truth, if I'm if I misspeak and I say if I say um you know uh, Crowley came before Pike or you know if I say inverted by accident oh you know people you know the, the people that are uh, for whatever you know reason, you know RV you're right but the people that type that are freaking weirdos you know what I mean because the majority of people don't they know exactly what you mean it's just those yeah. people that are, are looking for that they're looking for something to call you out so yeah, you're never going to please those people yeah and Alex we're live. So, you know, I'm not Googling every every little thing. That's the only thing I Googled since we're, we've had our um, our conversation here is the, the exact day of the supposed death. But, you know, like I said, the, the haters are always, um, you know, going to hate type of thing like the old saying goes. But getting back to the celebrities, there's so many I've covered. Bruce Lee supposedly uh, died out of nowhere. And then Brandon. Here's the thing is. The, top of the, the Brandon Lee. Lee is the biggest bull BS thing ever. How does Brandon Lee die on a movie set? Give me a break. That the movie sets are so professional. Usually, they would have, they would have had a stunt coordinator test that thing ten times before they would have really shot him. You know, I feel like they would have had to done that on purpose. Well, here's the thing. And here's the thing too. We have to even back up because growing up watching a lot of Bruce Lee movies, one thing I remember was that one movie scene where you had Bruce Lee fake his death you know he supposedly got shot on a movie set just like his son it was supposed to be blanks and one guy supposedly everybody shooting blanks and one guy supposedly shot a, a a real bullet and what happened is that one movie back in the 60s bruce lee's in the hospital they're talking about we have to create a new identity for you and you know this this and this and um and and basically they're just telling you uh it's predictive programming and there's also that, that one movie where Bruce Lee's talking about at a table with talking about people that are controlling things and basically the syndicate. And, uh, and I made a whole video about this, but what I'm getting at is uh, you fast forward to Brandon Lee, who was supposed, you know, buried side by side, supposedly next to his dad. And he dies the same way on a movie set, just like his dad did in a movie scene, getting shot during the filming of a movie. It happened to Bruce Lee in the movie. It's supposed to happen. This is just like, they, they through fiction it becomes so-called reality so this is something um i i've really hammered the point uh do not buy and here's the thing is we we all know um you know to make it in these positions high positions um in society this is something i really key point i need to emphasize when it comes to freemasons the people that run the show they're not going to give a non-mason a major platform in this world stage all the other masons would be outraged so you have Brady, you have Shaquille O'Neal, you have all these big names. Then you're going to have one that's not a Mason. It's not well, that's why they have it. it. That's why they have the masonry to protect themselves. So, you know, so you have to pay your dues in order to get to that level. So, you know, Absolutely. to make so, that's why they have it. So, so, you know, this is one thing that drives me bananas about in the year past in the year, years past where um, you see these comments with people on YouTube. Oh, I heard this person joined the Illuminati. This celebrity joined the Illuminati. No, it's like, it's like this. It's like, the, how can I put it? It's like the police force where people become police chiefs. Uh, judges move up high rankings system. Judges. Uh, we see that from the public perspective uh, and the up and up, but going through, uh, you know, through the, through the rights of going up. And I showed, I showed up many times with, Luther Smith, uh, you know, that, that famous uh, Mason that was uh, you know, control of uh, uh, 33 Southern states, you know, and 33,000 Masons. Uh, 
you know, this is a federal judge, you know, Mason, the federal judge. So these big time uh, judges, they're all Masons. Um, a lot of connections. And, I, and I, I'm sorry to, and I'm kind of like interjecting this in here, but I, I really want to emphasize um, when people say not everything can be fake and look, how can they do this? When you look at events like the 1996 so-called Atlanta um, uh, village uh, bombing, where you had uh, Eric Rudolph, you had Richard Jewell, I showed the, the footage of the, the, the cop rubbing fake blood um, on a so-called victim. Obviously, it's there's no way around it. There's there's no way anybody can uh, bypass that and, and make an excuse for that. So this is something objective proof I'm showing. So what I'm getting at is the um, the lawyer for Eric Rudolph was a woman named Judy Clark, a defense attorney. Well, she just so happens to be the defense attorney for Zarnayev in Boston, for Jared Lee Loeffner with the Gabby Giffords event in Arizona for the Unabomber, you know, all these, uh, Zachariah Masawi. So it's telling you, you know, it, what I'm getting at, it's, it's this controlled system where all these uh, fabricated events, they use the same defense attorney, same with the racial science. They always use, use the same uh, Trayvon, Martin, uh, Trayvon Martin attorney with all the racial types. So you can see, and it's not even um, debatable and I forgot the guy's name, the uh, the, the black um, uh, attorney for Trayvon Martin, also the attorney for Mike Not Brown Jesse, and, and, I know you're here talking about, not Jesse, not the well, famous he's guy. On the, he's, on, he's, he's on, um, on a Masonic websites as a, a, a high-level Mason. This is not, just like Michael Jackson's um, a doctor doing all the Masonic uh, hand signs as well. And uh, the mockery, again, the plan names, where you had this woman claim that that um, Michael Jackson's uh, doctor was like, you know, uh, harassing her. Her name was Sad uh, Sade Ending Ending, like Sad Ending. It's Sade Ending, Sade. It's S A D Ending. It's almost like Sad Ending. And she's smiling in the courtroom the whole entire time. She's loving her, her you know, uh, fifty minutes of fame. So yeah, it's it's we live in this uh, matrix, and uh, again, it's. Um, you, people got to see for themselves to believe it. Seeing is believing. And a lot of people haven't seen a lot what I've seen. So, you know, they want to sound rational and like, oh, this can't be possible. But I've seen it myself with my own eyes covering so many stories. And being a video producer, making videos and things, there's so much I'm looking at and things that I don't even put on, you know, online in the video production that I feel like it's going to take away. I want to be concise with the video. So I don't even include, there's so much I'm looking at. Yeah, because yeah, right. people can get distracted. That's the problem, though, RV, is you get down a rabbit hole and, like, you know, somebody can, if you're not passionate about this, they can look at one Snopes article telling them that, you know, the official story, and then they're they're never going to be a real truther. That's another thing is, RV, it's hard to wake people up unless they're motivated to be awake. Like we always say, you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. But that's so serious because when I when I go and I pontificate about truth to people that are asleep, they don't, they don't, if they're not motivated, they're not going to get it. Yeah. That's the big thing. You just mentioned, uh, Snoops, whatever you call these, these clowns. It, it's literally started by a mother. Uh, I'm sorry, mother. It's a husband and wife, um, so-called, uh, investigators, um, you know, and they're in the, they were fully in the tank for uh, the whole Obama thing. And, and literally there's, they're so biased and I find it so irritating when I see these quote, fact checkers, you know, that you see on CNN. Oh, we went to politofact.com and we checked 
for the real information. And uh, getting a bit off topic, one thing that drives me absolutely berserk is when I, when I see headlines on Yahoo News, it says, 10 things you need to know about uh, Kobe Bryant, 10 things you need to know about this. It's like, you need to know. They love to emphasize, you need to know. I don't need to know anything about these people. You know, they, they, it's like the, the control mechanism that they trigger your mind that I have to know because the news is telling me I have to know. So I better click on this and I better know this. So the mind control and, and society is getting dumber and dumber and dumber um, and with technology. And yeah, it's, it's really a, a hopeless cause with most people. And hey, um, you know, it, you know, we all been there. We're talking to people about truth. And, and, and again, um, they're working nine to five. Um, they're so distracted. They're in debt. This is you, when you throw a truth at them, you're just throwing another uh, task on them. Now I got to come home and look at this stuff. No, I want to go home. I want to flip on the TV, um, read that, you know, see the headlines, have my dinner, take a shower um, and, and watch a little more TV and go to bed and then and go back to my slave job the next morning. So you're, you're, you know, this whole thing of now you got to think when I, when I work, all I do is, is they make me think, you know, and do my job. Now I got to come home. I got to think, no, I just want to, I just want to, um, you know, be brain dead, watch TV. And uh, like I said, uh, just uh, eat your dinner, go to sleep type of thing and do the same thing. It's like Groundhog Day. So yeah, this is a society. They don't, these people don't have the tools, like I said, to investigate anything. They don't know where to start. They don't know where to begin. And uh, it's, again, it's, it's, it's opened up a can of worms by looking at these things and, and the thought of, yeah, I've been lied to, especially the older you get, obviously. Um, the old saying, teaching a, uh, an old dog new tricks, uh, a good luck with so much of society. Again, getting them while they're young is, is so very, very important. And um, I said this before, with, um, and I mentioned it actually last night, with language, it's like the human mind is like um, clay. You know, when it's young, you you know, you can learn, for example, when you were five, six years old, you can learn any language, you know, you know, if you're uh, an American, you, you know, you're, you're around like, for example, a Japanese uh, uh, language teacher, you can learn fluently by the time you are seven, eight, nine, 10, you are, you're going to be fluent in Japanese because your, your mind has not uh, solidified. It's still clay, that soft clay. But once you get to a certain age, um, it's going to be very difficult to learn that language unless uh, you're passionate about it and you, and you really um, are so dedicated to learn that language. So what I'm getting at is, is the way the human mind develops over time when you're, when you're young to about, say, 17 or 18, where now your mind is closed off to many things. And again, not to be repetitive, but you know, that's why they say get them while they're young. Um, and, and definitely the people that run this world, uh, they know this. They know this. And that's exactly why they set up the public so-called education system, uh, you know, living on this. There's no God. We live in this, this spinning water ball zipping through space and all the other nonsense, uh, dinosaurs and all, all the garbage they teach us, you know, obviously. And um, one thing I always tell people, not to go on too long, Alex, one last thing is. No, go ahead. Topic, no, I love it. On this topic is, I said it before, when, you, when you're taught about the globe in, in kindergarten, it's not like you have a group of, uh, uh, say, five or six kids, seven kids at a desk saying, do you think they're lying to us about this globe? That this, this, this thing they tell us gravity makes water stick to the bottom? No, you just take it in, and these are adults. These are uh, these are our superiors, and why would they lie to us? And there's your how many cats you have? <laughs> I have too many cats. So I have three cats, and then this woman, a sick woman, 
uh, this elderly woman that's in a nursing home. I'm watching her fourth cat until her daughter gets back or something. So I have four at the moment. Three are my cats. One or another woman's. I'm a cat nut, RV. I, this is my kitten. I love cats. I don't know what the heck, RV. I got a cat about four years ago, Sky Bear. And now uh, I'm addicted. I have toxoplasmosis. It's a parasite where uh, you deal with your fecal matter and it, it uh, goes in your brain and, and turns you into a cat. They call it crazy cat lady syndrome. I love yes, cats. I have cats too. And um, yeah, they're funny, man. Every cat, of course, just like human. They have their own different personalities, their own, their favorite foods, their, their likes and uh, their own habits. And it's, they're, they're just a riot. You know, they're just, you know, and what I love is they're really independent. You just give them, all they want is a little bit of food, a little bit of water and love, and they're good to go. Unlike people where they want, you know, your food, uh, they, they want your possession. They want everything. And there, there's no jealousy. Well, there could be some jealousy between the cats. Uh, you well, pet well, one cat, another, another cat. Will our, the our, cat our, no, I got to cut you off. There's a huge yeah. psyop though, too, because I know I want to hear about cats. We can talk about cats, but where they had, they've programmed humans. And this is, this is a psychological operation where we actually worship animals more than humans. Because like when you drive by the, the street and you see like a stray dog, you like almost always go out and try to help that stray dog. If you see a human, a homeless human, you never help them. It's like, it's weird that they programmed us to almost have more sympathy for animals than humans. What do you think well, about I'll, that? I'll, I'll say something about that because animals- And I agree, I do almost have, sorry, I just want to reference, but I, I almost do, I almost am a victim of that, sadly. You know what? I almost, you know. So. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll answer that. And that's actually a good point you bring up because people subconsciously, without even realizing, they know animals are innocent and people are shady. And, uh, you know, this is one thing about me. I always look at people, you know, uh, you have to be so very careful. You know, it's like this, you know, like, uh, you know, people have a party. Uh, it's like that one movie um, with Tom Cruise. I forgot the name of the actual one. Um, not cocktail there's a big party there's a big party at the house everybody's there having a great time but they end up you know uh trashing the house it's it's in shambles bunch of users oh i know it's one which one is that i know it's one of the, the risky business was it risky business or no it was the one with michael anthony hall oh um, okay i don't know but was one it weird of those science or weird sciences they trashed the house i think yeah it might have been it might have been that one uh, yeah, I think it was where they come over the house. Yeah, it was weird science where they trashed the house. What I'm getting at is people are just, um, you know, for the for the most part, just users. Uh, when the crap hits the fans, they're nowhere to be found. They're very, very good. Uh, they're there for a good time. It's like me uh, growing up. The kid on the block that had the Atari 2600 or the Nintendo, everybody's over his house. Uh, the kid with no toys, no one's around his house. It's like a bunch of users. So, yeah, that's, that's the psychology of people is, um, you know, selfish out for themselves. Um, and we all know this, you know, like uh, friendship, you have friends for, for many years. And, uh, uh, but again, when it comes down to it, everybody's out for themselves. Where animals, again, just, you know, people know how innocent they are and there's there's no agenda with them. Where, where people, there's a lot of hidden agendas. Gosh, you really said it there. I mean, that really does answer that question for me. It, but it's, it's crazy because we just had this terrible snow in Dallas where like, all these, well, I had a frozen pipe, all these pipes busted. We didn't have water temporarily, lost power. But the whole time I would be like, man, I'm so worried about all those stray cats that are freezing right now. Yeah. I honestly, I'm telling you, RV, I felt terrible. I'm like, because Texas, these cats aren't used to it. We have tons of stray cats around here. They're not used to the snow. And and, and people were, my friends were telling me, 
And not that I talked to that many people, like, oh, they're going to hide under a house, they're going to hide under this. And then now we're hearing all these stories that, you know, all these rodents, you know, dead rodents are everywhere in, in, in my neighborhood. And I'm sure some of those are cats. So it just sucks that it's weird that I'm like have this emotional attachment to these animals that is just so strong. And it's almost stronger than the emotional attachments I have for humans on the side of the road. Yeah. And this is something I, I, I'm being honest with you. I haven't looked at the, the, the cold tolerance of cats and which temperatures, but cats are very intelligent. I'm sure they're going to. And they're uh, tough. They're tough. The yeah. street cats are tough. I, but still, it, the, the Dallas is, we got it. CRV, let's talk about that. We've, my whole life, my dad's whole life, we've never had eight inches of snow in Dallas, Texas. If anything, we had like an inch of snow and ice. And all of a sudden, it was literally like we were in Denver, Colorado for four days. And and on top of that, I've noticed the weather lately, it's been really weird. Like it'll say that it's 59 degrees, you know, that like on your phone, but it'll feel like it's 45, like the windshield, even less than, I feel like it's 32 almost. It's We're having the very weirdest weather and we know they have harp technology. What do you think about the snowstorm in Texas that we just had and what do you think about the weather, RV? Well, you know, I, again, I always go in other directions. You know, we're talking about so-called global warming. I always tell people not only is global warming a hoax? The globe's a hoax. That's how far the lies go. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's devastating uh, for the poor animals. I I grow myself. I grow a lot of tropical uh, fruit trees, mangoes, avocados, sapote, you name it, guava. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of there's videos online from uh, you know people that grow you know mangoes or, or any other tropicals in in um, in uh, the Dallas in, in Houston and. Corpus Christi and, and Brownsville, all these areas, and they're all devastated. So, I mean, these things obviously can be replaced, but these poor animals get back to the cats. Um, not, of course, not as many stray dogs. Of course, there's always a lot of, a lot of these stray cats. And yeah, unfortunately, um, I'd hate to know the numbers of these poor animals, um, you know, and, and people as well that, that suffered. And I know it got down to, what is it, one degree, six degrees, one degree some days there in Dallas, right? RV, we've never had the weather, and, and forget about how cold it was. Like it was cold. We've never had snow like this. I mean, it was real snow. I've been, I've been in the snow maybe three or four times in my life. I mean, this was real coming down, heavy snow, like I was in Colorado. It's. I know. I saw never... the video. I saw you outside, and you know, you look like an Eskimo man. <laughs> I'm just know, saying, it's, it's never, it's never even been close to this cold. Like, like in the last time it was kind of cold like this, it was 2011 when Jerry. Uh, 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 Jerry Jones had the Super Bowl at Texas Stadium, or not Texas Stadium, but the new Texas Stadium, what they call, uh, what is it called, AT&T Stadium. So it's just weird that we had this weather pattern. It just, I don't think it could be an accident. And now we lose all the power and all the grid. I think that that was just- too. And all the pipes were, so I had four days without water. Uh, uh, so what I'm saying is like, I think they're teasing, but they're going to show us how fragile our system is. And RV, they, the chains, they, the grocery stores didn't have any food because there was no, all the, the roads were iced. In four days, Dallas, Texas shut down. So imagine the whole world shuts down if, if something really big happens. People have no idea yeah. how fragile the society is based on. Well, here's the thing is, and this gets into... Again, I, I veer off into other topics, but it's very important. Um, weather control, they, they, they've demonstrated through mockery, through like, you know, even cartoons like G.I. Joe and movies, uh, movies like Flash Garden, where they have like, they can create, um, you know, earthquakes, tornadoes. I, I truly believe through uh, the so-called chemtrails that are harmless, I believe it's about weather manipulation, where they can send 
um, you know, uh, cloud certain directions um, through, through chemtrails, um, basically manipulate the weather. And it, it might be far-fetched to some, but these people, um, you know, they, they invest so much uh, energy into, into uh, changing, trying to uh, um, pervert God's world and, and, ha and act like God's. And, and definitely what happened in uh, like Louisiana, with the flooding was back in uh, 2005. These yeah. things, just like what's happening in Dallas, it would, I'm, not, I, I'm not saying it's a fact, but it would not surprise me in some way if they had uh, something to do with it. I, I don't have something solid concrete, but you know, for that to happen, that extreme is just really bizarre. And, and this is a strange, they're always pushing this global warming. And then this stuff like this happens at the same time too. It just kind of reminds me like when Obama was in, um, you know, uh, Copenhagen uh, when he was so-called president and they're having this whole uh, conference meeting about global warming, but they were, they were snowed in, <laughs> they were snowed in Copenhagen. They couldn't leave this whole global warming conference or snowed in. So I'm getting off topic, but getting back. No, but to that's Dallas, mockery. The that, that's, that's mockery is what that is. They're snowed yeah, in at the, the global the devastation warming. You guys are going through and, and I know people, uh, personally leaving the area because they knew it was coming. They knew how bad it was going to be and uh, fly, flying out to California. And yeah, man, that's just, um, you know, I feel bad, so bad uh, for the people, the cats, um, you know, everybody that has to deal with it. And, and definitely what you're getting at is um, imagine this happening on a larger scale. Um, and this gets back to, again, the topic of global warming. One thing I find interesting that this is something that's really flown on the radar look back at this one documentary um it even aired on history channel and the narrator for this documentary was leonard nimoy on the coming ice age the new ice age talking about this frozen planet so at some point the script changed it went from you know in the future in x amount of years you know we see a new ice age coming to the change to global warming and the melting of the ice caps and of course the the uh, programming in that movie Water World, where the ice caps have melted, and the whole world, is, you know, all civilizations underwater. So yeah, they're always this um, again the trauma-based mind control. Um, but again, the inversion from ice age to so-called global warming, and yeah, it's just it's just a. Crazy hey, you said Water World. I gotta cut you. You said Water World. That's another side. They said that movie was the biggest dud ever. I like that movie. I thought that movie was awesome. Movie. <laughs> Every I time that movie that. was on HBO, you watch that movie. So how is that movie considered a dud? Like I'm just saying, as a kid, I remember they said, "Oh, this is the biggest budget, biggest failure." And then I remember one time I went to California as a kid, and they had a, a Water World ride. So what was the side yeah. behind that movie, RV? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing is, and I look, again looking deeper into things. Remember the whole concept of Mad Max, the road warrior, that's the MM. 33, it's upside down. Yeah. And there's no, you know, there's no gasoline, there's no water, this type of thing. And uh, it's very barren, or it's the opposite of Mad Max, which is MM for 33. Now you have water world, water like world. Willy Wonka. Wait, Arvin, really I gotta set you down. I never heard anybody can compare those two. That's brilliant. Wow, yeah. that is actually really brilliant to compare Mad Max and Waterworld. MMWW. Have you made a video about that, RV? I've never heard you uh, have a video. You gotta yeah, do that. I, I, that's a really great connection. Wow. And that and that's you're right. They're like the same dystopian apocalyptic movie set in, in opposite uh uh a geography location, geographical. Well the location. thing is too is the, the big thing is too, remember. 
all the um all, all the uh the people in the Mad Max film, especially Road Warrior number uh Mad Max number two Road Warrior, they're all on motorbikes, motorcycles, uh, going through the wasteland. Well, it's the opposite. They're all on jet skis in water, and they look just like the Mad Max characters. But the difference is the only difference is they're on jet skis, and they have that one like a uh, compound with the oil uh, in Water World. Well, they have the one compound with gasoline in a in, Road Warrior. Uh, uh, so wow, it's one just is a oil, ripoff. One is gas. So it's the same thing, but you know, basically, it's 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 the duality concept once again uh, with the two movies. And yeah, it was, I believe it was. Um, the production cost for Waterworld was a hundred million dollars, and um, it, like you said, it was. They say it was a bust, but yeah, I just I, I love that movie. I love the opening sequence with uh, uh, Kevin Costner, another, you know, another thirty-three there. Um, you know, he's watering his his lemon tree, <laughs> and uh, he's taking a piss, and you know, and someone steals his lemons, all that stuff. It's just it's just a it's just a a, a, a mixture of comedy and adventure. It's I, I really I really enjoyed that movie. But again, the programming there too, the, the idea of global warming, the, the, the polar caps are melting. Um, and again, with the road war, like this is the end. Both movies are based on p- potential scenarios was to come. And man, I remember back uh, back in the 80s, first time watching the road war, man, uh, over a friend's house, uh, elementary school, man, I left his house walking home so depressed <laughs> because that, that was like, man, this is our future, you know, potential future. With all the talks at the time, you know, the, the of course the bogus beef with Russia, the Soviet Union, at the time, uh, the, the thought of nuclear. Uh, and war. Red Dawn was a movie. I, I mean, I remember seeing you know a little bit of Red Dawn. Wasn't that about you know getting attacked by Russians in the middle of, like Missouri or something? Do you remember that movie? You broke up there. I'm sorry. Do you remember the movie Red Dawn? Wasn't that about? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That was, Red Dawn. There's so many. Um, there's so many movies based on. Um, based on, uh, you know, of course, the, the Rambo movies as well. All of them have that Soviet uh, Russia versus the U.S. Of course, Rocky, Red Dawn, like you just said. Um, the list goes on and on where they're showing this. And, of course, the fake beef. Uh, this is uh, the potential of the the, uh, the annihilation of this world where they told us when we were younger, you know, uh, they have so many nuclear warheads that they could destroy the earth. Was it? You know, 10 times over, a million over. times over. I mean, RV, they told me that in school. What what kind yeah. of a brainwashing technique is that? They even had drills for for a, a potential attack going to your desk. I mean, in, in California, where I'm at, of course, we had the earthquake drills, but they had drills for a potential uh, war. They had more of those back, obviously, in obviously it was, it was, uh, 50s and 60s, but they actually had that uh, for a certain amount of time. Um, in the eighties, like, what are you going to, uh, you know, say, not saying nukes are real, but what are you going to do hiding under a desk? What are nukes? With the <laughs> nuclear weapons coming like a little, <laughs> an inch of wood and uh, is going to help you if a nuclear bomb is about to kill you. RV, it's just because uh, they want you to bend over. So what do you think about the anal swabs in China? Is that all fake just to scare us? Just like all the other fake China stuff they've given us? The, the China what? That have you heard about in China and Beijing? Supposedly they're testing with anal swabs. Oh yeah, for, I heard uh, about that with the politicians coming in. Yeah, that's just that has to be fake, that. right? Just, yeah, exactly. That has to be. There's nobody. Yeah, go ahead, sir. I want to yeah, hear they, you. They, they, they want to outrage. They want to like. Um, it's the outrage. Um, it's it's like this. The shock value. They they want to create these really um, unbelievable news stories, like outrageous, to really gr- uh, grab your attention. 
and make it more outrageous. Here's some things that people need to, to, to key on, like that I do. I, I really analyze things. Like, I don't know if anybody's, in, you know, in the chat, see my video uh, on Bill Clinton. Um, he was, I believe it was in Korea. Might've been China. I think it was Korea actually, where he was, um, you know, shaking hands of different uh, dignitaries, politicians. And there's this one he shook the hand of and his pants dropped to the ground. Wait, what? There's a video of Bill Clinton's pants dropping RV? I've no, never no, no, seen no, no, this. No, what? no, no. Not Bill Clinton. He's shaking hands with all these politicians that are walking up to him. But one of them walk up. Anybody can watch it on YouTube. It's on YouTube right now. And his pants drop. He's not in his underwear. You see everything. You. It, what I'm getting at is this. This is what I'm getting at. Before the pants drop and you see what you see, you see the guy's jewels, whatever you want to say. Um, yeah. A guy, a cameraman squats down low into position to take that photo before the pants actually drop. These are things that are meant to happen for shock value. And it's, it's completely busted. The position the, the guy got in, uh, the photographer to take that photo, they knew that was going to happen. It was World like, It's like BBC saying, saying Tower 7, you know, they said the Solomon Brothers building has fell 30 minutes before the Solomon Brothers building fell. Yeah, it, so it's it's like watching pro wrestling where people like watch it and, and you know, people are supposedly shocked by things that happen. Well, if it's on TV, it's meant to play out that way. I mean, yeah, there's going to be bloops and blunders, like somebody slipped on stage that wasn't meant to happen. But generally speaking, if it's on TV, specifically with news, um, if it's aired, um, it's meant to happen that way. And that's why I always say, um, and this is something people don't really, I mean, it's, it's so obvious, but people don't really talk about it. With real events, they, they're never going to uh, talk to the uh the neighbor, they're not going to talk to the, the, the father, the, 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 the mother, the brother, the cousins. That's when you know they start interviewing people, you know, family members and all this. That's part of the script and they're going to have that programming in there. So when they start interviewing people and a lot of people showing up, this is what I, I really try to um, explain to Jaron with the DC thing. The one guy, um, Jaden X, who recorded all that nonsense what happened in Capitol mm -hmm. Hill, he showed up on CNN with another female. Look at his look at his hand. He has a freaking tattoo of the of the oh, no, I, hand. I know. So looks weird. So all the people that were there, it was meant to happen that way. I get. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a, I'm getting a little bit uh, you know excited here with this whole thing because I'm very passionate about this. When I try to uh, explain to uh, Jaron these things, and I'm not giving Jaron a hard time. This is things I've told him too, and he knows it. Not like I'm here to bash Jaron, but the whole thing is to me, it's so transparent, it's so obvious, and when people don't see it, I get I get frustrated, and that's okay. Um, you know, Jaron's been around since about 2015, 2016. I've been around, you know, I don't want to say it, but you know, over twice as long. So I have an experience, and and David Weiss is right <laughs> with me there. He goes, yeah, you know. <laughs> He gets well, see, I'm, I kind of disagree because I feel like there were people, you know, Luke Coffey, the guy that I went to school with, his younger brother, the, the, he, did you see the news? He supposedly got arrested. So do you think he didn't get arrested, RV? Do you think, or do you think he's like in the witness protection program? Everybody that's that gets headlined, that, that gets, um, it's like this. If you're part of, you watch a movie, everybody that's in that movie is scripted to be in that movie. When it comes to the world stage, you're not going to grab a random bozo and put him in front of the cameras. He's not going to be spotlighted unless he's part of it. There's going to be 
the quote extras that are not going to be interviewed. They're, they're, they're in the background. They're the uh, NPCs in the back, just non-character players yeah. um, that are just, you know, just there. But yeah, the people that enter the building, those people were meant to be in the building. Every single one of them. They, these people, um, they, they, this is one huge it thing. Make, Jared, I mean, I mean, I mean, I have to admit, RV, it doesn't make any sense that those got in the building. There's no way that they had a security breach. Those they let those people in the building 100%. There's you know and what I mean? Peak, I, just, yeah. I don't care if there was a million people outside the gates. If they wanted to keep people out, I believe they could have kept people out of the building. And here's the thing is, as as we know, like every house, every building there's there's different hallways, there's, there's different uh doorways, and I truly believe maybe there's a few stragglers that got in, but for that one area where all that nonsense took place, uh, with that one female that dropped down with a backpack for the cushion, that everybody in that room, um, they're part of it. And I'll tell you right now, uh, one thing that, that just blows out of the water is um, when that first shot is fired, people were scattered like cockroaches. Um, everybody's hanging around. You know, no one would be in that room. You'd be running for your life. You'd be trampling over people. Life and death, you'd be gone. You'd be like, a, like you know, like a... You'd just be out of there. You, you would yeah, you would be like a, a cockroach when the lights come on. You would be scattering. Yeah, it, it, I, I, I agree. I, I, but but this is other thing. RV, it doesn't make sense that he would use the gun at that. Like, why was he shooting her while she's going through the window? There's so many other times I feel like feel like they could have used the weapon. It was very weird uh, in my well, opinion. Well, Alex, like, the big thing to me is, first off, uh, a police officer say, get down or I'll shoot. They always give you that warning. It's not like she was, if she was armed, I get it. You're not going to. Um, even if they're armed, they say, put that down. Nothing was said. And he Nothing was said. Point. He just comes up and clips her three yeah, feet away and, and from her. Me, yeah, to me, there's nothing about that. And again, the backpack and everything. That, if people look at the footage and you break it down frame by frame, again, that guy going down the hallway, act like he's shocked. He's going through a backpack downstairs, changing his, his outfit or you know whatever he's doing. No, you get the hell out of there. If you don't know if you're going to be the next person that's supposedly shot. So yeah, man, just people, um, again, once people commit to a lie, it's hard to unbelieve that lie. And again, just like people in the mainstream, there's people um, in truth that, that that ego thing, I don't want to be wrong. Once I commit to something, I don't want to be wrong. Um, if I'm wrong about something, I'll say it. You know, I'll, I'll definitely say, hey, I'll, I was wrong about this. And, uh, um, you know, like, like, for example, myself, I'm, of course, very calculated being involved with this. For example, a lot of people like making predictions when it comes to what's going to happen next, as far as like, uh, you know, voting, presidential, so-called elections, um, I tell people this, I believe this can happen, but I don't have a crystal ball. Always expect a swerve, expect the unexpected. And this is one thing I always um, tell, I don't tell people, I, I guarantee this will happen on this date. This is going to happen. Once you do that and you're wrong, guess what? You lose all credibility. So we have to be um, not trying to, like uh, when the lotto hit that grand slam and try to be the super truther predicting things on this exact date. Um, I don't have a problem saying this is a possibility. Hey, look out for uh, three, two, two and skull and bones, which I actually, I've, you know, I did predict that back in 2017. I said, Hey, tomorrow's um, three, two, two last year. Here's the funny thing is if people that don't know on three, two, two, which is skull and bones, uh, March 22nd, 2016, there was a bombing in Belgium, supposedly. It was a hoax. Uh, the Belgian bombing. And then, you know, a year to the day, 322, 2017, we had the London attacks on 322. 
So a day prior, so watch out for tomorrow. Then boom, something happened. And um, yeah, and then the Daily Mail was, you know, they ring me. Um, and after that, shortly, I was gone off YouTube because of that. And I made follow-up videos, but after that, I was gone. Because Daily Mail just basically uh, stitched me out to YouTube. So yeah, that's, that's what happened. But uh, again, not to be repetitive, uh, the, the journey of the truth, there's no shortcuts. It's a long road um, to get where I'm at. To, for anybody uh, to, to really get it, like for example, the JFK thing, to, to see that as a hoax, uh, a world stage theater event. When you first heard that, you're like, no way, you're out of your mind. But when you look at all the details, you break it down, you're gonna understand with Abraham Zapruder being a third, third degree Freemason, filming that, the footage was released 10 years after the so-called fact. 10 years! They had 10 years to edit it to show uh, the public the way they want to show it. Uh, with Jack Ruby as well. The funny name with Jack Ruby. Uh, 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 you know, a jewel. Um, yeah, it's just funny how... Harvey, I think people it. forget that the JFK, well, you know, uh, like, was not very long ago. I mean, the CIA was doing all their bullcrap Right then and there. I mean, I mean, people wanted to think like the CIA doesn't control the world or there aren't alphabet agencies that control the world. All you have to do is look at the JFK assassination to know that uh, in 1964, what was it, 1964, I believe. I mean, that, that's not that long ago. That's in my dad's lifetime that we know that they created the term conspiracy theorist to prove anybody that looks into the official story as being a kook and nut job. Like all, what I'm trying to say is it basically the essence of this conspiratorial world where we kind of expose him was right around JFK's death. Like, so this, we haven't been in the truth world very long is what I'm trying well, to say. Well, here's something, here's something I want, I want to explain though. In my position, JFK did not die. Oh yeah, I know that, but explain. I'm saying, you know, the event of it, you know, uh, yeah. of like but creating. I want to say this. You know, One thing I really need to hammer this point please. is when you look at Trump and you look at the uh, the parallels with JFK, where JFK initially came out, say he's against secret societies, he's against these, uh, you know, oath taking all this, but you see him giving a million Masonic handshakes to uh, other politicians, uh, Lyndon Johnson, uh, uh, of course, his his rival. Uh, Richard Nixon, um, you know, all the all these different politicians. So you're not going to make it to that the highest position in the world, basically, as the quote president of the United States, you're not they're not going to give it to a non Mason. So this is clever deception, saying he's against Mason when he's actually a Mason. Same with Trump, when um, Newt Gingrich came out. And uh, this is before, long before, uh, you know, the, the so called election with Trump when he first got in, when Newt Gingrich was on Fox News talking to Bill O'Reilly saying, uh, oh, yeah, there, there's no way um, uh, they don't like Trump because he's an outsider. He can take part of the initiation rights. He's not one of them. He's a black sheep. This is just clever deception to make people believe he's an actual outsider. They are so clever in, in, in you know, making people Well, believe I fell that. for it, RV, because I yeah, thought I Trump... Did. That's why I said well, baby truth or Alex. Well, this <laughs> is why. Well, this is why, because listen, when I see, when I see a debate okay. and I see a guy... I say, you know, you'd be in jail to Hillary Clinton. In my mind, I thought, oh, shit. And then I, excuse me, ladies, I thought a pizza, you know, then I look into SRA, satanic ritual abuse, pizza gate and stuff. So now I think in my mind, I have the opinion or the, that Donald Trump with the appearance, like, oh, maybe I'll bust Hillary Clinton. So that charge, because then that started to change my mind on Donald Trump. I'm like, oh, well, maybe he is like this outsider. Like you're just saying, it gave me that impression. But then RV, after four years of whatever you want to say, the impeachment, all of his fake time in the White House, he became a vaccine salesman 
for the last year of his his last year in office, he sold more vaccines for Pfizer and Moderna than they did. So that's what I'm saying. Now I can't stand the guy. He, I, you know, he disgusts me. But it's hard not to get wrapped up in this stuff if you think he's a good guy. Like you always want to yeah. find the good guy. You want well, to find the hero. You want to find the protagonist in the story of life. Well, here's the thing: is I'm glad you brought this all up. We'll, we'll get into um, Trump and the vaccines. People need to understand this. You know, their new truth. I was you know, calling out Ron Paul back in 2012 as being a Mason. And people are like, no, no, this guy's real. He's, you know, he's legit. He's, he's you know, he's always had the same stance for years. I said, yeah, on the world stage, he's played that character. But I'm looking at all the Masonic handshakes on the Bill Maher show, giving him a Masonic handshake, throwing up, you know, he's, he's you know, uh, relatives part of the, um, you know, Masonic, him being part of the Masonic Lodge and um, all, again, all the Masonic handshakes and, uh, all the Masonic hand signs, but getting back to um, Trump. So I see the, the same tricks are being played the masses over and over again. So getting back to Trump, I find it interesting. Initially, he talked about how he's never been vaccinated. You know, he's, oh, I, I'm fine. I've never been vaccinated. He said that in the interview. Then he comes out uh, a pushing of vaccines. Then you know he's part of the cabal. He's part of, but I knew that before. Because I know, listen, it's just simple to me. Um, again, to be part of this uh, part of this world theater, you got to be part of the script. You got to be on the payroll. You have to uh, and, and be at the highest level. So you have all these masons everywhere, and you can have a non-mason at the highest position of, of this of this of the pinnacle of the apex of this world. Not going to happen. So again, this this is why um, you know I, I try to uh, set the foundation of things to people of everybody, every key level. And this gets back, here's the thing too, and I really need to emphasize this. Um, as far as every important position, uh, again, from politics to, uh, you, you watch, like, for example, back people back in the 60s, watch Walter Cronkite, he was part of um, the Demolay Society, Dan Rather, who took over for Walter Cronkite on CBS News. He was also a Demolay Society member which is all part of Freemasonry. When now the opposite end of so-called truth, you have Bill Cooper, who was a Demole Society member. Um, now you get into the religious aspect with guys like Billy Graham um, and all, you know, uh, Joel Osteen, all these people, they're Masons on the world stage just playing the, the, uh, the opposite end of things. But here's one thing that people will know, um, they're part of the system. They never call out all these fake events. They never call out the government. They're always like pushing the mainstream narrative. So again, if you want to a, a, a fake a reality and people buy into your fake system, you need to control every aspect, the religious aspect, um, the entertainment aspect, the political, everything. And that's what they've mastered. That's what they've done. So when you have this, this uh, huge umbrella over you and this artificial reality and every, every uh, part of it, Every every uh, important piece is part of this false reality. People are, are don't realize they're living in a matrix because it's all around them, and they can't see it, and they don't understand everybody's playing a role on the world stage at the highest levels. RV, you're gonna kill me. I, I bet you can hear me a lot better now because I've been talking oh, to you. Perfect through... now. What okay, I I was talking to you through my other mic. I've been talking to you the stream through through the the fixed mic. I was talking to you through the bad mic. Something's wrong with the settings on the other mic. So, yeah. so I can't believe it. I just checked. I was like, oh, I wonder why RV thought I was low. And then 
Gosh, almighty RV, I'm sick to my stomach. Of course, tonight we have all this. It's because it's all because my graphics card failed in my computer and nothing would work. So me fixing it that day, I think I did. I did something to my system when I took my computer apart, put it back together. I got the baby truther computer yeah. all the way. Alex, Alex, I'll Go say ahead. this. You know what? You you have so much passion and and, and so much energy. You you overload your computer and your in your in your the the card in your computer couldn't handle it. Take You're right. We got too much. We're putting too much juice in the machine. Okay, well, our, our RV. We've been talking so much tonight, but we got three guys that've been hold, on hold for 45 minutes, and they're they're regular callers. So, uh, do you mind taking three call, uh, three questions before we go? Sure. For the let's okay. let's 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 go for it. Yeah. Let me pop it in. Okay, so guys, we got Zulu on. Mark is a big fan. We got Tommy and Harmon. So we're gonna only get to their three questions because you know we guys. You know, I know everybody wants to call in. If somebody gets there soon enough, maybe we'll have a fourth question. But with that, I'm going to let on Mark is going to be our first caller. Mark, let me give him a second to to put him through. Mark, how are you doing this evening? Welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. I don't know if you can hear me yet. He can't hear him. Let me see. Mark, are you there? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. RV, can you hear Mark? Absolutely. And I know, Mark, we spoke before. Zulu One is 33 numerology, as we all know. <laughs> yes. Hey, yeah. time, hello. Hello. How you doing, brother? Uh, how you doing, RV? I love you, brother. Love you hey, too, Prime you Time doing? 99, Alex Stein, oh. grinding all the time. You're the yeah. freaking man. I love you guys. This is a how great you, stream. Brother? How you doing? Uh, fantastic. Actually, I, I just I wanted a little bit of fanboy stuff. I just wanted to jump in and thank you because, I mean, like you said, I don't agree with everything, but Jesus Christ, you open our eyes to so much and enable us to see it for ourselves. That's the big thing. You know, yeah. I mean, it's everywhere. Well, it, Mark, it, Mark, I appreciate that. I want to jump in here real quick. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing is, with a lot of things I say, it's hard for someone that's not comfortable with the, uh, with the new information, takes time to digest and process. You, it's hard to... Uh, pass that information on until you're comfortable with yourself. So I think what it comes down to is uh, from coming in within, you got to feel comfortable with that information before you, of course, pass it along. And if there's any disagreements, that's perfectly fine as well. No two people agree. And I appreciate the honesty, brother. Uh, that's right. the best way to be. Honesty is the best policy. Absolutely. We don't have to agree, but we should go and have a steak dinner and have a beer or, or eat veggies or whatever. I'm a you know? I mean, so I'll have yeah, a vegetarian. Yeah, no, like me, yeah. RV. Hey, hey, that's why hey. I threw that out there. That's <laughs> why I threw that out there. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry, I, I freaking absolutely love you guys. I swear. I mean, hey Zulu, but you're gonna be sad because you'll never because RV is elusive. You're never gonna get to see RV because he's never gonna go to one of these cool events like the Solar I, Return. I, I hey, 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 hey hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna go to one of these events incognito, and I'll I'll be um you know uh, going around walking around. People won't even know it's me. <laughs> you have to go, go, RV. You have to go. You, you I mean, you'll March be the, the biggest legend. We have so one tap on your up. shoulder there, Alex, and you're not going to notice me. I'm going to change your I, voice. I, mean, I can tell your voice in two seconds. I'll give you a oh, hug. Yeah, I, I, I would too. love it. I'd be, I'd be pumped. That'd be really yeah, I cool. I was a deputy. I would bust you in a second. I'd be like your RV truth. <laughs> RV, I no listened doubt. to hours of your, I mean, hours, thousands yeah, of exactly. hours. Of, exactly. I mean, give me a break. It's oh like, my God. you know, give me a break. Yeah, I could hear your voice. It's in my, you know, and, and, and you know, it's funny you say, Jaron, 
like uh, there's certain people I like to listen to before I go to bed. Always RV. Yours is it was either Globusters or yours. You know your five hour streams because it's easy to kind of put on. You don't have to pay attention fully, and you can kind of fall asleep to it because your voice is you know it's nice. It's a nice voice. Thank but I'll, I mean that. I've fallen asleep to you a hundred times. Yeah, you know what people tell yeah, me right? is, probably people... the same here. Yeah. Well, I want to hear you say RV. Did people tell you that? Yeah. Well, people tell me I've heard that. Uh, I don't want to say it mostly from the females. <laughs> 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 But uh, what was I going to say is, uh, yeah, you know, people have this funny thing is people in the past try to imitate my voice. And people say, you don't, you have a voice that no one can imitate. You know, people try to do Bill Clinton or do this politician. But yeah, people try to do videos imitating my voice and uh, they never sound like me. <laughs> no, it's hard. You have a unique, you have a unique cadence for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, like I hey, said, you know, um, yeah, go ahead. Go oh, ahead, go ahead. I'm going to say, I have, I do have a question for you. Sure. Do you, or being that it's 2021 and, you know, by the numbers, are there any particular dates this year that jump out at you as something that, I mean, not necessarily saying, oh, you know, this day something's going to happen, but I do find it interesting that, you know, things occur by these numbers. It's very, yeah. very interesting. Definitely. You know, we just had... Uh, well, five minutes, you know, depending where you're located, we had the 33 with the uh, March 3rd, and that was like the uh, the Rodney King event, which was another fabrication. Um, we have 311 coming up. I'd watch out for uh, 322. Mm. And here's the thing is, people, this kind of flies under the radar, um, like with May, May Sun, you know, they're the May Suns. So look out for May as well, um, 611, you know, for 66 in June. Interesting. Um, you know, um, so yeah, there's these date seven, seven. We know what happened in, in London with that. So they, they love the numbers, but the thing is, it's 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 never what we think. They, they they're very clever, and it's so hard to predict because there's so many numbers. Like, oh yeah. So yeah. so what I'm looking at here is like too, like with the whole OJ case, for example. I'm going out a little bit of a rant here, but you know, like for example, you know, the all the third threes associated with the with the OJ case. They had a special on Fox, which is 666, and it actually aired 33 days after the New Year. So, there's a of course lot it of things, did. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things that can, but here's the thing is there's so many dates, so many different equations that could come up. It's so difficult to pinpoint. But yeah, sure. on, on their really big signature uh, dates, yeah, I would look out for. 311 or, or, or yeah. 16. Well, RV, what about tomorrow? What about Q? Q says tomorrow is going to be oh, some geez. big day. Uh, that the original the original inauguration date was March 4th, I guess, a long time ago. And that tomorrow Trump uh, is going to be uh, initiated as the president of the republic. What do you think about that? Yeah, RV? I think whenever we have these uh, predictions, it's expect the unexpected. It's, it's going to um, usually happen. Like I just said, 311, they've already done that with Fukushima and 611. They've, they've done these events uh, on these on these type of dates. So, again, I'm throwing these 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 dates out there. But when they actually um, come out and say these dates well in advance, um, more than likely not. doesn't mean nothing will, but more than likely, absolutely nothing. But, again, I could be wrong. I don't have a crystal ball. But definitely, we all should know this. Uh, whatever happens um you know it's meant to happen that way in, in the world stage theater getting back to dennis healy um uh, the former uk secretary of state uh, talking about the world stage where world events are made to happen you know by those that hold the purse strings you know and it's due to uh you know of course the uh, financial aspect with people uh you know just agenda based so definitely 
there's too much at stake uh, uh, just to, you know, again, spotlight random events when they got to control the direction we go in. And, and, and it's funny you say that, though, uh, Mark, because I, I was I went and did a spin class today and that that the spin instructor was talking about how last year the shutdown date of all the studios was three, three, you know, March 3rd. Like, why, why is, that's not an accident that 33 is the shutdown date for all the stuff. Like, I just, it just seems a little too. Yeah, for, for me, it was Friday the 13th, March 13th. Today is 356 or 355 of my siege starting March wow. 13th. Yeah, you know what I find yeah. interesting too is uh, talking about dates and truth in, uh, in music and, and lies in the news, truth in movies, lies in the news as well, is Billy Idol, the Billy Goat, um, you know, he has that song, like I mentioned earlier, Eyes Without a Face, referring to people like wearing masks. Your eyes without a face are such a human way, such a disgrace. Your eyes without a face. I spent so much time believing all the lies. You know, these kind of lyrics. But he also had a song titled 311 Man. I'm, I'm your nasty play friend, 311 Man. And the thing is, I always talk about it. It's people laugh, but the name Illuminati, they're illuminated and they're naughty. That's why they put sex in the clouds um, mm -hmm. on the on the so-called ball earth. You flip it upside down, they invert things. They're the Illuminati. You know, when you have um, like all the Disney uh, sexual perversion uh, for all the little kids, again, the Illuminati. And the funny thing is people might laugh and say, oh, that's ridiculous. Just look at that one episode of Donald Duck um, and they have that, that German uh, doctor and the eye chart in the back says, ask Illuminati, ask about yeah. Illuminati um, that gets back to another eye chart recently on the BBC. Uh, they're talking about the, the plunge on the arm and a doctor speaking. And on the eye chart, it says hoax when he's talking mm. about uh, what's happening in the world again, of course, with the CV and everything else. So they're literally, again, just playing with us and, you know, in every single facet. But yeah, you know, like I said, it's just a game to them, you know, like um, the Joker and Batman, you know the jester. You know that's that's kind of like the role they're playing with their with their puppets for sure. Yeah, it's total mockery, like you say. It it, it absolutely is everything. It's absolutely. everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Anything we else, Mark? Yesterday, yeah. They, I was just talking about this yesterday. How there's globes everywhere. Why why is there cop shows and the stupid detectives from Brooklyn have a globe on their fucking desk? Come on, it, it's everywhere. The indoctrination's uh, right. unreal. Anything else, yeah, Mark, I, you want to say before nope, you get to the next nope. story? Love you guys. Peace Love out. Love you, thank Mark. You, thank you. Brother. Great stream, man. Thank you. Thank you. Keep Thanks, up the good Appreciate work. It. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All the praise goes to RV for making this such a good stream. Okay, we have Harmon next. Harmon is a loyal fan, a loyal listener, one of my favorites of the Conspiracy Castle. Harmon. Oh, here, let me switch you with uh, RV so they can see you. Uh, uh, Harmon, how are you doing this evening, welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. You're on live with RV Truth. Let me turn this backlight off here. Is that a little better? Yeah, you sound good. All right. If you hear beeping in the background, I got Oprah online. Um, what you call it? Um, let me turn. I got to turn the. You're gonna lose your hand. You got the poker on. You're gonna lose money while you talk to us. Um, RV might be good luck though. He might be good luck. Dollar, dollar tournament. Dollar tournament. Here in here in Nevada, you get to play for real money. Well, what do you got for freaking the king, the godfather of Truth Harmon? You're the godfather of, you know, this guy, RV. I don't know if you know Harmon. 
but he was a prison guard at the same prison as Charles Manson. Uh, uh, did you know that? I guess you didn't know I that. I find that interesting. I'd like to know, uh, Harmon, your interaction with, uh, or if any, with uh, Charles Manson himself. Yeah, he was in my housing unit back in 89 when I was there, 89 uh, and in 90 of February. I did talk to him one time. I went up to his cell and uh, and just just wanted to talk to him, see what's going on. And so when I went in there, I, he's, as most lifers and uh, walk-alone people, he's in there by himself. And uh, he didn't have very many, he had like four newspapers. Well, most lifers, their cells are packed with stuff. And um, he's pretty much nocturnal, stayed up all night. And when I talked to him, all he was worried about is two things. He said, he's always preaching that they're going to crawl, the government's always going to cause a great race, race war. That's all he would pre preach about. And then well, he was shit, always- he was right. Wait, 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 hold on. I want to hear you say the second thing, but he was right. They are trying to start a race well, war, kind of. That's if you go back. He, he said, he's been saying that his whole life. Okay, and what's the second thing? Sorry. And, and the other thing he was worried about, the actually worried about the rainforest being cut down. And that was, that was his two biggest uh, worries. And it was really strange looking at him. You know, people always think all this and this. He was a really mellow dude until you put him in from the camera and you poke him like an animal and get him to react. Of course, if he was mellow in the uh, in the, in front of the TV cameras, it'd be boring, wouldn't it? Yeah, I yeah. guess. One one thing I want to ask you there, Harmon, is one thing I found interesting over the years: the uh, the swastika on his forehead's changed. It's different. It's like, is this what, what's the deal with that? What, what well, uh, the swastika is just a little right there in between his uh, eyes and right at the top of the bridge of his nose. Um, I don't know how that changed because it was it's a prison tattoo. He didn't have that before he went to prison. There's a prison tattoo he got put in there, and it's a very very. And if it's changed, it's just because they touched it up in prison while he was in there. Got it. Tattoo, and that's the only reason it would change is because they would, you know, they got very. Uh, Sometimes they have to sharp paper clips, sharpen paper clips to make the, the needle. So, you know, as that stuff like that. If it, it changed, that's be the reason it changed. God, Is that God. how they would do it? They would take a paper clip and sharpen it down so finely that they could make a tattoo needle with it? Well, yeah, and they also get little you know, little motors out of, uh, of a broken fan or whatever like that and they try to use as a tattoo gun. They're very ingenuity. They, they know a lot of stuff. I got to turn this I, I love how right you now. say it so nonchalant. No, I want to ask the question like, oh, these these criminals are ingenious. You know, they make their spreads with their ramen noodles. They turn literal oh, crap. Into, I know, but it's just funny. In, uh, in, in, in San Quentin, it doesn't take long for stuff to go like it's the underground of the inmates to inmates from prison to prison, how they get it. Um, when they make their pruno, their, their whiskey or their alcohol, you could always tell what it was because it had a dirty color to it because they don't have something get hot enough to brew it. But this guy in San Quentin or Fulton, Camp Ranch one, he figured out how to get about three batteries and he engineered it where it would get so hot and in such a quick pace that all the, all the alcohol was clear, just like water. And that happened with three like, batteries, uh, with three batteries, he could distill liquor with three batteries. Is that what you're telling me, Harmon? However, he did it with strength. Anyway, um, that happened about 1999. Whatever process he used, I, I can't remember what company it was now because I didn't pay attention and stuff. But they found out what he did, and they used his his technology invention. 
yeah, whatever he did, he figured out how to how to make it so hot. Yeah, what and a so, genius! Yeah, and now some companies, a multi-billion-dollar company, probably with that idea. Let me yeah, ask. Let me ask this though. Let me ask this about about his real name. The Charles Manson. Yeah, the, the reference to his real name, Maddox. Uh, in the prison, we just called him Chuck. Okay. Uh, far as his real name, I never saw his ID because an ID you had to be out in the open and general public and stuff like and yes for their ID. And um, when I when I did account and everything on this thing was was Charles Manson. Okay, because the thing is, of course, born Maddox is surname. Um, Manson is it's reversed. It's son of man. So they love to uh, invert things with Manson, just like of course Marilyn Manson. Uh, it's son of man. That's what when it comes on, you flip it around. They like to invert things, and of course the the anagram. Um, they they love to uh, to use that form of, of mockery. Um, just want to throw that in there as far as the, the 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 surname Manson. Yeah, I just couldn't get over how little he was. Just a little bitty guy. I would five say two? five three at the moment. Oh, five two. Okay. <laughs> Same thing. I mean, pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a little guy. That's what surprised me so much. And he just had that little grin on his face all the time, you know. He he didn't complain, you know. He wasn't like when you seen him on TV and stuff. That's for sure. Yeah, and I find it interesting. He was born in Cincinnati too. The sin in the name, you know, since sin in the in the beginning and naughty at the end. Cincinnati, you know. So they love to plan names as well with all these, uh, like I said, the Illuminati. So yeah, just uh, uh, find it no, very interesting. I'm not saying he wasn't. That, but he was he was in prison and he didn't he wasn't going nowhere that's for sure <laughs> or whatever I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that's that's something you were you were there and you said you saw him there and how for what stretch of time have you seen Manson uh, in prison? Eighty nine, ninety, and ninety one when I was there. Three years, wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he he was there. There's no doubt. He was well, it's weird. There. Well, I don't want to hear about it. It's weird because he's became like this folk hero almost, you know, this underground Hollywood hero. He's not like even though RV, you might think of him as like the scary guy. I think probably people my age think of Charles Manson as like the guy with the swastika, like scary, but not that scary, like kind of hip, hip murderer compared to all the other murders. Is that I think sense? what it comes down to with these individuals is, you know, like a lot of women are attracted to these 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 big names in prison. And the, it's like through intimidation, the power they have, and that draws people to them. I'm sure Harmon can uh, speak on that as far as uh, there's going to be respect by people within the institution there um, because of his name, because of um, the, the, the so-called legend around him. So I'm sure a lot of people uh, show them respect. Uh, no, no, no. You don't understand. Charles Manson's in a walk-alone status. He never was around anybody. So, he okay. Was so but the people, saw, like you said, you saw them, you interact, people interacted with them. I mean, there's got to be some interaction. I'm sure people within no, the... The only ones that touch him is guards. He's in, a, he's in a shoe unit, security housing unit is what we call it. And it's in a cell by himself. And when he goes to the yard, it's a 12-man cement yard, but he's only allowed to go on there by himself. It's just the opposite. In the prison system, he would have uh, been a badge of honor if someone actually probably killed him. So he was protected the whole time. So he... Well, as far as um, people within the um, the prison system, have you have interactions uh, with them and their dealings with Manson himself? Like, like inmates? Yeah, no, 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 not inmates. People that work in the facility, prison guards. Uh, you said you, you know, these prison guards obviously had interaction. 
he had to eat and all this stuff, you know, serving him food. So the inter what I'm trying to get is the interactions. Um, you, you talked about, you know, the conversations about uh, race war and his concern for the uh, the trees, the rainforest, whatnot. Just wondering, I'm trying to get a sense of. Uh, oh, you got to remember, he eats in his cell. He only comes out of his cell one hour a day. Okay. And so, so he's very in minimal cell. interaction. You're saying, Harmon, there's very minimal interaction with them. So it's basically hard to gauge when you have very minimal. Yeah. And see, I couldn't even go up to a cell by myself. We had a two-man policy just to even go up to a cell. Even everything's everything's locked down. There's no inmates in the area. They're all in behind their cells and locked down. You still, by our prison rules, you had to have two prison guards. Get That's why it's so hard. Guards are so lazy. Come on, dude. I just want to go talk to him. Let's go. Let's go. I had to drag a guy up there to go with me so I could talk to him. <laughs> you know, so he has no interaction. As I'm saying, when he touches anybody... When he touches, when his, if he ever had visits, his lawyer visit would probably be sometimes behind glass and sometimes it could touch. But the only people who really ever touched the guy was prison guards. When you handcuff him up to take him to yard, when you hand, unhandcuff him to take him, put him in. And when you handcuff him up, they're inside the cell. They stick their arms out through a little tray, through a little porthole, and you cuff him up. It's not like he's out in the open and he'll okay, turn around and cuff up and he has leg irons on and you take him to the yard and they go and you take the leg irons off. And this is already through slots. He's already in the cement yard. So yeah, minimum contact of human. Got it. Got it. Okay. And what so about like, for example, not to go too far with this whole thing with man. So what about like, like medical exams and things of this nature? Uh, if, you took him, if you took him, if you took him, it was like he had a metal medical appointment, dental appointment, you would uh, still thing, you take him up and you you get about whatever six inmates had their uh, um, had their uh, appointment that day, but you had to make sure that they were the same race, the same gang bang, because you can't you can't mix them yeah. because they would fight. This is the higher level. Then in, in the normal general population, you can mix them, but when you're in the higher population, they have their own rules that you know. At, on site, you you have to fight the other person. They, they might not want to, but that's their rules, and they have to obey their own prison rules, if yeah. you understand what I'm saying. And so, wait, oh, I have a real quick question, though. On one of those forced fights where you had to force somebody, so you're telling me there's situations where two guys don't even want to fight each other, and they see each other, and they just have to. They don't even want they to do it. To. It's on site. In the higher level. In the higher level, shoot, yes. But but did it, but this is why I guess my question does it happen in the situation I get where maybe one of them wants to fight but does it happen a lot where both of them don't want to fight each other but they just still have to do it they have to he trust yeah. me you you better fight that guy or you're gonna or they're gonna take care of your own self that's just the that's just the way prison life is in the higher levels I'm not talking about the general population levels I'm talking about when you're in a high level security housing unit I I put it this way I had a porter in a level three which is a general population. And he used to talk to me. I used to know he stole boats. I knew all this stuff. I got transferred to over the housing unit where Charlie Manson was. Well, this guy had gotten a fight. And when you get in a fight, you get to, not, this isn't this isn't what you call ad seg, administration segment. This is the shoe unit where you're actually doing a, a prison term inside the prison. This isn't yeah, just so you got in trouble thing. inside the prison. So you're inside the prison's prison. Yes, you're inside the prison's prison. Yeah. It's called the security housing unit. And so when they get there, well, I wanted to, I said hello to this guy. He took me, he says, walk. You know, I'd only been in two years at the time. He says, hey, walk. He says, I can't talk to you here. And um, he gave me one advice, though. He says, when you're, when, you're, when you're the yard gunner, 
hold the hold the uh, um, nine millimeter. Don't hold the the gun that shoots the God. It's been since thirty Long years. Rifle? Uh, no, I, I used a, 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 a nine millimeters a rifle. It was a very accurate rifle. It had glazier rounds with uh, nine BBs in the in the uh, nine BBs in the tip of the bullet with Teflon bullet. So when it hit somebody, it wouldn't ricochet. It actually hit and spread out and hit the person. Got it. Got it. Sounds like fun. And, <laughs> no, and so if you hold that weapon, it was like that was one of the things that did, they didn't have to fight. I never had. A, a fight on my yard wouldn't you be scared and, to hold that weapon wouldn't that make you a target though harman i feel like that would be the most scary thing no, to no, have a we're, weapon we're not you're above them already you, you're nowhere near them okay oh okay so you're looking down on them on a yard trust me there's never like in moves there's never a weapon on the ground ever you never have a weapon on the ground grounds are always uh, weapons are always up in a tower or up in a, in a control tower control bridge where you're opening and closing cells you never have a weapon on the they ground they don't want to use be used against you they could take it and uh oh, come yeah. yeah that's why when you have your baton if you hit somebody you better they better have it be, uh, have it coming because you're what well, there was one one right in my building there was uh, is an open cell one. This is an open dormitory. It had 320 inmates and two and two officers, and all we had was a flashlight and, and a baton. And, and, and that's uh, how and you had to stop a riot. Well, yeah. <laughs> all I would do is bang bang on the on the metal tables real loud. A loud noise gets their attention. And a couple of times they stop, and a couple of times you have to just go in the office and wait till response comes. Wow, that's we're all. learning everything anyway, tonight. Anyway, RV, uh, I was thinking about. Um, oh, first, this is this is for um, Alex. All right, not Nick. Uh, you were talking about when uh, Trump said, "We'll put you in jail," right? Yes. I'll put you in jail. Yes, I've You'd gone back in jail. and looked at that. If you pay I attention, I'm sure RV's probably caught this. You go back and look at this. They were trying to find their mark where to stand. They were out of sync with their with their talking because in, in in movies and stuff you need to have your mark to stand like they practice this line set it up for what the cameras say. so you can get a shot that's why they want you to have a certain mark because they you put the cameras in a certain spot looking for the mark uh, maybe they were I mean obviously Trump's in on it I'm not like so brainwashed now or I think that he's not no, no, like, I you know, know that I'm just saying yeah. that was so funny if you go RV did you ever notice that that they were looking for their mark. Yeah, I've seen that on occasions, and you know, obviously there's you know actors on the highest level on the world stage with these politicians, and well, not to get far off topic, but of course, you know, Trump on these reality shows, you know, you're fired, you know, you know these kind of things. So yeah, I mean, yeah, they they just want to get the perfect position, perfect everything, and of course, wearing that orange makeup for the thirty-three, just everything's all in your face. But yeah, it's it's harm. That's that's fantastic. You're you're catching on to these things. And the big thing is, too, of course, going way back, not way back in time, but 2005, when the uh, Bill and Hillary attended Trump's actual uh, wedding with Melania. And, you know, they're supposed to have, a, you know, this, this, this fake beef. Um, yeah, it's just world stage theater nonsense. And, yeah, it's, it's very clear, very transparent. But Alex, unfortunately, got caught up with the whole Trump train and uh, kind of. But it's good to see Alex has jumped off that, that, that uh, Trump bandwagon. <laughs> It was so fun. Well, what got me is my first thing I questioned was Ruby Ridge. I couldn't still get. I still don't quite get Ruby Ridge, and 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 how. But the one that really got me, I had just gotten out of the military, and then they had Waco. 
And I telling people, I was telling people back then, I go, look, I mean, I'm not a truther. Okay. I know it's still, I, I mean, I just know what's going on, I think now, but I never was investigating things back then. It was just so obvious to me. They were saying that they didn't know where these people were inside Waco when they burned the place down. Well, I just came from the military and they had high power rifles with these certain scopes that could look through quite thick walls. And all they had was plywood. They got stuff that could look right through there and tell you who's through there, but they said they couldn't do it. And one of their excuses was, oh, the candles they had inside was, or the candles on the uh, tanks or whatever, or the lights caused them to mess up on their infrared looking through the wall. And I was telling people, that's not true. They knew exactly where they were. But of course, me and my mind back then, they really were people inside there and they really did kill people, which I very much doubt now in most of these I, uh, events. Yeah, I want to and, mention real quick there, Harmon, you know, of course, Koresh supposedly died at 33, just like Timothy McVeigh executed on 6-11 at 33, Mohammed Atta at 33. You know, all these things, it's World Stage Theater, man, uh, 100% with a Koresh. And, uh, you know, even a pro wrestler that had a character that played that role. So, yeah, this is... There's a lot of things. That's one thing they always trip up when you, when you like you said, you analyze the uh, the, the marks where uh, they're supposed to be positioned. You look, right. the, the devil's in the detail. That devil. was definitely, and I used to tell my friends when I was working, I go, look, they're going to come out with a Monday night movie. The agenda was what they used to do in the 80s and 90s when they had an event. Within three weeks, they had a Monday night movie. Monday night movies were big when I was growing up and when I was in my 20s and 30s. And they had these Monday night movies to, solidify the event and tell you their yes. side of the story. And like Joan Rivers, the most famous one is Joan Rivers and her daughter about her husband dying. I mean, he supposedly killed himself. Well, what do you think happened there, RV? With uh, Joan Rivers? Yeah, even Joan Rivers. Well, let me just say this. Joan Rivers, I find it funny the timing of her, uh, you know, jumping back in the world stage after being in seclusion, talking about Michelle Obama being a, a man, man. And, and supposedly dying. But on this episode of The Simpsons, they show her like in this hospital scene. And the whole thing is the, the daughter, after supposedly passing away, her reaction is a big smile. And it was, you know, they're not, they don't even hide it. It's just world stage theater nonsense. And Joan Rivers born Joan Malinsky. The reason for Joan Rivers, Joan Rivers in numerology is 33. So there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's of course a lot of these name changes. Um, and there's definitely the, the occultic side behind it. And that's definitely, um, with uh, Joan Rivers as well. But definitely people think, oh, Joan Rivers on our side. No, it's, it's <laughs> even pushing that. They're even pushing that with the uh, the, 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 uh, the fake beef that she, she supposedly had with uh, Michael Robinson, a.k.a. Uh, Michelle Obama. Michael and, Obama. Uh, the one thing I was thinking, you're always into the numbers and the stuff. So this isn't a religious cult that, that's created the calendar and the numbers with it. They are, I call them sun worshipers. I don't follow you enough, RV, to know if you call them sun worshipers or not. Well, they were, this is a duality. I'll just jump in here, I'm real quick. It's like people worship the son of, of, of God, of Christ, and they're, they, they worship, they, they, it's like mockery. They worship the actual physical sun. Um, when you look at like ancient Egypt and you see all the hieroglyphs, exactly. you see them you know, raising their arms at the sun, they're sun worshipers. So it's another form of duality. The, the, the son of, of God and the son of the actual son. So yeah, I like understand that music that. Video, one last thing, that music video, um, I forgot the name of the band, but I, um, I'd rather be walking on the sun, you know, and that's another form of 
walking on the sun or walking on the son of God, you know, so it's, it's, it goes both ways. And they show the dome, the flat earth dome in that as well. People seen the music video. I think it's all uh, Smash Mouth, that music video. Watch that video. I, I, mean, I, I covered that. And there's so much symbolism in these music videos. That's why they really upped um, MTV, MTV being Masonic. So TV. Walking on the Sun by Smash Mouth? Yes. You, you, yeah. I'll look it up. Yeah, look that up. You'll see these women underneath the dome. They're trying to get break through the dome. Just like Jim Morrison break on, breaking through to the other side. There's always the the, the Simpsons movie. whole movie was about a dome. The Simpsons, the the movie yeah. version of the uh, Simpsons. Well, see, they're throwing that too much in our face. I know you guys believe in the dome. I I think the dome is a, is a psyop too because so you don't think there's a firmament. Them. What do you think it is? You no, think it's a? We don't know. You know, man, just don't know. Hartman, let me ask this: How do we have uh, how do we have this um, you know pressurized system without some kind of containment? Just like. A bottle of hairspray. How are you? Well, see, have- people think that people think that because well, well, space is a vacuum, and you have to have a barrier to have a uh, to have a pressure. Well, there is no space, so the theory of you have to have pressure—that's mind. Th- that's the mind thinking of a of a human. We can't think of what what created is. We can't even create a seed or a blade of grass, let alone create what our mind has to put a barrier there to create this air pressure. And this air pressure has gradients as it is. If you built a dome as big as a as a football field, right, and you filled it with air, is it going to be less air up top of the dome, or is it going to be same throughout the whole dome? Well, it's just like it's just like the bottom of the ocean to the top of. Uh, the atmosphere, you, you get, you know, just like in water, the, the, the lower you go, of course, the higher the pressure. When you get towards the surface, less pressure. Can, just like, can so you we, create that? Yeah. But what I'm getting at is this. Uh, I, I'm not sure how you feel about the biblical aspect, but definitely um, they put the truth in plain sight with the sky dome, the astro dome, with the I, am, I think they're ceiling. playing this with that. I think it's a psyop. I think it's a containment to keep us in a prison, just like the balls of a prison. So what do you what do you think what do you think is up there then? So it just it just thins out and what, what do we have? Well, when I when I was in Long Beach and, and what was it three years ago when that in, in December when that rocket went off? Okay. I was I, I was yeah, what about it? I what, one of the Tesla ones? That. Yeah. And you were you you're in California? Where are you at? I'm in Texas. No, I know uh, um, RV cities in California. Anyway, I was in Long Beach, California, and I watched that thing go up, and it hit like a jelly su- substance, or it almost looked like a bullet shooting into water. If you shoot a twenty-two into water, and you can see the trail. Harmon, have you ever seen that Hennessy commercial? When yeah, uh, I've seen it. Yeah, about, and they go through that that same what you're describing too. So yeah, it's the and, waters above. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's a dome. I think it's just. It would make more sense if it was infinite plane, just like an infinite barrier on top of us. The dome, they keep throwing the dome at us, and that would contain us again. That would limit us to where we can go. That's why I don't like the dome. And I and we can't create gradient pressure. We can't. And we know the air gets thinner up there. Well, let me ask you, how much of the heliocentric model do you believe in? Zero. <laughs> Zero? Yeah, heliocentric model. Well, the zero. calendar is part of the heliocentric model. The calendar? Sure it is. What well, are you talking about? The 12 month calendar time, or the you, you could yeah. you know, time is artificial. You could create you know the time any way you wanted to. So it's like um, you could make 13 28 what, what day about, months. That'd be more okay, even. Okay. I'm trying to understand where he's coming from. So in this dome, it, it, do we have these gases like the neon, like the like the 
the noble gases are they are they real to you yeah you know i i don't dispute you know again the air pressure different gases um uh, but but again i just you know i'm a biblical guy and i believe right. I, I i do believe in the um there is some structure above some solid you know like they have well, was the the rockets up there what, what i agree with you on that. i'm sorry i agree with you on that when the rocket when i was in there when I, when I when I was growing up, Vandenberg used to shoot rockets up three times in three times a month, and we'd watch them, and it was the same thing. It would hit something up there. It hit something up there always. And just when it, when it Long Beach it did, there's something up there. There's no doubt. But you say you believe in the that the atmosphere has helium in it, neon, and all that stuff, right? Yeah, there's different components. Yeah. And so you get that from the heliocentric model. Well, well, no, it's, it's, you know, these things are, are, you know, we, we can prove things through our, our reality, oh. not just through mm -hmm. a model, they could exist in, in both models. So it's not like, it's like, um, there's, there's things that work in both models. So it's not about, it's not about, you know, pain. I understand that. I agree with you hundred percent. I'm saying, show me in nature where there's helium, show me in nature where there's argon, show me in nature. Well, a balloon a has helium in it. What? <laughs> like, you've seen a helium balloon. You've sucked a yeah, helium so balloon and talked like that. Helium is man-made. Neon's man-made. That's what I'm saying. They're all man-fabricated. Uh -huh. So the man puts that up there because the sun or the electromagnets make neon blue in their minds. But you can't show neon, helium, argon, any of the gases, the noble gases that's in the heliocentric model in nature. Well, everything comes out of something natural. Even, even you know, the, the artificials come. We have you have to have building blocks to make these things, of course. So through the artificial, it comes through something um, that's already present. You can't pull things out of thin air, of course. But I get what you're getting at. I understand what you're saying. They're manipulating things, they're inverting things. How do you make oxygen? I don't know. We got to combine the molecules. Wait, hey, okay. But while I have you here, though, is I'm going to add on, you know, we're going to go crazy because we're going to end the stream here in the next 10 minutes, though, Harmon. Before you leave, I want to add on Tommy. You know, Tommy is is your antithesis. You know, he's the ex-inmate. So, so RV, so what we're about to have on, we're, we're, bring, we're bringing on the second guest. This, it's crazy. This show has crazy animosity. These two guys, these two callers. Tommy, you're live with Harmon. Yeah. Your arch nemesis and RV. So remember, we guys we have to show respect to RV, our guest, and try not to get our per, put our personal stuff uh, to the side. Are you there? Oh, am I there? Tommy, you're a little better. Yes, Tommy, are you there? Right. Welcome right. with well, RV. Now, AS dog, I know you didn't talk to me, man. Go ahead and now take a. You've already been sitting back. I know you been sitting back. Well, now I haven't looked at the chat real quick Harmon, just pull that hand over just do one of these bud okay yeah there you go go uh, Harmon, they're they're making fun of you Harmon, how you're lying down they say you let's all just take a breath real quick and now alex I, I love when you try to step with me once i'm gonna bring this up and it's with due respect my guy let me get the heck i gotta stand up well you gotta have respect for our guest rv i don't care what you say about me i want you to have respect for our guest you already know RV knows. I I was called our Russian Russian yeah. biz biz. Uh, you already know. we all know this. I've actually have uh, downloaded the MP3 files to find your content. You know what you do. It should go without saying, sir. Uh, Thank you. Uh, much respect with the, the logo. We all know the logo and the way you just you stuck with it. You know what I mean. I've stuck with not uh, 
showing myself for sometimes or having and then you're just like this no dog and, and then when you brought up tapping on a guy's shoulder beautiful content and without with all due respect i do apologize i got a couple things to bring up with uh this beautiful crowd we have with our look at this gracious uh host we have tonight and rv like i say rvt you you bossed at us so I, it's a pleasure that i'm even that you're gonna witness this debauchery that i'm about to do to uh our our ear canals i'm sorry <laughs> none of it's gonna make sense but some of it will make sense it never sing. does tommy it's never made sense yet but it's not about I making know. sense all the time you know stop making sense that's what they said there's so Go many ahead. things just, we we got a lot to start with because uh one if a couple guys can all talk rv you know you can talk that five-hour game man you know Absolutely. what i mean eight hours nine hours <laughs> you are the king you are the longevity king uh, rv you can talk all night you got that down yeah i had a buddy back before i even knew what uh any like uh riddling was right and i was a kid and i'm like why can you always stay up all night you know what I mean? I had that one buddy that could always. I don't think around. RV's on Ritalin though. I mean, that, no, I don't no, think I'm so at all. That. That is... but, but you bring the you bring the you bring the game level up to the man. You know what I mean? The kid that's just has like that's the spunk. I don't. I'm not saying a prescription. Prescription is prescription. I'm just. No, saying RV described it earlier. He's a real weightlifter. He's a real power lifter. That's not just doing it for the show muscles. He can actually do the lifts. He actually puts in the work. <laughs> the, yeah. Oh, you're like you do do the uh, just is it uh, is it a mental thing when you do stuff like that? And I'm honestly asking on a fact that I, I well, do everything. Yeah, everything's about the you know the body. Obviously, the mind and, and body are one. If the if the mind is traumatized, the body's be traumatized. Traumatized the body, the mind will goes hand in hand. All works together. But you got to have that passion for whatever you do um yeah right. that's the key that's why i'm here with alex because alex has that passion um and that's that's what i look for in people man you got to have passion uh don't need any uh, dead weight you know and uh and people um letting everything go letting like the old i don't I hate to use this analogy with yoda from empire strikes back but Whoa. we must unlearn we have learned and basically start from scratch and that's that's the foundation of this world of lives we all been born into we have to remove everything and start from scratch Right. And uh, so with, with me, with that, even if I can even get to with the body and or the mind with thinking again, and that's the first time that we all dealt with somebody calling you uh, or calling you, meaning you, I'm saying all of us as people, when they shit on you and they're like, oh, you're the big, oh, look at the big brains on Brad comment. You know, and it's like, no, I didn't do it to be better than anyone. One, I was actually did it to I, I and just once again what is that considered now conceited uh when you do it for it's like i'm looking into this shit for and i don't want to cancel the make it's it called a, virtue signaling it's called virtue signaling yeah. so you're now you're a virtue not, signaling truther what? yeah what is that though even because i okay so you wipe your ass to get it clean right now are you virtue signaling when you keep wiping your ass to make sure there's no shit on your ass anymore or are you just taking care of your damn self so you're comfortable you know and that might be a terrible analogy i think you're taking care of yourself <laughs> but at the same time that's why now i look into stuff i won when i well now i do a fit i the job actually i choose i could work in an office i can do a couple different things but my buddy does own his own company that we've been doing since high school 
And so I do that physical labor, one, for exercise in my body, and then I exercise my brain with looking into this stuff, questioning whatever. And then is it, it, the simple fact that people consider that being an asshole. Now, like, you know, you see a guy that lifts weights. Wait, why are you an guy? asshole? Wait, why do people think you're an asshole, Tommy? I'm lost. Uh, that You've never once heard that because you've looked into something in your Oh, yeah. Okay, no, it's confused. Okay, yeah, no. I, I yeah. got confused with the word thing. Yeah, I so see. You're right. When the truth community, everybody oh, thinks you're yeah, a jerk. I'm an for asshole because, yeah, I am an asshole. <laughs> Jeepers, creepers. We, we got so many things going on. I mean, but let's let, go ahead, RV, with our, our, our Harmon. Can one. I? Yeah. Can I say something real quick, Tommy? Yes, Harmon. Please go ahead. Okay. Uh, um, I have never seen anybody look at this. I was paying attention to the fluoride. RV, you do believe fluoride blocks our brain and dumbs us down some. Is that true? I, I cover fluoride, yeah, extensively. I agree fluoride has definitely neurological effects. Okay, I was looking at this. I was trying to pay attention. I was noticing in Quebec, Canada, which is where uh, Toronto and all them are, and uh, BC, Canada, and the Yukon Territory, and I was looking up, and I went back and looked at the fluoride in Canada. Do you know that BC, Yukon, and the Quebec territories, and of course the little ones, New Brunswick, and down there in uh, Prince Albert, and I don't know what NL stands for, but they never had fluoride in their water ever? Yeah, and there's, uh, this is something interesting, too, is, uh, countries in Europe as well. There's some, there's places where they're, they're not allowing. It's U.S. It's, it's mainly where they're really yeah. injecting it into society. Yeah, they, they brought I'm not trying to jump in with that real quick because it is something that I've actually been looking at. What is the uh, telltale sign that fluoride is a thing? Well, Besides the you know, dental fluorosis. Den yeah, dental fluorosis is one thing that in time it's going to be very noticeable. If you don't it's know what dental like fluorosis teeth, is, the empowers teeth thing, or yeah, dental fluorosis is when you, the, the, the 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 darkening of teeth, okay. um, the buildup, and uh, you just you, you know it's uh, it's going to be very obvious and. Uh, Okay. Real quickly, just wa you know, watching, uh, listening to this one dentist of 25 years at the time, um, pushing forward aggressively. Then, you know, after 25 years, going to 30 years, he's seeing um, his patients that use non-fluoride toothpaste having better teeth than his patients that use fluoride toothpaste. That created, um, that made him look at things. So it took him 25 years to actually break away from all the literature, all the information from uh, CDC, and all the going through dentistry to break away. It took a, that long for him to see right. that there, the, the, the ill effects of fluoride. Right. I understand that. Well, my point I was trying to make is I've noticed on YouTube and the Twitter communities, you've got a more heavier condensed people coming from these places where there was no fluoride than where there are people with fluoride. Mm. Uh, and I was noticing a lot of the Twitter channels from Canada come from these places with no fluoride. So that could be a, a just a little insight. Yeah, could you name some of the bigger, bigger name ones? These the the habit? Yeah, no, yeah, the, the, no. I'm saying the truth. You're saying that the people that are involved. Well, with truth. Well, uh, what was that guy's name? It just died. Uh, I can't remember. And and then you got uh, you got that uh, guy that does his uh, he walks when he says his news thing. Jeff Berwick. Uh, so Mexico. A summertime with uh, one of the rallies. Well, hey, but but to, to, to put credence to your theory, I do think that that makes a little sense. Like the more fluoride you have, the the dumber you are. But in Portland, the least, you know, the most Antifa city in the world, they voted. They don't have fluoride in their city water in Portland. Harmon, did you know that? That I I I saw that too. But how long have they not had? 
Uh, probably not that long, but that isn't that weird. Wouldn't you expect them to be the most pro fluoride people or whatever? Because they're the biggest New World Order uh, uh, city there is. Somebody who's really into it and know what's going on, they maybe they don't want it. You know, you're right. Listen, guys. One thing I noticed. One thing I noticed about people involved with truth. Most people and a lot of people that I know uh, involved with truth. First off, um, as far as the education system, they took a, a hiatus from it. Um, they became a lot of them became self-employed. They have more time in their hands to look into things. These are other attributes that um, you know. Uh, another part of it that I, I've seen when people are inundated, they're busy with nine to five, family. They're literally they don't have they don't have the time to, to look into any of this stuff. Oh, press for truth. Press for truth. Well, guys. Well, Harmon, Harmon, and uh, and uh, Tommy, do you guys have any other questions before we before I let you I guys just go? I want to get back to him real quick. We we got oh, yeah. interrupted at the very end. RV, do yeah. you agree that that helium, neon, argon, krypton, xenon are all <laughs> man-made gases? Well, again, I, I want to be very clear. I'm going to say this very concisely, Harmon. Everything that's made comes from something that has been created, it's been here, and it's been manipulated. Just like say lipstick, is lipstick, you know, that woman put on, that's made, it's, it's been manipulated. I agree with you. From something. So what I'm getting, is it a natural occurring thing? Uh, it, like so many things in this world, they are uh, manipulated, but they're, they're created from something that was natural. Just like you make cocaine, it comes from plants, it comes from this, it comes from that. It comes from natural things that are condensed and consolidated. You know, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you're talking from yeah. Marco. You're saying that these gases are in in uh in nature. If they're in part of the dome that you say with the gradients that we got up there, and then and you're saying they're part of nature and not man-made. Well, it's just like smog, Harmon. We have smog; it's existing. No, not, not listen, listen, Harmon. You want to just you you want to like split hairs here, and I see what you're doing here. But I'm not I, splitting hairs. Yeah, I I don't I don't see the point of what direction. Well, you're going you're, yeah, I'm kind of confused too, Harmon. Harmon, honestly, it's just, it's not going anywhere. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah, yeah well, Harmon, that's what I'm saying. I'm confused. So, so what are you saying, Harmon? Nothing exists? I'm confused with no, your point. No, I'm is. saying those things are man-made. Helium is man-made. Like oxygen, you compress air, it creates oxygen. That's why you have it in a tank. It's a container. You compress so, it to a So you're telling me mind. oxygen didn't exist before we invented it, is what you're saying? So we didn't, what were we? There's not. Find oxygen in nature. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to find Thank it you. in nature, but. Thank you. They suck it right out of something and then they compress it. I mean, that's what, what I think. Is, is. Listen, Harmon. Compress yeah, okay, it's good. Just leave it there. That's okay. See? But that's, what do you no, mean? What, what I mean is. Okay. Uh, okay. Listen, listen. This is the thing is we have to separate objective from subjective. As far as, as a dome, this is a belief. I've never touched it. i never felt it. I believe we live in a contained system. We can't argue beliefs, Harmon. We cannot argue beliefs. That's it's fair. Not a belief that, that they're made. That helium is a man-made substance. I, 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 don't I don't even want to get in. I do apologize. I'm going to shut my mouth because I'm not. Go ahead, Tommy. Yeah, what's no, your no, opinion, I, Tommy? Well, no, okay, because, and this is nothing that I've ever done, but it's something that I've done, well, looked into and heard, and it's another thing that goes like this. Well. I can't cross that motherfucker, so it makes sense. H2O isn't water, right? Like hydrogen two 
And oxygen one doesn't make a puddle or whatever you want to call water. I mean, water. So isn't so right there when the the when the uh, periodic table is garbage. I I just yes. assume that. So that's why when people start saying all the them words and I can't even read the back of my shampoo bottle. Tommy, dude. Tommy look at me, Tommy. And then it's my fault. I'm not. I'm, and I'm no, being, I agree with you. I shut down yeah. fast with that little bit of stuff, and I'm not. Trying to sound like a dummy, but it's no. You sound smart. I think the H two O thing does make a good point. You know, you can't just smash two hydrogen things in one oxygen molecule and it just makes water. I and think you got a point. Well, the word of smashing, like the word that they, they, and then I'm assuming they were using the word smash to because we, with our minds, we see two cars smash and uh, put mix in a little uh, chocolate powder with my milk. And then I stir it with a spoon, and now it's chocolate milk. It, it, we see these things, and then we do these, and then our brain then goes, oh, that's how they mix it. Like with the spinning 26 times of the COVID vaccine, with the vaccine, you're going to have to cut this straight. It's 30 cycles. No, we got it. We got it. Okay, everything comes with nothing. You guys crush it. Harmon, uh, uh, I loved your, your piss and vinegar you came on the show with tonight. Anything else you Tommy, want to say, Harmon, before you go? I know you got to have the no, last I word. Just, I think Tommy is amazing. There you go. That's from inmate to best friends, Tommy. Look, Tommy doesn't even like it. See, you liking him pisses Tommy off. I like that. I like the dichotomy. No, Tommy likes me. He has no heart. I I hear no heart. All right, guys, we're losing viewers. We're going back to our RV. You guys are great. All right, I'm saying goodbye to both of you. Talk to you guys soon. Talk to you soon. See you, Tommy. Uh, and oh, then you're, you're out of here. Like you guys are you. out of here. Yes, yeah, so we got to go back to our guests. It's all about ratings, guys. Sorry. It's all, all about ratings. <laughs> These guys, they, they, it was going down like crazy. But but we do need to wrap things up. It's it's almost, uh, uh, you know, it's it's a little late here. I know it's a little earlier where you're I'll just at. I'll say this, Alex. I want to jump in real quick, and I apologize. I know it's your Please. show, but I'm just saying, I'm going to say, I'm going to put it out there. Freaking Charles Manson is World Stage Theater garbage. Oh, you there know. you go. I like that. I like yeah, that. Well, 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 we'll do. We know, need to have. No, no. Go ahead. I want you to. I want to yeah, hear your opinion. I mean, yeah. I mean, as far as as Harmon pushing Manson and all this stuff, I need some real hardcore evidence. You know, I mean, he's he's talking about Manson. I know Manson is, is basically an actor on the world stage. So I'm I'm not, I'm sorry, Harmon. I'm not buying what you're saying. I love that. See, that's the beef, Harmon. Next time, Harmon, you you'll come on and we'll talk about it again. See, uh, it's because we had these microphone issues, RV, uh, uh, we can't go as long. In like less than a month, I need to have you come on again when everything's set because I'm going to get a better graphics card. And I, I just, gosh, we had such a comedy of errors to, at the beginning to get this stream going because I've had a freaking crazy day. Not that that's, that's an excuse, but I like that you called out Harmon for the the Charles Manson thing because. That does seem a little fuddy duddy. It seems like a fairy tale. Why did uh, they? Let, let me say this. Yeah, Alex, let me say this. I mentioned the the, the plan names with man's son, son of man, um, the tattoos have changed. And I'm not buying, you know, uh, you know, all done in prison, whatever. Um, and again, these the interviews on like 60 minutes, all this stuff. This is a definitely a plant, a CIA plant on the world stage. And you know, a lot of people make claims about a lot of things. I want to see some real hardcore evidence. Uh, about things people make claims you, you got to back up what, what you claim and and again i'm not i'm not buying that uh, charles manson is, is some legit you know non-world stage theater entity just like the, the you know bomber all these other people they're all world stage actors you know and so yeah but like i said from cincinnati cincinnati and 
the change from Maddox to uh, Manson. And yeah, this guy's, you know, just like so many others, uh, just like Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, you know, suppose this cannibal. Um, and of course, his military connections and just like Timothy McVeigh's military connections, there's always these interesting connections. Lee Harvey Oswald, his military connections. So yeah, the world's a stage. And I mean, look at Lee Harvey Oswald. Jim Morrison's dad was the you know captain of a marine boat, the Gulf of Tonkin. Bill I mean, Cooper. <laughs> Bill Cooper as well. You know, they're you know, like I said, do do Malay society in the military as well, Alex. We know that, yeah. Well, no, none of these people get to these levels on accident, and you're right. Charles Manson is like a cartoon character. He's some sort of you know uh, infamous figure that literally is a fairy tale. He's fiction. And I'm sorry to hear Harmon's buying into the nonsense. And uh, yeah, and the thing is, people divert things. You know, um, like I said, we 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 cannot argue beliefs. That's what that's one thing that goes in, in circles about beliefs. Um, and uh, yeah, but one thing's for sure, we're not living on, on a spinning zipping ball. Uh, you know, that's zipping through space. And uh, you know, people want to talk about um, you know, they really divert things. You know, helium and I just you know, it's just. Like I said, you know, like I told Harmon, you know, everything, even the artificial comes from uh, natural God created things that they have manipulated, just like, um, you know, there's men and women, obviously. Well, they've obviously uh, perverted God's creation to make these uh, transgenders. So, yeah, I mean, they are these artificial entities, but it came from the natural. And that's everything in this world. You cannot create something artificial from nothing. So that's that's just back to Harmon. Okay, and this is the last question because it's almost midnight, and I promise the last question, then I'll let you go. Talk about the division of does religion cause the biggest division within the truth community, the people that you know uh, follow one doctrine versus another. Do you think that's probably the biggest uh, aspect that marginalizes us against one another? Yeah, I, 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 I truly uh, believe it does. And this is, again, people, again, getting back to arguing beliefs. Um, we weren't around, um, you know, initially everything w was, you know, set off. So we're discussing things, um, you know, again, the, the belief aspect, people are, are arguing beliefs. You cannot argue beliefs. You can state your belief and, and people can, um, you know, agree with you or not. But to go around in circles uh, about beliefs, is just, that's, this is why it's a never ending story with um, these, these the, the religious aspect. We know there's a creator. Um, we know he, he's created this, this flat earth, uh, you know, this, this, whole, this whole structure that we're living on uh, just didn't happen from an explosion from nothing. You know, that's the funny thing. That's the duality as well. Explosions don't um, create things. It destroys things. So that's another form of mockery with this nonsense Big Bang explosion. And that's really what it is. It, it, people are like, why, why, why? Well, well, it's done to make you feel insignificant. That's why. It's to make you feel like you're yeah. a cosmic accident and that you're just here for a little bit of a ride and none of nothing matters and that your whole life is insignificant. But that's the thing. When you come to the truth community, you start kind of taking more you know, accountability for your own life because you realize that it was so many chains, so many things had to go in order for you to be here at this exact moment. So many things had to go exactly right. So you start having gratitude and you start, you know, taking control of your life. And that's why I think the truth community, although there's a lot of strife, although there's the baby truth, there's this, this and that. At the end of the day, when you start waking up to the lies that we're living under, you take back your life. You get a freedom that you didn't know uh, that you didn't have. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, 
Yeah, the, the journey to truth is a long one. And, um, you know, again, you know, people, I find it's it's a lot about ego with people when they feel like they have, um, you know, a good sense of what's happening. And again, if you're going along with the mainstream, just like, again, Harmon going on with the mainstream nonsense of Charles Manson, you know, it just, you, you know where people are. And then, you know, um, it's like one lie leads to another lie. And that's why the foundation of this flat earth is so important. Once you know there's a creator, you know we don't need these nonsense vaccines. The creator created all these things, fruits, uh, fruits, seeds, nuts, grains, all these things to supplement our body to make us um, healthy. And that's one thing I really, really emphasize is, is the creator didn't abandon us. It's, everything's there. But again, they manipulate what, what the creator created, making something artificial and say, this is better for you. These like, that's why they always try to uh, make a better apple. When the creator already made it perfect, this is mockery. We can make a better apple than the creator. That's that's just showing how the people that run this world want to mock God. And it's all right in front of us. Well, you nail it. They, I mean, they give a baby. They say a baby when it's born, it's insufficient, that it needs uh, 72 vaccines. What kind of sense does that make? Uh, the, no baby needs that to be a better baby, but they want to m manipulate everything, RV. They can't yeah. let us have anything. Absolutely. And I, again, I always mention this, how um, when we're taught um, A, the reality is Z. They're just teaching on the, on the, the whole um, mirror reflection, the opposite spectrum of what the truth is. And that keeps people away from the truth because it's, it's such a far distance to go. I, I use this analogy often where, you know, they tell us the sun is 93 million miles away. Then people could debate, oh no, it's 85 million. No, it's 75 million when it's literally hundreds of miles up in the sky. And people can't go there because again, the A to Z. And that's exactly why they teach on the duality aspect, keeping us the furthest from the truth as possible. Well, we dived into a lot tonight. We still have so much we need to cover. It's midnight here in Dallas. I got to be up very early in the morning. We really dive deep tonight. But RV, I want to apologize for the beginning things. And I hope, will you come on uh, uh, sooner than later? Hey, will you be my guest again? Because I've had my best stream ever, RV. We had 340 people, uh, more than that. I'm just saying, just me counting. I got to check the official stats. I don't think I've ever had a stream as successful today. So I have to tell you from the bottom of my heart, RV, Thank you for taking me under your metaphorical wing and giving me any bit of help and even a little bit of attention. You just talking about me has helped uh, 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 showcase myself to a lot of people that wouldn't have seen me. So, RV, I'm for, forever indebted to you, and I appreciate you motivating me to get out there. And uh, like you said, I'm passionate. Well, you helped uh, spur the passion that I have for truth, RV. You know, you are directly responsible for, for my actions. There's Thanks, no doubt about awesome. it. I appreciate that. I'll say this, you know, you're just a text away, you know, Skype away from having me on again. And I'll just say this, you know, when people put the information out there, I try to be concise, getting to the point. Um, over the years, I watch people's, you know, streams or videos and literally their openings five minutes in, they finally get to the point. I'm like, I don't want to waste anybody's time. I want to, I want to get right to the point um, and keep, you know, as impactful as possible with these streams, get the information out. And uh, yeah, that's that's one thing I've always done is don't waste time and get right to it. And I, I thought we had a fantastic, even though with the glitch uh, with the audio aspect with, with on your side there, Alex, no worries. I thought it was a fantastic stream. And man, dude, we, we you know, we did two streams together. And man, it's like, 
we've known each other forever, man. We we just flow, you know, really well. Well, and- RV, I know you forever. I know you might not know me. I know you've watched a few of my hours, RV. I've listened to a thousand hours of yeah, you talk right. about stuff and break stuff down. I feel like you are my friend. You're my buddy. And that's why I also like you as a broadcaster, RV, because you're really laid back. You're really just kind of matter of fact. It's it, and you and you're funny without trying to be like me, like a comedian goofy. You're funny in a non-goofy oh, way. You know, and that's really why I like your entertainment. It's yeah, really, Alex, you know, you're like a brother, man. You know, it's like I said, you know, the whole baby truther thing, um, you know, you can hear my tone of voice when I say it. it's all in jest, all in good fun, and definitely support your channel, and your channel's growing. It's great to see that for the relatively short amount of time. You I mean, you've been around for a while, but relatively, you've grown really well. Your production value is high. The entertainment value is high, and you, you're interjecting a, a ton of truth and the passion. You got the, uh, the, the ingredients to be uh you know everything as far as truth and it just takes time to, to to really get a lot of the things and you're dude you're way ahead of the game when i first started there was not many people actually speaking it was just text on a screen showing footage of of planes or this or that and you had to read the things and it wasn't too many people actually doing it so you were doing um, it naked for lack of a better <laughs> word i mean there, i mean literally you didn't have any you didn't have a safety net you didn't really have uh you were literally doing it speaking from the evidence that you could find on, on your own. And I think that's why you're able to see all this stuff now is because yeah, you're doing it when you did that. Have. Yeah, I want to follow up on that. That's the thing is I had nothing to, to like, nothing. I didn't emulate from anybody. It's all original work. It's always like I've seen people putting stuff. I'm like, these people are putting up the real truth. I'm going to put myself maybe in an uncomfortable position for myself, put myself out there, but I'm going to do anyways because this, the truth needs to be told. Not that I'm a perfect, I'm human. Do I know everything about everything? No, but I know we're being lied to on a grand scale, and I have a, I have a good grasp on what's happening in this world. We're being lied to on a grand scale, and, and we're trying to to to, to figure out exactly uh, where they're leading us because we know they're manipulating everything. Wow, you couldn't have said it any better. Well, RV, listen, everybody said it in, in chat how great of a stream it's going to be. I'm going to message you very soon. Now that I know that you're willing to come back on the castle, because I know you're a busy man. I know that, you know, a lot of people want your attention because trust me, you know, when I was just a fan boy, when before I was talking about truth, I remember wanting to send you messages and want to get your personal perspective on this certain situation. And I know a lot of other people do that. You know, they want to take your personal time to ask you questions. So I understand that you're busy and I understand that when you come here and you make time for me, that means the entire world. And that just shows me, it motivates me that like I'm doing something right. Like I just love the fact that I look at you as a colleague, RV. It makes me feel so good and warm in my heart that I can actually say that and that I can come and co-broadcast a stream with you and and help and enjoy a lot of people at the same time. Yeah, man, we're like Batman or Robin. Don't want to say that, but- I'll be Robin, (laughs) you're Batman, okay? We'll do it. Well, let's end on that one. Anything else you want to say, RV, before I let you go? Yeah, I want to thank everybody for listening in, even, um, you know, Harmon and Tommy for joining in as well. We could disagree on things, nothing personal, just my perspective on things. And, uh, and yeah, you know, just uh, everybody should listen to everybody and come to your own conclusion on things. And, uh, yeah, look at people's resumes, you know, been around for a long time doing this, covering a lot of things. And, uh, yeah, just I'll leave it on that note and looking forward to our next stream together, uh, Alex. And, uh Man, It'll be really right around the corner, right around the corner. I'm, t- I'm not just saying that RV. We got We got a lot to talk about, but everybody in the stream talks about our chemistry. We got to have a. Uh, we got to do more streams, a lot more in the future, RV. I, the thing is, the last the, the last stream we've done, I feel like I'm always worried about getting 
a, a strike, but RV, you and I, we're so we're so vocal and, and able to talk about this stuff without getting a strike, I think. I think the stream is, is going to be fine, is what I'm trying to say. So we yeah. have to stream more in the future. I just hate the censorship, RV. This yeah, censorship... Well, is, Alex, it, Alex, I'm very careful the words I'm using. You know, of course, the event in this area, the event in that area, uh, the face diapers. So I'm, I'm careful and I'm, I'm concerned about your side too. So I'm not just like throwing everything out there and, and, and you're a true the, professional you know how to talk about this stuff on, on the right scale yeah no worries man and again i enjoyed and uh looking forward to the next one man and, and this is uh never ending we literally you know if we could we'd have a freaking uh, months long stream i'm non-stop <laughs> i would man. go five hours with you i know you would but shit, i got freaking hungry yeah. cats and i have too much stuff to do to sit there all night but i'll tell you this much rv just to get you for a couple hours this is exciting. We're going to do it again in the very future. Everybody's saying, yes, more streams with RV, Truth, and Alex. So, RV, you got an annoying new little brother that's going to come and bug you uh, for more streams. So, thank you for coming and being a guest tonight, and I look forward to talking in the near future. Awesome, Alex. Thanks again for uh, inviting me on. I'm looking forward to the next one. See you, guys. Peace.